episode 396 of the PlayStation Nation podcast. Uh, Josh and I are already just jazzed up. We had the most awesome discussion uh, that will be in this podcast. So we had an awesome guest. Just one of the best. So uh, this week, new releases, a bunch of them. Welcome to the season, folks. Uh, Our interview with uh, a person that we have talked about on the show before, uh, Janina Gavankar, Uh, she's in Far Cry 4, she's in a lot of other stuff as well, this is her first video game, so she is jazzed up, so we talked about that and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, And we were her first interview about it. First podcast interview, they did some international press last week up in Canada, but we were like the first ones that she was actually able to talk to like about it since then and be able to actually discuss it. So I, I can't believe that. And she approached us, which is just the coolest thing in the world. Uh, I, I, I remember I emailed Josh, the, the message that she sent and he's like, what? <laughs> I think it was Holy shit. I think that was the, all you wrote, wrote back. Possibly. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, Oh man, that was awesome. All right. Uh, so we talked to her, a bunch of news items, uh, what we're playing and watching. Uh, Extra Life update because uh, we moved everything back a week because there's so much paperwork to do and I'm having like I have to run all over the world here. Uh, so we moved back a week and we actually have a pretty interesting, uh, I guess, carrot, if you would, if we can reach 15,000 by the end of the week. So we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, Josh's review and I'll throw a little bit in there as well for the Unfinished Swan on PS4 and PS Vita. Uh, I don't know if we're going to do emails this week because we went really long in the interview. But Dude, and, it's 10.45 Eastern as we are starting the podcast. I, I have know. a 6 a.m. call. Uh, I have a 6 a.m. call time. Yeah. I'm I'm going to bed. Fuck All you. right. All right. <laughs> so we're not doing emails is what you're saying? Uh, no. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, do, do the new releases and quit your bitching. What? Let me see. How Maybe if you I didn't talk to her so much. Out. Oh, wait. We both did that, didn't we? <sighs> All right. Yeah. For PlayStation 4, next week, the week of November 11th, we have Assassin's Creed Unity for fifty nine ninety nine. So fast. We have the Assassin's Creed Unity Collector's Edition for one twenty nine ninety nine. Does it say what? Isn't that the one that comes with uh, the blade thing, or is that separate? No, that's separate. Oh, that's right. That's like this a has thing. a stunning 16-inch tall statue of Master Assassin Arno Adorian. 16-inch? That thing's like going to be like the size inch. of that Titanfall Special Edition. 16-inch, leading the revolutionary charge, a fully functioning Assassin's Creed Unity wooden music box. Oh playing God. a remixed version of the theme song. A Holy gorgeous God. art book. Well, actually, 16-inch figure. Maybe this could be a bigger... I was book. just going to say, how are they going to get that figure <laughs> in with just the regular DVD case like they always do? Uh, showcasing never-before-seen concept art, original game soundtrack, and Notre Dame Cathedral Collector's Edition showcase box. Wow. For 129 uh, Yeah, but it's, it's sold out on price. Amazon. Um, it's not a bad price, though. Two in-game missions containing over 45 minutes of extra gameplay. Killed by science and chemical revolution. Science? Yes, science. So there's that. Uh, then we also have, holy crap, Lego Batman 3 Beyond Gotham. Oh, and I should know that because I put up 
something on the website about that today. <laughs> yeah, Josh. <laughs> it's been a long day, and oh. it's 10.45 p.m. Yes, it is. Uh, so that, if you're a Batman fan, if you're a DC fan, if you're a Lego fan, this is a must-buy. I'm buying I'm, it. I'm telling you that right now. I played it. I played it for over an hour at Comic-Con. Uh, I was talking to uh, one of the guys that worked on it. Uh, I saw the panel. It's all in that uh, post I put up today. Yeah. Uh, or when you're listening to this, yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, time travel. Uh, <laughs> in the future. So it's it is... It's kind of a Lego love letter to DC. <laughs> they have every wacky, crazy character you could ever possibly imagine. They have all the big ones, all the cool ones, all the ones you'd expect. Yeah. Um, and Aquaman. Uh, <laughs> hey. <laughs> and um, you're lucky you're not doing that in the water. So they have all those characters, but then they have like Bat Cow. And. Wow. Uh, this almost sounds like the DC version of Marvel Lego superheroes that we got on launch. No, it it goes deeper. Oh, deeper than that? Because I'd have like 100 characters. This has 150. Jesus Christ. And then 40 more DLC. Wow. Yeah. I that's um, That almost scares me. Like, yes. I'm almost like, all right, we'll try yes. it. I'm still getting it because it's Batman. Well, but all right. So, Duck Dodgers. That well, Warner owns that too. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, that's awesome. He is he is the Green Lan- uh, Loon Turn, the Green Loon Turn. Yep. Um, Polka Dot Man. Oh my God! Really? Yes. Uh, it's like one. Wow. <laughs> but that's the whole point. Jesus. Like, like they're going crazy, Condiment King. <laughs> Seriously, they're they're going deep. I mean, when they threw Bat Cow in there, you knew something was something crazy was going on. Yeah. Um. Uh. uh what's the the detective monkey detective? Uh, is that what's what was he called? Damn it. Uh. The what? Solomon Grundy. Or no, mm. not, uh, not Solomon Grundy, uh, the ape, uh, the monkey. Wait, the monkey from the Wonder Twins? Hang on. No, 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 no. And that was the other thing. I I think I mentioned this before. Oh, yeah, that you Detective asked about the one? Chimp. Detective oh, yeah, Chimp. yeah. Okay, 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 okay. Uh, he's in there. Um, uh, Man Bat is in there. Jesus. Yeah, every, every – if you can think of a wacky, obscure character, it's almost guaranteed to be in there. Because they did the exact same thing. They were they were coming up and the, and they were taking suggestions on Twitter. You know, yeah. Any crazy, wacky, weird, bizarre DC character, you know, because once they hit all the big ones, once they hit all the Green Lantern core and and Sinestro core and you know all the Superman stuff and Batman stuff and everything, then they said, "Let's get crazy. Let's go deep," <laughs> and they yeah. did. They went deep, deep to get. It sounds like it. Holy just shit. Insane characters. And that's yeah. why you have to get this game. It's going to be awesome. I got to make sure we're getting that for review. Yeah, you do. I, well, but I think you probably have the. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, right. We always talk about this stuff on the podcast like nobody cares. And then we never talk about it later. Okay. I know. 
<laughs> oh, wait. So no, wait, wait. I think I already requested. I requested it. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, Lego game, Lego Batman and DC fans must buy. Must buy. Um, everybody else, eh, you should give it a try, too. Yes. Yeah, everybody else, it's a, yeah, it's crazy. Just kidding. Like, Conan O'Brien, Kevin <laughs> Smith. It's, I can't. I, I love the Conan O'Brien's in a game when he does that whole clueless gamer yes. segment, and that's partly why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Adam West, of course. Troy Baker, uh, awesome. Who is 2014's uh, Nolan North? Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's in Call of Duty. I, of course he is. Yeah, and he was in. Although I think Nolan North's in it too. I got to look at the credits again. He was in two of the biggest games of last year. That released at the exact same time. He was in Last of Us and Bioshock Infinite. He was the main character in both of them. Yeah, yeah. And you wouldn't know it playing both of them. True. Um, Very nice man, by the way. Fantastic, I got to meet him yeah. for uh, Infamous. He was at that thing in January, and I got to talk to him for like half an hour. Very, very yeah. nice person. He's a great guy. Yes. Um, with actually a pretty good music career. Indeed. Going on on the side, too. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Lego Batman three, it's good stuff. Good stuff. Um, pro evolution soccer 2015. I know Raj is excited for this. He liked last year's. Yeah. And they're finally, you know, FIFA is finally getting their, uh, competition coming out for this season. Yeah. Basically. Uh, Tropico five, uh, that's 1590, 59.99, uh, Tropico five. This is hitting PS4. It's hitting PS4. Now, that's the weird thing. It's $59.99. I see it listed for PC and whatever, but only for PS4 and 360. So it's almost like Microsoft had the exclusive on the Tropico games last generation, and Sony has the exclusive this generation? (laughs) <laughs> it's that, or they just don't have it working on Xbox One yet, or something. But it's a weird thing. It's it's a very odd thing that I see there. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that is true. Um, uh, you know what's funny on their website? All they have listed is PC, Xbox 360, and PS4. So it is. <laughs> what the fuck? That's an odd thing. That makes no sense. Well, oh, and Mac and Linux. It's coming up for yeah, Mac and Linux. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, it was like the, the PC stuff and the, and yeah, it's, maybe it is. Maybe it was the. That makes no sense. Console exclusive for Microsoft last generation and Sony exclusive console exclusive for yeah. this generation. In their logo, actually, because I'm on worldoftropico.com, uh, mm-hmm. which is all their stuff. It literally says PC, DVD, Xbox 360, Mac, Linux, and PS4. There's nothing else. Wow. That's, that's weird. Crazy. It is. It is. I, I thought it was crazy when I saw it, and I was like, that's why I put it in there with a big question mark. I thought, yeah. is that possible? Well, I think that confirms it. Confirm! Tweet it. All right. So that's it for PS4. Uh, for PS3, we have Assassin's Creed Rogue. Just that other Assassin's Creed game. Indeed. Uh, that is fifty nine ninety nine. We have Lego Batman three Beyond Gotham nice. at forty nine ninety nine. With Pro Evolution Soccer twenty fifteen at thirty nine ninety nine. 
So the prices are getting lower and lower for each of these as yeah. we go. Uh, Digimon All Star Rumble for thirty nine ninety nine, and then we have Payday Two Safe Cracker Edition, which is the physical version of it, and it includes three DLC packs, hmm. a glossy art card, Ooh. and embroidered Dallas mask patch. Oh, okay. A patch. So you get that. Why, you know, these glossy art cards, that, why? Does anybody actually ever, ever do anything with those? Do they ever frame them? Do they... Yes. They just sit in the case and they don't no. do it. They get in your way when you're trying to get to something else. No. Yes. I've been to people's houses and they have walls with all these things framed. Wow. No, I haven't. I was going to say. Uh. <laughs> I don't think you have any gaming friends. kind of like me. <clears throat> I do actually, hmm. um, not that live near me, but yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. So that is it for PS3 for the Vita. What? There's no oh, games wait. for the Vita. I'm sorry, that is not it for the PS3 because there is a PlayStation 3 500 gig bundle, right? Uh, which includes Lego Batman 3 Beyond Gotham and the Sly Collection for two sixty nine ninety nine. That's that not a bad deal. Next week too. Yeah. Sly Collection and you're, Lego Batman 3. Yeah, you're pretty much getting the PS3 for 200 bucks. It's a pretty nice deal, yeah. Hopefully this means we see a price drop coming in the future. I would like that. For the core. Yeah, I think that would go over great. Uh, so, uh, PS Vita. We have Lego Batman 3 Beyond Gotham. <laughs> and the prices keep going down. It is $29.99. Nice. Did you get to play the Vita, Vita version? I did not. Okay. Uh, the Vita version is from TT Fusion, uh, yes. which is the studio that did the Lego City game on the Wii U. Right. Uh, so I'm confident that they can do a good Lego game. I'm wondering whether it's going to be like the Lego Marvel game, where it's the same story, essentially, but turned into a very different kind of gameplay experience. Right. Or it's going to be more like the Lego Hobbit game, which was sort of a stripped down version of the story uh, in a way. So yeah, I don't know which way it's going to go. I couldn't, I couldn't get an answer uh, at Comic-Con, unfortunately. Okay. So all I was told is that it's the it's obviously the same story, but it will be some sort of it's not going to be the exact same experience because size and whatever. I don't even think it has a, the full 150 characters. Oh, geez. OK, because I don't think they could physically <laughs> didn't have enough that. space. Yeah. <laughs> space. Um, so we'll see when that comes out. Hopefully we get a copy of that because I mean, that's really the key is to get either the PS three or PS four. Right. Preferably the PS four. I, I asked for the PS four and for the Vita version and for the Vita. Yes, yes. Because the Vita version is usually different in some way and it's, it's best to compare the two and understand what those differences are and whether it's worth it. Uh, and, also for the Vita, Minecraft, the PlayStation Vita edition, physical copy, and it's nineteen ninety nine. Hmm, okay. That is coming. Now, 
non-PlayStation stuff that's coming. Uh, the big one that we have to talk about that has everybody has to know about uh, for the Xbox One, Halo: The Master Chief Collection is hitting fifty nine ninety nine. Indeed. Now, Microsoft and this is a temporary thing. I don't know if everybody's completely aware of that because I think that sort of got lost in the shuffle for a lot of people. Yeah. They did a $50 price drop on the console. It, that's only supposed to be temporary for the holiday season. Yes, for yes. the holiday season. Which and I predict will not ever rise again. It, this is going to be the price. It probably will be. Yeah. Uh, it's a brilliant move. <laughs> I mean, we've been saying they need to do something. And, it, you know, it's all about the games. And the games will, you know, once they get the games and people want it, they'll they'll start to move over. The Halo Master Chief Collection was a big one yes. that was going to get people to buy the console to begin with. Uh, dropping the price 50 bucks on top of that, well, they should, did should. You, did you hear what they also did? Start to fly off the shelves. What? Now, and I haven't seen the report yet, but people have been talking about it. Now there's word that They're if you get... bundling the Kinect back in. No, if you get <laughs> Xbox Live Gold, you get another free game. Really? Yeah. Shit. Well, yeah. you know what? There, I mean, there, they, but it's, it is getting there, to the point. I mean, does this... To me, are you kind of playing with fire in terms of your perception that I don't you've now so. dropped the price twice in one year? And and yes, people are buying. I mean, we've seen people on Facebook already. Like, I picked one up. I picked one up. Uh, the Call of Duty one is big because it's a one terabyte model. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's you know. And I'm not saying don't buy one. Whatever. It's it's where the games are, and that's what you want to find. If you want to play Sunset Overdrive, you want to play the Master Chief Collection, etc. That's fine. But does this show some kind of a desperation move on Microsoft's part? To first drop the price by taking the connect out and now dropping the price again for the holidays, saying that it's only for the holidays to try to scare people into like, oh, fuck, I better get it now. And, you know, now they're bundling in this game and, and now they're saying if you get – and again, the Xbox Live Gold thing, I haven't confirmed that yet, so I don't know exactly what it is if it's a select game or whatever else. But that's what people have been saying is that now you get another game with that. And also, uh, if you're really uh, good on the internet uh, – Places like, I want to say, Fry's, and uh, I can't remember where else. There's like one or two other retailers that are offering like a $20 off coupon on it as well. So you can get the bundle for like three twenty nine. This, I, I don't think that that hurts them in any way. Uh, I think that this is brilliant. <laughs> it's exactly what they needed to do. It's... It's yeah. a bold move. Um, it is. It's, it's but, a very bold move. But this is exactly what they needed. They needed a bold move because you could see month to month that they were falling further and further behind. Yeah. Still selling better than the 360 did out of the gate. But in terms of the competition right now... Has the, the 360 PS4, caught up by now? Like in terms of how many months of the, the Xbox One's been out... We should look that up and see kind of in the 11th month, I think we're in now, uh, 11th or 12th, because I can't remember what, the, three, the Xbox One came out like, was it before or after? The, it was like two weeks after the PS4, wasn't it? It was a week. A week, yeah. Uh, to see like at this time on the 360s launch, launch schedule where the sales were at this point, because like you said, they have been 
trickling quite a bit, even with that one price drop when they took the Connect out. It didn't really seem to do a huge amount of good for them. But I think this price drop to three fifty for the bundle is going to do big, especially with the Master Chief Collection coming out, and to a certain extent, Sunset Overdrive as well, because that's a, an exclusive. Well, plus you're going into the holiday season. You're going into right. Christmas, right? And you're going into, and they did it a couple weeks before Black Friday. And when people walk into the store on Black Friday and they see an Xbox One cheaper than a PS4 with a game, two games, whatever they have in there, guess what's going to sell? Oh, yeah. (laughs) We've seen that time and time again, especially on Black Friday, because it's all the moms and all the – it's not us gamers going out to buy a lot of stuff. It's all the moms and everything else going out to buy it for their kids. Not all of them, I guess, but – It's exactly the, the move they needed to make the move I never thought they would have made. Um, But they're in that position where the, you know, if they don't do something, if they didn't make that big move now, they could pretty much forget about ever catching up to the PS4 in terms of install base. Uh, Because it's just been going month to month at two to one. And in some months more than that, uh, just in in terms of how they're selling respective to each other. So it's the move they needed to make. And it's going to be really, really interesting to see where it all shakes out come like February, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And if they do well, that's all you're going to hear about Uh, because when Microsoft does well, they tout those numbers and they crow about it. And when they don't, it's very low key and just kind of mm, yeah we sold yeah you know? yeah and so. and you know we'll talk about it in a bit but I mean they really have a big gap to to make up too so yeah I think do. that and 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 I'm not saying this is a bad thing but I, I use this word again it it almost is to a certain extent a desperation move I mean the the gap keeps widening and they need to do something and they needed to do something drastic and like you said uh, I'm impressed that they actually made that move yeah. And it, it is a desperation move, but I don't think it will be perceived that way outside of the hardcore gaming community. It's going to be perceived as, oh, look, this one's cheaper. I'm buying that for my kid. Yeah. You know, because the people that go out to buy it, the, the vast majority of people that go out to buy these things on Black Friday, they're not going to look too closely at it the way people have, you know, leading up to this. Right, right. Uh, they're going to buy the cheap one or they're going to buy the one that's in stock. You know, that's, that's another big thing, uh, to be concerned with. And, and the funny thing is like, even with the PS4, with all the sale, all the, all the consoles that have been sold, they've talked about it. The Sony executives have, have flat out come out and said, you know, we're a little baffled by this (laughs) because we didn't expect this. We we don't know where this is all coming from. We right. know that a vast majority of these people, you know, we have the crossover from the PS3 to the PS4, but we have huge numbers of people that never owned a PS3. Exactly. That are now doing this, that only owned a Wii last last generation. Right. Or only owned a Wii in 360. And they're now coming to PS4. And it's exciting, but at the same time, it's a little concerning because when those numbers dry up and those people have all bought it, 
are the PS3 owners then ready to make the move? You better hope so. And you better hope you have enough games in place and a good price point at that point. And yeah. I mean, when they're ready to move, when they look and they go, wow, you know, this Xbox, it's cheaper. It's got some pretty good games on it. Yeah. Maybe I'll go that way, you know? So, and, and quite honestly, I think Sony kind of dropped the ball a little bit this Christmas in terms of having any games uh, yeah. exclusive that are available. I mean, they're doing a lot of stuff with Far Cry 4 and, you know, Destiny is still very strong on PlayStation. Uh, you know, if they would fix Drive Club, maybe it would uh, be appeasing to people, which just the online portion, but um they don't have any other really big exclusive hit hitting until next year now. And I think February is the first one. So, yeah. uh, although I think I miss, Oh, I am missing a game. A little big planet three. Duh. That is in December. That? It's in December. Oh, that is in December. Yeah. Oh. We, it was funny. We were talking about that the other night and everybody's like, know. everybody always forgets a little big planet three. I said, I, the problem with little big planet three is they're not really doing anything with it here in the States. It's all in Europe. I mean, even when you and I got invited to that session at <laughs> E3, we were like the only U.S. media at all that got to see it. Yeah, we were not supposed to be in there. Yeah, well, and, and then when I was talking to the PR people from the U.S., they're like, how'd you see that? Uh, and, and the big story was that they kind of added it to E3 at the last minute and didn't tell anybody in the US, in the U.S. PR team. But, um, I mean, that's the thing. Like, all the, the they're doing all these build uh, sessions, these 24-hour build sessions over in Europe, uh, doing new levels and everything and, <coughs> and all this new content. But it's all in Europe. They're not doing anything in the U.S. for it. And I don't know if that – I don't really blame the people here in the U.S. I don't think they're be, being given that opportunity over here. Yeah, well, I, until you said December, I didn't know when it was coming out. I just – I knew it was coming. I hadn't – and maybe that's – well, it's all on me for not looking it up. But yeah. I just figured I would see a lot more – a lot more articles, a lot more, hey, Little Big Planet 3, and I would see a date on it, you know, when we were getting closer. But we're in November. Yeah, yeah. And and we haven't heard hiding or hair of it over here. Yeah, yeah. So, hmm. Let me, let right. me verify that that uh, that date, but I'm pretty sure it's December. Okay. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. It comes out, initial release date is twenty November 2014. So it comes out this month. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> no. Wait, worldwide or uh, just Europe? I think it's worldwide. Oh, November 18th. Listen to me. Click, click, click. Yeah, November uh -huh. 18th. GameStop. US. Holy crap. Yeah. yeah. I'm looking yeah. at Oh my gosh. Yeah. And we haven't heard a thing about it. That's two weeks from now. Yeah. And we haven't heard anything. Wow. Wow. That's yep. wow. That's insane. I. I'm speechless. I'm just. I'm sorry. I don't know why. I, yeah. I'm speechless. I, I. I. I'll look it up in a second. But I don't think I've had any PR emails about that game at all. No, I haven't seen. Any. Yeah, because I usually send them over, and I don't think I've seen one. Well, I get a bunch too now from all the E3s and everything I've been to. Oh yeah, because you get on the the media list then. So, but I haven't. Yeah. I'm almost everything that you forward to everybody. I already have. <laughs> so, well, almost everything. Yeah. Um, because I look at it and I go, Oh, uh, Oh, it's already been, Oh, Oh, it's already been forwarded. 
<laughs> um, yeah. So, holy crap. This is insane. Yeah. Uh, and there is a launch edition, a day one edition, which includes nine bonus character costumes. There is a plush edition. Yep. Which includes a plushy sack boy, but that image just doesn't look right. His head is wrong. Well, but I I got you one of those from PAX, didn't I? The actual. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, but this one, this head looks wrong. And that's just me. Uh, Maybe. <laughs> uh, and then there is the standard edition on the PS3. That's the other thing. This is coming out on both PS3 and PS4. Yeah. Well, and we and we heard about that at uh, E3. Yeah. And it's going to share all the content and everything. I, I will say personally, uh, I still fear a little bit that the PS4 game may suffer in some way because they've had to make it compatible with the PS3 one. So uh, that's my biggest concern with the game. I think it looked fantastic. Uh, there were oh, they did, were doing a yeah. lot of cool things, but that was my fear when I was sitting there. I'm like, eh. for some reason, it just clicked in my head that it might like get held back a little bit for, for, in some way. Nobody ever said that. We didn't see anything. I'm just that's my personal fear. I, I'm I still can't believe this is coming out in two weeks. I'm yeah, dumbfounded here. Yep, and I don't think there's any. I'll have to look again, but. Uh, I looked a few weeks ago and I didn't see anything really at anything groundbreaking from Sony or, or first party in December at all. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. And uh another little uh side note thing that's uh that's happening is uh Valkyria Chronicles. Yeah. Is coming to PC next week. Interesting. For 19.99. Interesting. Very interesting. For those of you that want another Valkyrie Chronicles on console, I would not hold my breath. Sega just announced that they're going to restructure a lot of things, and their main focus is going to be on uh, like online games. Hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah, Valkyria Chronicles was... It's funny. I saw the trailer for that with my oh it was my Japanese account when I first got my PS3 and it was called oh, what did they call it in Japan uh it had a different name something else chronicles <laughs> uh and I can't think of what it was and now I'm trying to look it up um, <laughs> we're a little fried but I was completely blown away by the look of it. And uh because it had it had an anime look, but it was it looked like it was pencil sketched drawn. Okay. And it moved. You know, as the characters moved, it looked like the pencil sketching was moving with it, you know, in a way it was, it was unlike anything I'd ever seen in a video game. And it just freaked me out. I was like, this is amazing. And then it disappeared and I didn't hear about it for months and months and months. Um, and then it suddenly showed up again, uh, as Valkyria Chronicles in the West, it was, 
was it Galleon Chronicles? Is that what it says? I don't remember anymore. It was something like that. Um, but whatever it was, you know, I, it was, yeah, it, it's a really cool, uh, uh, real time, uh, tactical RPG type thing. Sure. Um, with some shooter elements mixed in. It's, it's hard to describe. It's really cool though. It's, it's like a fictional Europe. Um, uh, it's not quite Europe, but it is Europe with different names and everything. Uh, it's a cool story. They actually made a, an anime out of it too. Um, I saw, you know, somebody's screaming at their speakers right now. Probably. I saw a couple episodes of it. Um, Which it sounds were, familiar. I just can't think of what it is. Which were really cool. Um, so yeah, it's it's pretty fantastic game. There was a sequel that only made it to the PSP. Yeah, the PSP hmm. wasn't it? Uh, Valkyra Chronicles Two. Um, yeah. Which dude and. I thought they were talking about a third one. No, people want a third one. I thought they said they were going to do a third one and it was going to be PSP only as well. Mm, Maybe think... it got canceled, but I I swear they they had actually said, yes, it's going to happen. I don't think they ever confirmed it. Wait, Valkyria Chronicles 3. Really? Uh, is the second game... Developed and published by Sega for the PlayStation Portable. Hmm. Oh, Released wait. January 27, 2011 in Japan. Yeah. Yeah, it never came out over here. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Never see it. <laughs> and oh, I think the, that's one of those ones where they wanted to do... Uh, it was just about the, uh, the, you know, the, the localization and everything. And, the, and people were like, just put it in text. We don't care. Yeah. Yeah. I know a lot of people have imported that game. There's a bunch of FAQs out there and, and uh, uh, like fan translations online, stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's, they're a cool series of games. They really are. Um, I just wish they had kept them on the consoles and I wish they had kept them coming here. <laughs> a lot of people do. Uh, but yeah. But Sega it's... doesn't make those good decisions anymore. Well, yeah. <laughs> Damn it, Sega. What do you mean anymore? When did they make a good decision? Well, when they decided to bring the Genesis out, isn't that a good decision? For after the, when after the Genesis did they make a good decision? Dreamcast. Uh, well, how long did that last? Not long because of piracy. <laughs> yeah. See, uh, but the Dreamcast decision. was a good machine, and and uh, I mean, literally, that machine was ahead of its time, especially for the size of that little box. It was, but um, yeah, it piracy was staggering how small that freaking thing system. was. I, I couldn't believe how small that was when I actually saw one in person. I was like, how is this possible? That power VR chip, man, that thing was revolutionary. Mm. It only rendered the polygons you could visibly see. Anything behind it, it wouldn't render until it actually had to be on screen. It was ingenious. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, it was pretty fantastic, but yeah, it died a quick death. Yeah, it did. Um, it's funny because I kind of bought it just out of spite the day that it launched because they had them in stock, and I ended up really enjoying it. I love Soul Calibur, which I still consider one of the best uh, launch day games ever. 
Um, but I mean, there were some fantastic games. Man, NFL 2K. I played the <laughs> yeah. shit out of those games. That and uh, the World Series baseball, like 2K1 and 2K2. Man, they were mm-hmm. phenomenal games, and they hold up to this day. They really do. Well, I bought it long after it died uh, because I was still in my FU Sega phase. <laughs> uh, I have three whole, of them. Yeah, from the whole 32x debacle. Yep. Um. But I've come around, and I still I appreciate Sega for everything they had and everything they did. And I have my Saturn, and I have my Dreamcast now, and I have uh, I got a Master System. I have my Genesis and all that stuff. So yeah, yeah. I have my Japanese Master System that I still haven't really done anything with because I don't know what games to to get for it. Mm. <laughs> it's it's kind of weird because. I don't know really that much about Master System games to begin with. And the whole thing about getting the Japanese one that Mark and I did was because they, the Japanese system had that better sound chip on it. And um, we and, and a lot of the U.S. games will still work with that sound chip if you actually um, if, if you get the right ones. Mm-hmm. So we were like, oh, we'll get that. And we, we had these little adapters, and he made them out of bad cartridges and the whole thing. And I have like one game. Yeah, because I'm I'm just an idiot, and we got him cheap because Martin found him for us, and and uh, Martin, uh, Martin found him for us, and we got him really cheap, and even imported from Japan, and and uh, they're in great shape, and yeah, we're I'm just an idiot. I know Mark has a bunch of games, but I just I've never taken the time to figure out what games I want for it. It's so stupid. Yeah, I'm an idiot. Yeah. You heard it here, folks. I'm an idiot. It's true. Yeah. Yep. So that's it for new right. releases. All right. Well, let's get on to uh, all this stuff. Oh, well, uh, we talked to Janina. Her. Yeah, we talked to her for an hour, like an hour plus, and it was so awesome. Yeah, I want to have her, her on every like, week. We talked to her for like two hours, but we only recorded. <laughs> we only recorded an hour, hour and hour about and ten half. minutes of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So for those of you that don't know who she is, uh, you will when you when when we talk to her. She's been in a ton of things, but she's definitely kind of a chameleon out there in terms of the the different roles she has and. Uh, she's in her first video game. She's actually a legit gamer. Like she tweets some really kick-ass stuff uh, that she's playing. She talks about it quite a bit. We went off and all the great, the reason that she fits in so well, and you'll hear it. She loves the tangent. You can just tell. (laughs) Uh, So she's perfect for us, but uh, she's in far cry four. She's actually in a pretty big role in far cry four from what it looks like. And the new story trailer came out today. So she was finally allowed to talk about it. And uh, you know, we, I don't know how we did it, but uh, when the info came out, we were the first ones that were able to talk to her today. So she was shooting all day on set, and she drove home and got us on Skype right away. It was freaking amazing. So here it is, Janina Gavankar. Uh, Well, you might know this person from shows like Stargate Atlantis, NCIS, The L Word, Dollhouse, where I know her from, The League, True Blood, and you're going to know her very soon in Far Cry 4. Ladies and gentlemen, Janina Gavankar, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited, you guys. Oh, I'm like, so oh my God, I can't even deal with my level of excitement. I mean, like, uh, I don't even know where to start. I will start by saying that if anyone's listening, you don't know that I am a gamer. Well, now you know, friend. Well, you tweet. I mean, you tweet game stuff quite a bit. I mean, yeah, yeah. I really, really play for real. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. And uh, I would have been like, I would have been a part of any game that anybody wanted me to be in. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Tetris Remastered? I'm in. Yeah. I'll be the L-shaped one. Yeah, exactly. Like orange, red. What, what color you need me to be? I, I got it all. Um, but, yeah, but I, um, I mean, I can't believe that my first experience in this field has been in Far Cry. I mean, it's, it's insane. It's, it's insane. And this trailer that came out today, <laughs> I was on set. Cool. I'm, working, I'm working on a new show. I lost my shit. I lost my fucking <laughs> shit. And I'm sitting in my chair, like, you know, we all have these, di- these director's chair kind of things. Yeah. And I'm, like, crawling out of my skin, having an emotional experience. And people, and it's like, the crew's like, what is going on with that chick over there? I'm like, nobody understands. Anyway, I'm, re- I'm, very ex- I'm very excited. And I just, okay, just I'm going to let you speak, and then I'm just going to try to calm myself down, Okay. Well, I mean, it, it is really cool, and you, you were posting pictures that, you know, you're doing little teases in the last, what, about a week and a half with you at a mocap studio, and uh, I mean, what really gave it away to a certain extent is the fact that you were in Canada at the mocap studio, so everybody's like, oh, Ubisoft. Yeah, but first of all, it's Ubisoft, and I'll tell you why. It is ubiquitous software. Ah, uh, yes, I, but everybody calls them Ubisoft now. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. I think that... the when the dudes are hanging out together saying, what do we call this shit? I think that it's, they actually decided to call it. It's like, it's like, do you say GIF or JIF? Uh, I, I usually do. We're going like, to launch a war right I, now. I say GIF. But. You know, here's what I sort of do too. But the guy says that it's JIF. Uh, anyway. Yep. Yes, exactly. Um, so, origin stories, whatever. Um, <laughs> so, you know, I thought it was safe in um, posting those photos because there are more than there, there's more than one company in Canada that makes video games. There's more than one motion capture studio in both Toronto and in Montreal. So I, I thought I was getting away with it, but um, no, not Montreal though. You're, you're very tied with uh, Ubisoft, so I mean, yeah. In a way. Uh, no, I totally am. I mean, that's also why I'm so I feel so lucky that this was my first experience because um I know well, I mean, I know like very few people on the company. It is one I think it's got the biggest it might be the biggest company in the gaming industry. Um meaning it has the most staff members. <laughs> and I know a few, <laughs> but um more in that gaming company than any other. So I it sort of felt like Oh, it's where I have friends, and they're nice. letting me play, you know? <laughs> and you got to do, I mean, you really got to deep dive into this thing right away oh, yeah. with the mocap and everything. You were, oh, yeah, yeah. You were full-on video game creation here. Yeah, I mean, I even was part of one of the workshops that they did, and they rewrote the entire script. Lucian, the, the writer, just overhauled the entire thing after we did that workshop. Wow. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. It was. Uh, it went from third person ask to first person. Holy I think everybody just kind of went, "Nope, go back to first. That's what it is." You know? Yeah, I mean that series has always been for first person. Right. So. Absolutely. I mean, you know, I wasn't part of the should we evolve kind of conversations, of course. <laughs> Janina sitting at the end of the table with her fingers just kind of yes, tapping yeah, the answer. Well, to you know, guys, I have some ideas. After playing Blood Dragon, <laughs> I have some ideas. 
That was the best guess somebody put up. Uh, or it wasn't even a guess because I think it was from some somebody from Ubisoft. But they said yeah. something like uh, Blood Dragon 2 or 3 or something like that. I'm like, oh, that'd right. be cool. Yeah, well, actually, the creator of Blood Dragon, Dean, yeah, he's the one that wrote that. Nice. <laughs> I, I just met him uh, when I went to Montreal. Um, I had this epic dinner <laughs> on No Sleep, this epic dinner. Um, and I don't drink at all, but I was like, so I felt wasted. I was so exhausted uh, because I did um, a full day of work here in New York. And then um, I partied with a friend of mine who's this sort of very cool DJ guy. And then I didn't go to sleep and I went to Montreal and then I did a day of international press. And then I went out. <laughs> so I was tired. And by the way, this is from a person who's like, I've never, I'm not social. I'm not trying to hang out. You know, I would rather play video games, quite honestly. With your feet up in- on the counter and the TV looks like it's in your kitchen. I, uh- yeah, well, actually, yeah. I bought this house in LA and I knocked down the walls uh, because I, I've lived in lofts for a long time. And I, I oh. found this house and I was like, I love it. Take those walls down. Paint it white. <laughs> <laughs> Do it now. And yes. I have some ideas about your video game that you haven't yes. made yet. Also, let me tell you about your video games. Um, <laughs> yeah, so, so, yeah, I was back in L.A. for four days, and I, I basically went, okay, I'm going to game, except that I can't play anything with a major plot because, the only, you know, just, as, mm, yeah. just the way that I and many people like to watch TV shows. I like to experience video games in the same way. I only play one all the way through. I obsess. I complete every side mission. And then I put that shit on my shelf and it's done. Nice. Um, so I was like, what's the... Oh, Borderlands. Oh, man, I haven't even played this yet. And it's the first one. I mean, <laughs> oh, it wasn't, okay. even, I was ask it wasn't if... even two. It wasn't <laughs> even the pre-sequel. It was just one. Nice. So I just cracked it open because I was like, there is no plot. Kill this guy, kill that guy, kill these beastie things, level up. Yeah, and I got to like level 23 and then I just came back to New York. And I have an Xbox One here and I'm playing Alien Isolation on it. A what? I know. (laughs) Sorry. What? But let me tell you, I I don't know. I need a PS4 here probably. You do. Hold on, can we talk about the fact that you are going to play this game before I am, and this is very upsetting to me. <laughs> <laughs> don't laugh. Don't laugh at me. Well, he's playing it before me, and I don't, I don't get the fun. Have you played it? Have you played? Wait. Uh, I played it at E3 back in June. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So did I. Yeah. Whatever. We all did. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, you were at E3 and you didn't say anything? I'm hurt. Yeah, I was there Well, for... she was at Comic-Con, and I, oh, she didn't say anything to me. Where, in New York? Yes. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't yeah. even go this year. I went last year, but I, wasn't I mean, there. I was I was really in, at uh, New York Comic Con for I think I was there for two hours. I yeah. secretly showed up. I yeah. um, came to see all the fans of the league. Then I snuck around and well, I walked the floor very quickly. I found this portal messenger bag that was amazing, and I definitely need it. And then um, <laughs> I saw. Some buddies of mine, like Manu Bennett and S- Stephen Amell. Who else did I see when I was there? Colin Donnell, who was also on Arrow. God, um, that show. Great show, right? Yeah, I had a great yeah. time working on that show. Really 
Yeah, I, they're all, and I have so many friends on it still too. It's so it's so funny. Like Colton is, I did a series with Colton years ago, and he's one of my closest friends. And oh, cool. um, Colin just came and guested on my current show on NBC, so that was like a oh, crossover. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> Epic unplanned crossover. crossover. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wasn't. What was there a question? Uh, no, it was uh, just I. You were at Comic Con. You were there. I saw the tweet and I went, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> I know. Well, I also sort of didn't say. Well, first of all, I couldn't say it was coming because I was going as a surprise for the league. Yeah, and then I had worked like a fourteen-hour day on set. It was another one of those no sleep days. God, you know, that's a thing. People are like, oh, acting. Well, listen, it ain't digging ditches, but you better be on and awesome 14 hours a day. I don't think that's a problem for you, really. Come on. Some days. But it's, again, it's not digging ditches. So I'm all good. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I'd be right with that. But let me tell you about motion capture. It is not 14 hours a day. It is... It was – you didn't ask me. Do you want to know? Well, I was, I, that's the thing. I was going to ask you about it because I, I – you know, we've, we've seen people do that on the, like behind the scenes and everything else. But like what is the process? Like how long do you have to sit in that suit and, you know, it's what's it like? nine to five. Okay. Very surprising because, you know, then you have the rest of the day and it's daylight out. <laughs> and you're like, what's this what big orb in the sky? Yes, what do I do with myself? Um, I was lucky because I shot it in Toronto and one of my really close friends, she's on the, on this show called Suits. Yes, on uh, USA. She plays Rachel. Her name's Meghan Markle. She's one of my oh. oldest friends. She's one of the people I, moved, I met when I moved to LA and I love that girl and they shoot in Toronto so I had a little bit of time to go see her. Nice. But um, other than that, I kind of just sat in the pool i was like i guess i'll sit in this jacuzzi for another hour what do i do with myself <laughs> besides besides learn lines and, and prepare for the next day so um <laughs> oh yeah that thing huh? oh yeah 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 preparation that's right um but the i guess i'll tell you what the day is like and then i'll tell you the differences okay yeah i don't know is that something yeah. you want to know okay oh, i'm very i'm very interested Absolutely. in this yes okay yeah, i know I a lot of people Josh, will so. be <laughs> Of course. <laughs> so, you know, you get to work and the first thing that's happening is um, you put on the suit, yeah. right? So then people Velcro you into said suit. But that's all right. It's a bit of a production. I'm sure is there's it, a video on this somewhere, right? So it's a one size fits all. It's not custom fitted to you and they no, Velcro you it's in? Not, no, it's not molded to your body, but it feels like it is by the time you get to the end of the day. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> um, for girls, peeing is a bit of a production. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's, there's two parts to it. I've posted some photos. There's a top part uh, that zips and a bottom part. And it's all very stretchy and it's quite comfortable. But then you have to attach the bottom to the top and there, then you sort of get really Velcroed into that and then people descend upon you and they put dots all over you. And then another person dots your face. I actually learned how to do it on my own. Wow. And this guy was like, you're the first person who's ever done this. Look at you. Girl. I took a video of it too. I should post that shit. You should now yeah, that you can do absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah, man. And then... um then you ROM. Oh, no, no. Yes. Then you ROM, which is range of motion, and you go and you stand in the volume 
These are all very technical terms. <laughs> right. Tweet this stuff, Josh. Yes, of the volume. The volume Learning is, about the volume and the and the thing and the yeah. Spice. So the volume is basically the stage, uh, which is one big soccer ball long field with cameras all around it. I'm sure you right. guys know exactly what that looks like. Yeah. Sometimes it has. Well, actually, when you rom, nothing's on the. The in the volume on the volume whatever on the stage whatever, and um, so you do all this sort of moving of all of your joints because all of the dots have to start tracking within the machine. So they so they make sure when you do all that range of motion stuff that if your arm looks dislocated on their screen, then something's not right. Right. Um, and then they do something else with the room, some sort of calibration thing and nobody can be in the room so it's a bit of a dramatic thing <laughs> all in radioactive suits behind a big window like that i don't even know what it's called it might not even be that dramatic but to me i was like oh no one's in there are we not supposed to go in there shit are we so we're, wait i left my phone oh shit you know so it's like you know it feels dramatic anyway and so your phone then, shows up in every scene yeah 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 it's crazy <laughs> Um, and then, you know, you start, you start your scenes, the, so acting wise, or at least, um, performance wise, the thing that's very similar is the process, at least for me, this is my own personal experience, right? Every actor's different, et cetera. Um, the preparation for the character, all of the backstory, all of that juicy stuff, that work is exactly the same for me as it is in a TV show or, for, or a film or theater. And um, so I apply that template of that process to this in the exact same way. Now, um, the day is harder than what I'm used to on television in that you got to get it perfect all the way through at least once. And then you move on really quick. What happens in television is, you know, you go and you rehearse and then everybody just says the words and then you walk away and you discuss it while the entire hundred people crew lights it and makes it yeah. perfect in your stands. You have so much time to wrap your head around it and then you shoot it from four different angles. You mm-hmm. spend, you spend, you know, three to four hours possibly doing three minutes of a show. This is like, you better be ready. (laughs) Yeah. So my, the memorization muscle in my brain is very different now than it was in theater school. Yeah. So that was stressful for me. It becomes almost like a, like a play. It's 100% more like theater in that regard, except you get the, you, you don't have the material for, they really don't send you that, your material that, you don't have that much time. You don't have like months. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and you certainly don't have real rehearsal time with the rest of the cast. So, so what about the, what, what about like the blocking is, is the blocking kind of like theater just, or like, it's a little bit less because you don't have to worry about exactly where you are on the stage since you have that whole volume or. Well, it's theatrical in that your movements are bigger. Okay. Right? Um, I, I take broad straps, st- uh, steps, I, you know, you, you can gesticulate wildly because it'll read really well. Um, yeah, so it's theatrical in that way. Okay. 
but but then this is where it gets interesting, and this is where the muscles of what I've learned to do on camera really kick in. Because technology has come so far, all of the dots on my face, when I walk up to Ajay, who is you, the player, mm-hmm. and I get in his face, your face, I can be so subtle, and I can just have an honest, emotional moment and not have to extend that further out with my body. I can just look at you and think something and know that it's going to get picked up by the dots. That's pretty cool. That's that really is cool. very cool. So performance-wise, being allowed to go big and go little within one scene has been invigorating. Nice. Yeah. So how long did the process take? Like a couple weeks, a week? Yeah, I don't even know how many days I did. I should find out. But I think I did about three full weeks. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. So this yeah. Is not a we small did a lot. Part. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> no. That's Why great. do you think I'm excited? <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, it's your first one. You're jumping right in with a, with a big yeah. part and a big game. And... Yeah, it's pretty exciting. That's yeah. awesome. So how did you start gaming? Like, what was your first, was it a Nintendo Entertainment System that you first started on? Or no, how did you get into I, it? I started gaming really, really late in life. I wasn't allowed to play video games growing up. It was a strict upbringing. Oh, I had the same kind of parents. I wasn't even really allowed to watch television. Hold on, side note. Uh-oh. <laughs> um, tomorrow on set, Bronson Pinchot. I don't know if you pronounce the T or not. I feel like you don't. You don't. No, it's Pinchot. No. Okay, Pinchot. If people listening don't know who that is, we're talking Balky Bartokamos <laughs> from <laughs> Strangers is coming to guest star on The Mysteries of Laura on NBC Wednesdays Holy at 8 p.m. I am going to lose my shit. When but you, I but you, have to ask, you have to walk up to him and ask him if he would like maybe an espresso with a little oh, lemon twist. God. I want him to, I hope he, uh, he's going to be great. He's going to be awesome, right? Oh, yeah. He will accept my love in a, in a totally fine and not weird way, right? He will accept it, right? I'm, I'm sure. You maybe, okay. maybe you go up to him and say, oh, don't be ridiculous. Don't be ridiculous. Oh, God, everybody does that to him, though. Ah, well, anyway. that's why you have to do the Beverly Hills Cop thing and ask him if he wants an espresso with a little lemon twist. <laughs> I make it back there all by myself. Oh, my God. Come on, sir. I'm so excited about this. But the point is that uh, that was one of the very few shows that I was allowed to watch growing up. So They picked that <laughs> show to let you watch? I don't know. I liked oh. it. It was a, oh. like a TJIF kind of thing. I don't know. I used to stay up late one night a week to watch Heart to Heart. I don't know what that is. Uh, it was Robert Wagner and oh, what was her name? Um, Come on, Josh. We should know this. I don't know who Robert Wagner is. Oh, you've seen him. If you ever watched Seinfeld, you saw him. Hold on, I'm Googling. Yeah. I'm going to be embarrassed in three. He's uh, number two, two in all the Austin Powers movies. Oh, duh. Yeah. And then um, Rob Lowe played an incredible yes. version of him. Yes. Oh, my God, yes. 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 He's great in everything. Um, okay, hold on. Let's veer back on track. All right. So. <laughs> first video games. First video games. Okay, so uh, my ex-boyfriend of five years is a geek and is awesome and obviously played video games and I would go over there after auditions or whatever and he would be working. He was running his company out of the house um, and so he was there so I wanted to go see him and then I would just sort of pick up the controller after he put it down because 
I wanted to be the one who was playing. Nice. And then it very quickly became, oh, you can watch while I play. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I think that the way I, I talked him into allowing me to really be the person with the controller was um, the hacking things on Bioshock. Um, oh, oh yes. boy. Jo- we just first- lost Josh. Uh, that's my one of my favorite games, Bioshock. Incredible. The first one, incredible. Yes. When I was, you know, you're walking through underwater and one of the splicers is tweaking out and talking to herself. <laughs> As an actor, I was so blown away because, first of all, the vocal performance was incredible. But yeah. what she was saying, the writing was such a strong and, and compelling backstory yeah. that I was like, wait, 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 what? what's going on here? This is something so much more elevated than what I perceive video games to be. And, um, yeah, so that was a, that was a really big changing. That was, that was a turning point for me for sure. And then the same year I played Zelda twilight princess and resident evil Four on the Wii. And then a very good friend of mine, who's also like a technologist and genius and a filmmaker as well. His name's Ian Lyman. he, saw what was going on and identified that I was a gamer before I knew that I was one <laughs> and then handed me orange box. Oh boy. And oh, it was wow. over. Yes. Oh, Portal. Oh. Portal and Half-Life 1 and 2. Yeah. Half yeah, the Half-Life over one. because the stories, man. Yes. Yep. Stories, and I know that people are like, "Oh, fuck stories! All about gameplay." Listen, it's about no. both. Okay, no. it is about Story. both. These are interactive movies. If you like movies, you're gonna love games. So, yeah, I agree. that was that was kind of it. Yeah. yeah, Portal Two is one of my top games of all time. The agreed, just, agreed. The comedy, <laughs> the, oh, so the story. I'm a I, potato. <laughs> I auditioned with what's his name? Hello, ladies. It was for the show Hello, ladies. Stephen Merchant. Thank you, Stephen Merchant. Um, and it was another one of those like, be cool, Janina. <laughs> one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Just be cool, bro. Like to yourself, you know. Uh, beca- but what the thing is that you know i mean he's he's so he's his performances and so many amazing things they're just amazing in most things but yeah. the only one that i really care about is portal 2 and i was like oh don't say it don't say it don't say it don't. i was cool it went really well i didn't get the show it's okay but <laughs> but um yeah that was a pretty big day for me that's cool yeah it's it's always funny when when i i think it's got to be weird for some people that you know do the acting thing, but then all of a sudden go to the voice work, even on cartoons and whatnot. And like, I don't think for comedians, the, the crossover is that crazy. Also, he's a writer. True. True. So I think that writer comedians, the, the, um, crescendo into Christian, really crossfade, the crossfade. That's what I mean. The cross, I was like an audio, whatever. Um, <laughs> the, the crossfade into voice acting is probably not as, um, but it's gotta like, be a little jarring for some people, especially like a Tom Kenny, who was a great standup for years, did a lot of writing. And now he's probably best known for some of his work in like SpongeBob and everything else. And just to be known from different things like that in such, such a big variety, uh, you know, in, in, in terms of, uh, like age difference, like 
I know him from doing stand-up comedy back in the 80s when I'd see him on MTV, whereas now all these kids know him from SpongeBob. Right, but you know, I don't, I doubt it, because nobody's just one thing. True, true. And artists are not even just two things. So, you know, even for me, you know, I, I moved to LA and I was, came from Chicago and I fancied myself this dramatic theater actor. And then I started working on all these different things and some of them were comedy and I was so surprised, blah, blah, blah. But I moved to LA to have the opportunity to have a wide, a wider, to cast a wider net and to be able to play people who are not me. Yeah. I'm not interested in looking like myself. I'm not interested in sounding like myself. My first series was The L Word. I played a character who was completely transformational. People who are a fan of that character still don't know that when they meet me, they don't know it's me. That, it feels like the biggest magic trick I could ever pull off. I feel like I've won it life when that shit happens. (laughs) It it really was. That's, That's one I saw. I, there was a free Showtime weekend or something like that. (laughs) <laughs> and I had never seen the show and I kept hearing about it. Mm-hmm. So I flipped it on and it was the basketball episode. Oh yes. Epic. Which was awesome. And it so was, fun. yeah, it was really cool. And I saw you there and I was like, wow, this, this person's really cool. I want to see her in other stuff and, and everything. I never saw her again. <laughs> and that was the thing that was, I saw you in Stargate Atlantis and I'm like, wow, who is she? And I looked you up and I'm like, wait a minute. That's not possible. Mm-hmm. That can't be Poppy. Yeah. I just, I, I couldn't believe it. So the yes. point is that um, because nobody knew me in LA, I, I'd certainly never done any press. I was allowed to play a person because I was a blank canvas. I feel as though the farther along I get in my career, the more people try to pigeonhole me. And it's hard enough being... A brown girl, like there's not that many choices anyway. <laughs> so now they're now they just want to hire that chick from True Blood, but I'm not just that chick from True Blood, you know. Yeah. And um, but now here's video games, and I am allowed to be anybody, and that is it feels like eating a steak, just the juiciest motherfucking nice. steak you could think of. It's just amazing. So going back to voiceover actors who have this whole, you know, second life as this other character. I think that they're probably, I do not think that there's any remorse and that there's anything negative in that. And if anything, they're saying, finally, I get to stretch my wings in a way that nobody's allowed me to before. And there are, you know, we live in a vanity business in a lot of ways, right? but there are very many of us who, don't want to have to deal with that shit and only suck it up and deal with it to be able to do what we love. Yeah. That sounds, so that sounds about right. That's, yeah. you know, that's at least my, that's what I perceive to so, be the case. So, so you like this enough. This obviously this is probably something you to quit everything and only do video games. <laughs> well, not everything, so but I mean, it, it sounds like it's a great quit. extension of your, of your career then, or it could be. Yes. Yes. It is something that I, Want to? Oh my god, you guys! I just want to like do all the video games ever. <laughs> you know, and um, because it's just it's a legitimate acting job, and you know, I auditioned for this, and I worked as hard as any 
other acting gig I've auditioned for to try and get it. They didn't just hand it to me. I absolutely had to earn it. And obviously I wanted it. And I would do the same for any other gig, you know, in this field. It's really awesome. So, all right, let me throw this out at you here. Okay. Oh boy. Half-Life 3. <laughs> oh yes. Right. Oh my god, yes. So, First of all, so, is it happening? Do we know? Do we know? I haven't googled in a while. Uh, uh, Gabe Gabe Newell won't say anything. I was hoping maybe yesterday it was his birthday, maybe he would say something, but everybody says that oh. every year and it never happens. But why say, is he giving everybody else the gift on his birthday? That wasn't going to happen. Uh, <laughs> that's just that's just Gabe Newell. He's such a giver. All right. Okay, continue. Say, He's not that much say, of a giver. That's true. Well, yeah. Uh say they come at you with Half-Life <laughs> 3, but I, obviously you jump at that, but at the same time, how do you feel about like suddenly you're getting most of the story or a lot of the story and that spoils I want the all the secrets. For you. I you want, want all, all the secrets. <laughs> <laughs> I even, know the secrets in this. Well, that's Actually, true. That's you do. True. I don't know all of the secrets. It's pretty crazy. Um, you know, every so often they release more information. I'm like, what do you, I didn't know you could, honey badgers? Nobody told me about honey badgers. Well, if you want, you I'll, t- I'll tweet you story elements as I play tomorrow. Okay. Just, rub- just rubbing that a little bit. Yeah. Asshole. Right. Listen, I'm going to call some people and I might just get one of those too. Just saying. I have some friends at Ubisoft now. Yeah, but you don't even then. have a PlayStation 4 and obviously that's the way to play it. I have a nephew who lives here and he has a PlayStation 3 and I will play it on that. I think you should just go buy a PlayStation 4. Ugh. Yeah. Just saying. Excess. You know what? You know what freaks me out? Landfills. Landfills freak you out? Yes. Hmm. Putting things into landfills. I'm not a person who just buys new shit just to buy it. Well, it's well, not just to buy it. It's, you know, getting a really I, good game. Yes, system. I know. But, you know. But don't, you don't get rid of it. I still have my Atari 2600 and it's hooked up. Yeah, no, I, have I all don't. My old well, yeah. That's nostalgia. Oh, no, but I, I can't be nostalgic. I can't be nostalgic about like a PlayStation Three versus a PlayStation Four. I'm sorry, I can't make myself do that. <laughs> that's true. That's Your going that's too back that far. far. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you mean yesterday when I bought this? No. <laughs> so, well, I, I'm. I guess that kind of answers it, though. There, because while you could be in the game and you could have a big part in the game, you still don't know all of the game you don't no. know the entire script so no playing I mean, the game will still be a surprise absolutely there are so many part moving parts to making a video game yeah. there's so many moving parts to making a movie now just you know just ugh, multiply that by i don't know i don't know what the number is a lot <laughs> <laughs> this much even though that this, this much guys <laughs> i'm signaling with my hands um <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's it's, uh, it's certainly too much for my human brain to be able to fathom. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why these companies are huge. Um, you know who else I'm really excited about, though, that's not a huge company? Simogo. Do you know who that is? Oh, I've never heard of that. Yearwalk. Never heard of it. Device mm. 6. Okay. Mm. Um, pick up your phones. <laughs> yes. Or just make a note. To download Yearwalk, they're releasing their new game in the next few days, I think. Okay. Uh, they're just incredible. I mean, they're doing some really special things. Play it. Tell me what you think. Okay. Oh, yeah. Samogo, Yearwalk. It's up on Steam. Yep. Oh, it's on Steam. Oh, it's okay. On Steam cool. Now. Yeah. That's pretty neat. 
Juniana, uh, let me just tell you something. Everything's on Steam. Okay, fine. <laughs> At one point or another, it's it's on Steam. Yeah, yeah. I like the visuals. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. You just, okay, you have to play it in the dark by yourself. But I get scared easily. That's why. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> so, I mean, it sounds like you, you play mobile stuff. You're on your PlayStation 3 or an Xbox One. Do you play? No, guys, PC I just or? pretty much play like Candy Crush, so I'm a gamer. Uh, um, <laughs> you mean the game that cheats just to make you spend money? Uh, yes, that one. Geniuses, I hate them. No, I, I, I actually refuse to, this- to spend any money on it. I went for three weeks on one puzzle because it kept cheating, and I, I was <sighs> showing how it was cheating, and I finally wow. got it to like make a mistake, and I beat it. Nice. Yeah. Uh, I hate it, but it's really good on the subway. What? But that's what's great, because you can't buy things on the subway because you don't have connectivity. That's true. Yeah. I, I keep trying to explain that to him. <laughs> <laughs> I, had to t- I had to take the, what is it called? The uh, path. The path. I did take the path in to an event last Monday for Sunset Overdrive. Oh, right. I was going to go to that, except I was in what? L.A. Yeah. What? There was one in L.A. too, you know. Yeah, but I was oh, playing okay. Borderlands, so oh, I didn't there, go. Yeah, you probably were. <laughs> but it, no, it was, it was like my first I time. I to the, the New York one. Oh. I ended up being in L.A. Damn, yeah. you should have gone. I don't know. That's fine. And then I could have like stood in the corner and not talked to you because I was afraid of you. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen fun. again anybody who's listening don't do that shit just come say hi that's what we say to everybody all the time when we do public come stuff. say hi to me on twitter at janina yeah it's not that's not that serious yeah you actually answer people back oh yes i do i dm everybody back is what i do oh okay so because then otherwise you know it clutters my timeline and then people get sort of lose what i'm trying to broadcast but i write everybody back oh wow that's really cool some guy wrote on Facebook yesterday, uh, so she doesn't write back to anybody. And I just wrote back, bullshit. Scroll around, homie. <laughs> awesome. Um, oh, now I forgot what I was going to ask you. Sorry. Um, I mean, is, is it really something that – do you want to focus anywhere or do you just want to keep doing what you're doing? And that is you know, do movies, do TV, do video games. You know, is, is that something that you just want to keep doing or – would you My, rather do one thing over the other? No. Like I said before, I don't care where you watch it. I don't yeah. care what the medium is. It's all about the characters. It's all about the team that's involved making and telling the stories. Um, I've always meant that. And, you know, this many years later, I still fully mean it. So how old are you going to be when you actually just quit acting completely and go to, the, to be a drum major? Oh, my God. <laughs> Tomorrow. Just do drum corps the rest of your life. Drum corps. Well, I was never, I was head of drum line. So I was never drum major, even though I can conduct and okay. I would have loved, I would love to do it. But um, when I almost marched with Phantom Regiment, by the way, anybody who's listening, we're talking about drum corps. It's getting really nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about it. Um, I, I don't know if you realize this, but this is a video game podcast, but we talk about comic books and all kinds of stuff. Oh, it's, good. It's always nerdy. Good. Yeah. Makes yeah. me happy. Yes. I'm starting something that's kind of nerdy, by the way. Um, I'm going to launch it in January. It's called Alt Found because I'm constantly finding alternatives for my friends all the time. So I'm starting a site. It's called, again, Alt Found, at found with an F. Um, you can sign up now. And um, yeah, I'll launch it in January. Basically, uh, the geeks have won. 
We don't look the way that we used to. Yeah. We are fly and <laughs> um, at no expense to our intellect and our soul and our interests. Yeah. Um, and so this is, a, this is a site that is sort of all those things. Um, I'm going to start curating cool products at a very cool price point because nobody's cheaper than me. And, well, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> listen, you never met Josh in person. Let me tell you something. I am a child of third world country immigrants. Yeah. I win. That's true. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Um, sorry. So, so you know, there's there's uh, products, and um, there are going to be magazine type blog posts, and it's going to be very much like, watch this fucking awesome thing that you haven't seen yet. This girl can sing her ass off, and is an alien. You should probably listen. Nice. Uh, you know these kinds of like all the things that I find that are so uh, that are alternative. You know that aren't mainstream, yeah. that aren't getting enough attention. So you know I'm posting all those things, and then also I'm going to start a weekly um, webcast, and I'll probably release it as a podcast as well. But um, we'll start on the web, and I have a very fucking cool list of people that are going to be first and I cannot tell them to you now, <laughs> but they are very, very cool. Do you, are you like an insomniac? Um, no, I just think I'm from a planet that has 36 hours yeah, yeah. because I'm a champion sleeper champion. I am so talented at sleeping. See, I get maybe five hours a night and my body won't let me go past five. Usually. I wish that was the case. Unless- I, <laughs> Up for 20 to 24 is what I want to do, and then I want to sleep for 12. See, even when we did, we just did or a 24-hour 20. marathon last week, and I think yeah. I only slept for five or six. Yeah. I, Incorrect. I not for me. It was not good. I, I, yeah. It's We're getting too old me. for that <laughs> shit, by the way, Josh. I don't know. <laughs> you don't have a kid. I was just going to say, your two-year-old wants you to watch some things. Yes. Josh, I don't know Daddy. if you've ever looked at our Facebook page. I have a lot of kids. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> that I well, constantly have to keep an eye on. Dad? Dad? Is that you, Dad? Yeah. Dad? Yeah. Getting awkward. Yeah. Hold on. Let me I, tell you more things about Far Cry. The people who are listening right now are like, this bitch talks way too much. and she's Oh, no, this is awesome. So what do you this want to is- know? This is what our podcast is like every week. Yeah, pretty much. I told I told you I told you we were talking the other day that we can, we can go four hours no problem. So okay. and and hey, I just signed up for the private beta and got my email from Janina. That was awesome. What? Yay! Good. If you click was, the about page, then or the about link, then it'll give you some more information. You see, I was paying attention to, to Janina, and uh, I was too. Uh-huh. It's okay. We all multitask. We have devices. I'll be the first person to implant that shit into my hand. It's fine. <laughs> don't say that too loud. See, right. but the you know this right. this is great, but you don't need a, a web developer or a graphic designer, which you know job. No. Oh, <laughs> see now <laughs> because yeah, you've got a fully that. functional website already. Yeah, that's Thanks. True. Yeah, I put it together on my own. That's Squarespace, but the but the other but I love Squarespace actually. We should get them to sponsor us. Why aren't they sponsoring you? Sure. Get on that. They I sponsor don't know. everybody else. Nobody sponsors us. We're just the little we're the we're the dirty kids in the corner. We're the we're the dirty kids in the in the neighborhood that their parents uh-huh. don't want them playing with us. Yeah. yeah. I wanna play. Invite me. We've been doing this okay. for eight years and nobody knows. Wow. <laughs> people know. I know. Wow. Some people know. I know. Yeah, a few. Okay, so let me tell you more things because I have a six AM call time and okay, I have to yes, put it yes, back. Yes, definitely. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, we we don't want any spoilers, obviously, but you play. Yeah. What's your character all about? Well, what did you grasp from the trailer that you saw today? Because then that you have a brother, and you're brother. really pissed off. I have a brother. Well, he's pissed off, and you're trying to. You're kind of pissed off too, but you're trying to talk him out of doing what he's doing. Maybe. Were you the cult okay. leader? <laughs> the cult leader. <laughs> what? Is I'm it cult? Stuff out randomly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so what you grasp is that there's a that. cult. Um, yeah. Uh, by the way, have you guys played the Silent Hill trailer? The PT, yes. you mean? Yeah. PT. Yeah. You have? Oh, fuck. Okay. I'm like the only <laughs> person to play that yet. Anyway. Okay. So. Um, I broke it. I I wasn't too thrilled with it personally. What do you mean you broke it? Uh, because Josh likes to dick around and, and look at every little crevice and, and crack in every game and yeah. until he finds a bug. Yeah. No, uh-huh. no. I found a bug. No, it's not finding bugs. I, I love to just inhabit the world, you know? And Bioshock was perfect for me mm, because yeah. floor of the space. Oh, when you come down there and you see that city underwater, I flipped out. <laughs> so Did you like Infinite? I, I did. did. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Did At you the like ending, it as much as you liked one. No, I th- personally I thought it was really pretentious. Uh, I thought that they were trying to be heady just to be heady and with a story, and I I really took it as pretentious, honestly. I don't fully disagree. I liked it a lot. I the ending freaked me out, just blew my mind because I didn't think they were going to go there. It, you know, I thought they were going to go there first, and then I didn't. And then they did, and it just – it completely flipped me out when I got to the end there. Um, okay. But then uh, when they did – at the very end, there was uh, – was like a an acapella version. Oh, yes. God Only Knows. Yes. And <sighs> that killed me at that point. Yeah. Uh, with <sighs> the, way the, the way the whole thing ended and then hearing that again and oh – Oh, that just hit me right in the heart. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas I finished the game and I went, eh, really? <laughs> yeah, I, w- I, you know, I really liked it in a lot of ways, but I think yeah. that in the end, 30 years from now, we're going to be like, yeah, but Bioshock 1. Yeah. I, Bioshock 1 is, is a masterpiece. It just it leveled the entire gaming industry up in the storytelling world, in my yeah, opinion. I, <gasps> I worked with that guy, by the way. Would you kindly? Uh, really? Yes. Oh, the the guy, the, the voice actor oh. that was in there? Yes. Oh, wow. Oh, and he's so cool. And we talked about it, and he said that it was it was an enthralling acting experience, and that just made me so proud. That's cool. <laughs> and then you get to experience it yourself. Yeah. Uh, okay, more back to that. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to get so much hate from, from the PR guy. From who? From... I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. He knows us. You you mean from Ubisoft? Yeah. Oh no, they're awesome. Oh, I know. No, they're he, real gamers. It was funny when you and I were trying to settle this up today. He was emailing me at the same time. He's like, "Oh, I was just talking to ourselves. Like you got it all taken care of. Don't worry about it. Then just do whatever you want to do." I'm like, "Okay." Yeah. 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 Whatever. Yeah, they're he's great. a good friend of ours. They're great. Yeah. Um. Okay. So there are paths that you can take. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> that's a, that's totally that's like a thing. You can that. People know that, right? 
shit. Am I fucking up completely? Right <laughs> no, now? no, 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 no. I mean, there <laughs> are there are some games that have way. branching storylines, and there's some that are very uh, linear. And and you know, it's 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 good to hear that this storyline branches. That's that's cool. So I there's think people two, knew that already. Yeah, I feel like people knew that. And there are two of us. Um, me and my brother, and um, we have very different ideas of what we think the future of Kirat should be. Mm-hmm. I'm the, you know, it's a, uh, I don't know what people know. <laughs> well, that's, that's that fine line that you have to walk because we always try to yeah. stay very spoiler free here. Right. See, I mean, I think is, it's, this is I what think, we have to deal with every week. This yeah. is the fun of, of being in a video game and then having to figure out how to talk about it without talking about right. it. No. <laughs> Where it's, like, it's the first day I've been able to talk about it, by the way. So I'm like a complete noob in this. It's so cool that we're like the first ones to get you for this. This is perfect. How'd this happen? I don't know. Twitter? Because you're awesome. Oh, thanks. Tell your friends. So, uh, <laughs> so, so, yeah, so you can choose uh, between the the paths that we lay in front of you. Um, like I said, we have very different ideas of what we want the future of our place to be. Um, one of the things that was really important to me in creating this character was that she wasn't just like a wimpy little chick. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of conversation, which makes me so happy about female characters in gaming. And this is a character who would Handle this shit on her own if you did not show up. <laughs> but you just happened to be there, so you should do it for me. Thank you. Now That's I can awesome. go do something else. How, you know? Did you have any liberty with uh, like any of the dialogue, or was it pretty strict right when you finally got into it? Mm, it was. Uh, I mean, I don't think I. I don't think I changed anything. Okay. Um, massive. You know, maybe just a word here or there just because it rolled off the tongue in a different way or because a Canadian wrote it, but this is from, uh, you know, but meaning, no, hold on, don't laugh. So all the sentences ended with A? (laughs) No, meaning like a North American wrote it, but it takes place in, you know, an Asian part of the world. So maybe our verbiage would be a little different. Maybe, you know, maybe we would say it in a different way. So, you know, you, if you say it, with a North American accent, then it sounds one way. But if you say it as her, right. it everything changes. You, I, the second that I put her on, the second I sort of like get into her skin, it's just it, it's so different, mm-hmm. even than the way that I maybe would have run it in my head. You so, honestly don't even sound like you, like what I would expect. Like when I hear your voice, even over Skype right now, you sound like what I know you'd sound like. Mm-hmm. And even with that accent that you ran in, in the in the trailer. Mm-hmm. You sounded very different. I'm like, is someone else doing the voice? <laughs> so, yeah, congrats. Me. I'm, I'm just doing all the dot work, and then someone else comes in. And <laughs> <you> just... <laughs> no. um, but, you know, speaking of the, the accent and the voice, they haven't said who the other actors are yet, so I'm just not going to say anything. Yeah. But um, they cast... They cast us all, but the guy who plays my brother did a whole week of work before I went up there. And I was like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. We haven't discussed what we sound like. We're brother and sister in a fictional place. We need to have a discussion. Well, now we can't. So someone needs to send me videotapes. 
<laughs> Wait, videotapes? I don't know why. What are you in 1984? <laughs> I actually was like, I went silent because I was wondering if anybody would realize that I oh, just. Oh, let me said dust off my Betamax and. Uh... Listen, I would. Maybe it's just because I'm going to see Bronson Pinchot tomorrow that I'm ah, just thinking about videotapes. I'm not sure. Ah. He has a video game. Have you looked that up yet? He has a video game? Oh my god. Somebody Google Balky Bartokomus video game. What? Like I it's actually him or is it somebody online. making fun of it? It's online. No shit. It's amazing. I well, he's got that home improvement show. Huh? Yeah. Bronson Pin show. Because uh, he was doing it and Vanilla Ice was doing it. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, you should, you should Google that. Alki for talking about It's the Perfect game. Strangers video game. Oh, yeah. Because... My my old co-host Mark is a huge Perfect Strangers nut, and I remember him talking about that. This is it. This is it. Perfect Strangers video game. Yes. Play it in your browser. This nothing's gonna stop me now. Dot com. People do it. And, and there it is on the DIY network, the Bronson Pin Show Project. Wow. Yeah. Do I really like his Matador jacket. I would wear that. Let me borrow that. Anyway. Um, That's a sheep herding jacket. Come on. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. yeah it's a matador jacket. Anyway, so. Um, you should order the whole series on videotape. I should definitely. <laughs> I'll Betamax immediately. That's a thing that's on eBay for sure. I'm sure. Um, going back to this. So the accent works. So it was very important to me to make sure that we sounded similar because we are both. The, the actor is of Indian descent, but he okay. is not American. And this area is not necessarily India. It's not necessarily necessarily Nepal. Right. But his T's, and he, listen, in the end, we're all kind of doing our parents' accents. <laughs> <laughs> if we're not sitting down with a dialect coach, we're all doing our parents' accents. Well, that, that was my next question. I mean, did, did they put you with the dialect coach at all, or did you just kind of freeform? No, I went, well, shit, y'all did a week without me, so now I have to do what he does. Oh, man. So I took a few hours to make some decisions. And when we were in scenes together, I, j- I don't even think I told him this. I was like, well, I'm fucked now, so whatever you comes out of your mouth, homie, is what I'm going to do. <laughs> you know? So- so he's an Indian actor? He is of Indian descent. Of Indian descent. Is he somebody we would know potentially? Yeah. Okay. Is it the guy from Super Troopers? Jay, what's his name? Chandra Sekar. Um, Chandra Sekar. Yeah, that's his last name. Chandra Shaker, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's funny. No, he it's not him. Okay, good. Um, actually, it would have been great to him. Well, he's American, but so is are it you. Aziz Ansari. Now you're just naming everybody you know. No, I'm just. Actually, I'm side note of, of another cast. Side note: a lot of my homies are in this game. Oh, it's the fucking best. But that's the problem. You've been in so many good, so much <laughs> good true. stuff. I don't like everybody. That doesn't mean I'm homies with everybody. That's true. It just means that all us Indian kids know each other. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. I knew it. It's the Indian Mafia. It totally is, by the way. Um, well, I mean, the truth is that, you know, there's there are really not that many of us, and we've all had to overcome 
a lot of the same adversity to be able to do what we love. And, um, you know, we're all really supportive. And so this game started casting and, uh, yeah, I mean, there's like, they're, they haven't announced them all and I don't even know if they will. I, I have no idea, but I'm homies with a lot of the people on this game. That's cool. It was kind of like, it, it's gotta be easier to work with people that you know, you know, it's. Well, it doesn't even mean that I've worked with them. I hardly worked. I didn't. I didn't well, work. But you with know them. them, don't you? I mean, you, you said. Yeah, but I mean, I can say that we worked at this in the same project, but we never had scenes together. Sure. Oh, well, okay. You know. Yeah, yeah. It's a really funny thing <laughs> because it's such a huge world, and you, the player, are going to experience so many parts of it. That doesn't mean that you know Amita's there for all of you, for all of it. Okay. You know? Okay. You know. She's, I mean, she's she's not there when you get off the bus. Oh, great. You get off a bus. Spoiler. Come on. That shit was in the first trailer. <laughs> Wait, next thing you're going to tell me is that you can ride an elephant or something like what? that. Are you, why are you spoiling the whole game for me? <laughs> There's what? Wait, there is? A glider. Oh. There's DLC with yaks. I just saw that. <laughs> I was like, yaks? Whoa. <laughs> oh, you're killing me. Yeah, well, I mean, it is absolutely beautiful. I, I, oh, yeah, the the trailer, the new trailer today. Wow, there's just a whole stunning. other section. Let me just Google if it's been said yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, now you fit in perfectly in the podcast because that's what we do half the time too. We're like, oh, let's go to Google and find out. We don't yeah. cut that shit. We leave it in. Ooh, ooh, what? wait. Okay, so yeah, okay, so people know about this. Oh, they talked about it a long time ago. Mm. <laughs> Whatever. So nobody tells me anything. So <laughs> when I was doing motion capture in Toronto, I realized that above us was first of all, it was this crazy location, and I posted a photo of what the entrance is like. It's basically yeah. like it looks like Storage Wars. It's just a it bunch. It does. Of, I was wondering the same thing because you showed that one hallway shot, and I'm like, where? Are you I'm guys? like, really? There's a motion capture studio here? Yes, there is. And on top of that ground floor is Ubisoft Toronto. Okay. So I didn't figure that out until like day three. And then <laughs> I was like, must infiltrate. Nice. So yeah. I did. <laughs> and, um, I went upstairs and I met all these fantastic people. And they showed me, this is before E3, they showed me what they were going to show for ACU um, yeah, yeah. at the whole Head on a Pike thing ah uh, yes know? yes and how the point of view changes you know how like you are the persons whose head get here whose head oh yeah because they always do that in assassin's creeds where once you kind of make the kill or whatever it shows you kind of the events that led up to why you did what you did right yeah so they showed me that um i loved that shit and then i was like what's over here oh here are all the far cry people and it was just the group of people who were building shangri-la Ah, yes. Now, do you know what that is? Shangri-La, of course. Yeah. Okay, you need to tell me so I don't say anything. What do you think it is? Oh, wait, you mean in the game or just in general? In the game. Oh, no, Shangri-La is something that I thought you meant just in general, like uh, Utopia. No, 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 no. Okay. So there is a whole set of missions called Shangri-La. Okay. And it... um, Art has been released for it, which is why I feel secure in talking about this. <laughs> and um, it's the sort of gold and red art that people maybe have been seeing. Right. And it's so 
freaking beautiful. Nice. And the things that you kill are scary and also beautiful. And um, so I got to play some of it. And what's funny is that they, they of course, were watching me play because, <laughs> you know. Well, that's the biggest thing. People. They play it every day, all day. And to see somebody well, no, else No, they were having testers play at that point. Right, so they right. weren't playing. So suddenly I don't realize that I'm now being watched by a group of people. <laughs> I, like, sat down on the couch and I was like, oh, I'm so excited that you guys are letting me play this and then at some point i i I died or something and i turned around and there were like 15 people watching me i was like (laughs) yikes i I didn't realize that every move i make is really dependent on your job security so (laughs) but um it's so beautiful and what makes me crazy is that because i just don't feel like people know enough not enough people know about Far Cry in general. I think you'd be surprised. It's a pretty yeah. popular series. Yeah, I mean, the I mean, first Far Cry only was on PC play. for a long time. Yeah, it, it, the the first one on PC was kind of this revolution in graphics, and it, it was kind of one of those games that when you built a new gaming PC or got a new gaming PC, you would throw that and Half Life Two in first. You know, like oh really? Yeah, it was those games because when the first Far Cry came out. Uh, I don't think any PC could actually run it at full everything. Like, it was ahead of its time. So you would always throw that in to see, like, oh, I've got a new graphics card. Let's throw that in and see it. You know, hmm. it, it, yeah, that's, it was one of those benchmark games. That's before my time, obviously. I, don't, I didn't know that. I do know that somebody just told me that they made a, a movie. It was awful. It was a, it was a uh, um, oh, who's the director? You. Uh, Uwe Boll, yeah. It's yeah. not good. But it's got one of my. It's got a couple of really good actors in it. But Reboot. Uwe does that. Yeah, he somehow gets people. People want to work, you yeah. know. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, reboot. Yeah. <laughs> I see a reboot in the works. It'd be cool. Um, oh god, I would die. So. Yeah, but you know, like people don't talk about Fry Cry the the way that they talk about. Other ones that I don't care about. That's, I mean, you, you have a point. It, it's it's really weird. Like Far Cry is a game that I think has a lot of fans, but they're not as vocal as like an Assassin's Creed or. Some I don't of the other know if it's because it's a more emotional game and it's more artful. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to get flack for saying that, but I do feel as though I'm just going through this process and and putting it up against other games that I've played and I've played a fucking lot of them. I just feel as though it's so filled with art even when i started tripping on shrooms in far cry 3 and i was like what is going on it was so beautiful (laughs) but that was my that was like my only complaint about far cry 3 is oh you didn't like like that well i did but i thought it was overdone like i every time you get up to a point where you had to fight a boss or whatever else all of a sudden you're taking shrooms again i'm like come on or whatever it was It, it kind of annoyed me and and far cry 2 it was funny because far cry 2 kind of opened things up quite a bit more because Far Cry, the the big thing about that was it was a very open world type situation where you didn't have this single path to go down. Like you could, you know, find a, a zip line over here and go that way or you could sneak, sneak through the jungle. But the first Far Cry had a problem with uh, the AI enemies. Like if, if you didn't do anything, they would just see you and all of them would just like come down upon you. Uh, so the AI wasn't really written that well. The second one was great, but it still kind of had that AI thing going on. Far Cry 3, I really thought, 
uh, fixed a lot of those issues. And I mean, it was a technical wonder. It's a huge game. You know, you can even in Far Cry Two, you could start those fires, those brush fires, and it would like keep spreading and spreading, and it was all all procedural. Um, and that's what I'm excited about with four, especially since it's on the newer systems now. Is you know now they have this horsepower to kind of handle these humongous environments with all this color and all this stuff going on and all the destructibility. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's what I'm really excited about. And uh, you can do it's kind of cool on the on the PS4. You can do a thing where it's it's this new uh, feature called share play. And if you have another friend that has a PS4 that doesn't have the game, they can connect up to your PS4 and play with you in like the, they have this ten person co op on it. And they can connect up to yours even if they don't own the game and play with you. What? Yeah, it's only on PS4. Yeah. They showed that well, at, uh, at E3. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I, we, I was just playing a game the other night with it. Well, that's Tell impressive. Tell me. <laughs> I mean, fine. I'm kind of impressed by that. <laughs> well, the, the other cool thing is it, it, the, the, this, this feature, the share play feature is really neat because if you get stuck in a game and a friend of yours knows how to get through it, they can connect up and actually help you get through it. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Wait, you just gave me an idea. First of all, I never play online. I like to play like an alcoholic in a dark, uh, in hey, a just, dark like, just like Josh. Cave. Oh, see, Josh, yeah. you and me, you and me, exactly. man. Um, <laughs> don't laugh. Anyway, so I that's, I don't really the do that. Does is laugh at me. I went only, to e- <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. That's fine. Um, I went to E3 and this guy walked up to me and was like. Uh, what's your YouTube channel? And I went, um, you mean for, what do you mean for gaming? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, don't have one. And he was like, well, where do you post your, your online videos? And I was like, I don't make them. And he was so surprised that a girl who knew how to put on makeup would be at E3 and not try to be famous for her gameplay. (sighs) I was like, and I went on a, an all caps Twitter tirade. Nice, yeah. Uh, and was like, "You do not have to post your gameplay to be a gamer." <laughs> so, um, but you just gave me this idea, and I don't know if anyone would give. I mean, I feel like maybe zero fucks would be given, but it might be a fun <laughs> exercise. Maybe five fucks. I don't. Maybe is that enough fucks to do this? Yeah, Look, I don't know. You, you, Let's you see tell what it me. Is. Yeah. You tell me. How many fucks would it take for me to do this? Um, Three. Okay, now it's getting, now it's just (laughs) devolving. It sounds so terrible. Okay. Um, (laughs) I was just thinking that the only time I maybe would play online is if I was playing Far Cry all the way through and I did sort of commentary of experience. Yeah. Um, But I, I think that I'm only one perspective. I wish I could do it with other, you know, the rest of the cast or maybe with Alex Hutchinson, you know, or. Well, here's an idea. Get them all together. the writer. I'll I'll stream the game and you guys can all do the commentary while I play the game. I mean, I'm into that. No, I have to be the person who plays the game, though. (laughs) No, I just want to hear that. They have to sit through me doing every side mission, though. Oh. Here's how. Are you like, are you guys like running gunners? What are, what are you, what's your deal? Uh, Josh likes to, we call it I, joshing a game. Yes. Okay. Uh, I explore every last God. little nook and cranny of the game. I take my time. Same. Agreed. I wander. I, yeah, 
I, I love to, because. I, but when you kill, this, how do you kill? It depends on the game. Like I, I love okay. the stealth games. I, oh, I, I do love the stealth. He can't, Glenn can't stand them. I love the stealth games and I love taking forever to, to plan out how I'm going to get somewhere and sneak up behind this guy and take him out without mm. the other eight guys seeing. And yeah, yeah. I, there's I, a, yeah. There's a stealth like mission in the new Call of Duty in Advanced Warfare. There's a stealth oh. mission later on in the game, and I was on party chat with the other guys because I was like, oh, this is pretty cool, blah, blah, blah. And then somebody said, you know, there's a stealth mission. And I'm like, what? So I got to it, and <laughs> they can attest to it the whole time. I'm like, oh, I fucking hate this. Oh, are you kidding <laughs> me? I didn't even do anything. Yeah, just, it's uh, just not your style. So it's interesting to me. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm stealthy because I think the reason is – I'm a newish gamer, right? So I don't have years and years and years of learning how to run and gun and evolving with games. Yeah. I'm just probably just not good at it, not good enough at it, maybe. And I also don't care. I can get through an entire <laughs> game with a silencer on a pistol and a sniper rifle, and I can get through an entire game and be so pleased with all of my headshots. Uh, mm-hmm. I... My, I will take your head off with that sniper rifle <laughs> over and over and over and over, you know? And I consider snipers cowards in video games. Oh, wow. Well, no, but why? Well, I play a lot of Maybe Battlefield. Maybe if you're... And I yeah, play, okay. And, and but again, Battlefield, I don't play with other guys. people. Yeah. Well, I, I love playing online because, in my opinion, the best opponents are actual human beings. I, you know, I, I've been like that since since online gaming was a thing like back in the quake days and everything else and uh i just don't like playing against bots or ai i, I really like playing against that's totally fair the most we dangerous are... game is man come on <laughs> you know who else are cowards people who don't actually fight in real life well if they have to fight i, I don't have go you out ever... looking for fights uh, yeah i don't care that's fine Anyway, um, I'm just saying that we could. That, that was actually a shitty way to be like, you could use this argument in any per- version of reality. Yeah, no, I, I, I you know, I've, I've been playing Battlefield since it started way back, like 13 years ago, Battlefield 1942, and I've always considered snipers in that in that game, especially just absolute cowards because I think that's they sit fair. back and they just fire down upon anybody and they stay out of harm's way and. Uh, but the problem is the mode that I play is is some no no no. But it's here, part of the game. But here's my va- here's my validity right here. It's usually when I'm playing a, a a mode that really got started with Battlefield. A lot of games have it now, and that's Conquest or Domination, as it's called in Call of Duty or whatever else. And the whole point of it is not to get kills. The point of it is to capture uh, capture points. And if you're sitting back and just mm. sniping people, there is no capturing. You're not capturing anything, and you're you're doing it wrong, essentially, to me. That yeah, it's just, the but, point is different. Yeah, that's fair. But aren't that's they fair. keeping you from capturing stuff? No, because you just figure out where the snipe points are and you hide, hide from it. I mean, it's it's mm. silliness, really. It's just... I yeah, can't, that's lame. I can't, I can't even imagine how that would be fun, just sitting... And the thing is, if somebody snipes me, that here's my, here's my biggest pet peeve, uh, and, and probably my biggest fault when I play these games, is if somebody snipes me a couple times in the same spot... I will go and waste the entire match hunting this person down mm, so I can knife them get in the back. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. I guess I would do that too, but yeah. again, I don't I don't really play those kinds of <laughs> I guess I don't play them. And maybe I will one day, but I just can't imagine that I because I again, I don't play video games every day. I wait until I have a few days off and then I 
as you can see from my Twitter feed, yes, yes. <laughs> do nothing but that. Um, Actually, to the detriment that, of my health. That was something I wanted to ask you about. So on set, mm-hmm. you know, wherever you are, you've got your trailer. Yeah. You have downtime. Yeah. I'm assuming. Um, do you game? Do other people, do people bring their consoles? Do you bring handhelds? So to- I, th- not on TV. TV moves so fast. Maybe mm-hmm. on, maybe on huge, big budget movies. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's just so much more time that they have to set up for each shot. But, you know, movies are 90 minutes and they take anywhere from three months to a year. Yeah, yeah. You know, we do an hour (laughs) and we do it in eight days. Yeah. Cable shows are are actually 60 minutes. We we do 44 minutes because of ads. We're still doing half a movie in eight days over and over and over and over again. And that's why you have to pull 14 hour days, you know, but, um, there's really no time. I'm also, I really, I'm not a sort of like, I'll be in my trailer kind of actor, (laughs) you know, those people exist. I am not one of them. I still feel exactly the same as I did when I just wanted to get into the high school musical and like be a part of this thing with all these really brilliant creative, (laughs) you know, I I was like, maybe I'll get into the musical and get to be a part of that team of creative, cool weirdos. I still feel exactly the same. I want to hang out with the crew. You know, I'm not, I don't necessarily want to hang out with actors more than I want to hang out with crew members. I don't really see a big difference between any of us. Um, so I'm not playing video games and at work, Mm, you know, also I'm kind of, yeah, yeah, it's a totally great release. Also, I'm like a really, you know, yeah, I have a great sense of humor and I don't take myself seriously, but I take what I do fucking seriously. (laughs) And that's probably the best thing for you. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise I just wouldn't make it, you know, I wouldn't work. Um, but, but because of that, there is no, it's sort of all or nothing. Right. You know? Yeah. Cool. Well, you said you had a six o'clock call. And oh my God. I know. I'm so awake. fucked. Oh my so God. fucked, you guys. You need to come back and talk to us more. I apologize time. to everybody who's listening who's really no. sick of all of the talking that I did. No, do not apologize. It was awesome. <sighs> um, I'm so excited to be a part of this game. I'm so proud of it. I just, it's like I want to watch the trailer over and over and over. And over. <laughs> <laughs> um, the team that's put it together is just just a bunch of really fucking cool people. There's these two girls who work in comdev and community development mm-hmm. in Montreal. One's name is Ari. She it's Ari. And the other one's Kim Blair. Okay. And what's Ari's Twitter handle? Kim is Bagel of Death. And <laughs> they're awesome. Her. I think I've What'd seen What'd you say? Yeah. You follow her? I believe so. I might. Yeah. I might as well. They're the coolest chicks, man. They were at the dinner that I went to with Dean. Um, We took like a little family portrait together. They're fucking cool as hell. And everybody that I've met that's been a part of this project, there hasn't been one idiot yet. 
And I feel like, like of all the people that it takes to make a video game, oh, there's yeah. going to be some, there's going to be some idiots, right? Yeah, <laughs> but they, there haven't been. Yeah, they. Uh, it, it, that's been my experience too. Is is that they're very driven and very focused, and obviously very bright. They uh, they do some pretty amazing things with technology. Yeah, it's really it's really impressive. I just can't believe I get to be a part of it, and I can't. And I'm so thankful that's that awesome. I can actually talk about this shit for once. Oh, I've been harboring this secret forever. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you what, we're, we're very glad that you reached out and uh, we would love to have you back anytime. Just anytime, man. Drop me a note. Seriously. If you got, if you got something to say or want to talk to us or whatever. For sure. And also I think I'm going to do a Q and a, um, nice. on the far cry Facebook page. Uh, and also like maybe a blog Q and a for Ubisoft or whatever, but you know, find me on the interweb guys. If you, have questions i will absolutely answer them um i'm down i'm a down ass chick (laughs) and now i'm going to bed so good night (laughs) thanks very much we will uh, talk to you very soon guys far cry 4 we'll have a review up on psnation.com check out mysteries of laura is your new show yeah don't forget the league which even if you don't like sports you need to watch the league it's one of the funniest shows on tv you need to too. It's also improvised. People, not enough people know that. We, I was going to ask you, like, normally, how many takes do you guys do on a on a scene? Um, maybe four. Basically, what they do is like they do a really long form version of the scene, okay. and then the directors, uh, the creators, Jackie and Jeff, kind of find these benchmarks that were really hilarious, and then you ski around them, and then just redo it over and over and over again, and kind of. It's insane. Those guys are talking about fucking geniuses. Every time I show up to set, I'm like, how will I ever hang in this group of geniuses? (laughs) Steven's actually in town in Madison in two weeks doing a stand-up. Oh, really? Yeah, I think I'm going to try to go see him. Yay. Yeah. Uh, Tell him I say hi. And that's the thing. I I will always know you as Shiva, even though you've done a lot of awesome stuff. I mean... I'm okay with that. When when you showed up on air, I was like, yes, this is awesome! And then it was like four episodes. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. And then I got shot. Well, I was supposed to die, but then they just shot me in the leg instead so I could come back, even though I haven't, yeah. but whatever. You need to. But you could. Who has time? I can't do all the shows, guys. But, but, but I well, can do all the video games. Fuck yeah. Okay, yeah. I'm leaving. Really, all right. though. Thanks okay. very much. Okay, bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, seriously, she needs to come back and talk to us, and she is more than welcome anytime. Uh, just... Either we're going to start stalking her every now and then and say, why haven't you come on the podcast lately? I think you really need to do that. Yeah. Yeah. And then she will. Yes. I hope so. I hope so. It sounded like she had a good time. So Uh, so let's get on to the news. Uh, A few news items, actually, this week. First up, want me to take this one? You want to do this one? Sure. Well, yeah, I just talked a lot. Oh, well. We just came out of Janina. <laughs> yeah, we were both talking a lot. The, that interview, yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, so first up, PlayStation Plus, we found out what the November releases are, the, the free games in November. Pretty sweet. I, I actually like this list. So for PS4, a uh, game that was very popular on PC, and you'll be surprised, it's kind of a little bit of a roguelike, uh, The Binding of Isaac Rebirth, which is crossed by on PS Vita and PS4, so you get this on both systems right away. Uh, SteamWorld Dig, a game that uh, I talked to the developer at GDC and played it on my entire six-hour uh, six flight back from San Francisco. Uh, a lot of fun. SteamWorld Dig, which is also crossed by on PS4 and PS Vita. Uh, it is so easy to get addicted to. Uh, a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that game. 
uh, on PS3, Frozen Synapse, which I'm hearing very good things about. Have not played it, so uh, I'm happy about that because there's a second game that I don't own. Uh, and then Love Trousers, which is uh, from, uh, I always forget who it's from. It's from, uh, what do they call themselves? Uh, it's from Rami. I can't remember what the what the developer is. Uh, but Love Trousers is an interesting game. It's kind of a side-scrolling uh, shooter. It kind of reminded me a little bit of Time Pilot, but the controls are very different. It's not you just rotating the, the, the controller to, to move. Uh, but really fun, very fast action, very fast-paced, very quick games, and a lot of visceral action. And you're taking down Nazis, dude, or kind of like s- semi-Nazis. I don't know. Like his version of Nazis. Uh, but fun game. And then PS Vita, this game I don't know anything about, really. Hungry Horde, you're getting for free. And also Escape Plan for PS4 and PS Vita as well. So three cross-buy games this month. Holy crap. Yeah. That's that's awesome, but yeah, three games on this list I do not own: The Binding of Isaac Rebirth, Frozen Synapse, and Hungry Horde. So I'm excited. Well, and that's the other badass thing about this is if you own a Vita, you're getting four games for the Vita yeah. this month because of the cross buy. The only four, obviously. Um, oh wait, one, two, three. Actually, five games for the Vita. One, two, three. Yeah, holy shit! Five of the six games are cross buy for the Vita. Oh wait. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Wow, yeah, everything but Frozen Synapse. So Jesus, <laughs> you get five games for the Vita, uh, well, two for the PS4, uh, two for the PS3, and that's that's insane. <laughs> yeah, and then also uh, some of the some of the news for December and January leaked out. Uh, we don't have a lot of stuff, but in December, and I don't know if this is PS4 or PS3. I think it's PS4. I don't, I'm not sure though. But, uh, it was what? supposed to be oh he changed it uh when he first wrote this it was apparently only confirmed for Europe oh, and not okay. North America well maybe uh, that has changed let's but. let's preface this by saying this isn't set in stone yes these are the rumors. Well, not, I, I think there's a little not more rumors. Rumor, Somi. So, Somi. Somi? <laughs> On your Panaphonic or? Yes. A Sorny. <laughs> it's a genuine Sorny. Uh, they're the ones that actually gave this information out. Uh, but our initial write up here had said it was only confirmed for Europe. Okay. Uh, well, maybe that's changed. But I don't know. That might have changed. Yeah. So, uh, so far we know of two in December, and that is first up. Injustice Gods Among Us Ultimate Edition. Awesome. Because it's a great game. And everybody should play it if you like fighters. And finally, I guess coming to, to the PS4 in December, uh, Secret Ponchos, which is a game I've been talking about for over a year. I saw this at PAX last year. Uh, and uh, the developers are, are a lot of fun. It's a pretty interesting game. It's kind of like this... It's the mechanics of a fighting game, sort of, but you're in this three-fourths overhead perspective... It's it's a weird game, so uh, I'm wondering where it's at now. Because back then they were even talking about that it wouldn't have online and all kinds of stuff. So I may have to send a couple emails tomorrow, find out some more info on this one. And then January, a game that Josh, did you review the Swapper? We never got a review copy. I thought we did. We did not. 
I okay. filled out the thing twice and never got a review copy. Interesting. Okay. Well, the Swapper, which is now you can review it in January. <laughs> uh, it, it's supposedly a pretty good game. I, it looks great, and uh, it's this thing where you kind of use the time shifting a little bit, where you can like do some actions and then clone it. And so, like, if you have to have stand on two things at once, you can make a clone, and it stands on the thing while you stand on the other one. Uh, pretty interesting mechanics. Definitely, a, you know, puzzle platformer. And then, holy shit, infamous first light. In January, free on PlayStation Plus, from what we see. Yes. Not confirmed. Yes. So there you go. So, uh, the next bit of business here... Business? ...is that Sony's PlayStation Plus... uh, They finally... (laughs) See, this is a funny thing. uh, Because Sony has never given numbers. Nope. Uh, for PlayStation Plus, they've they've always said stuff like, "Well, it's grown over a hundred per or over two hundred percent since the launch of the PS4 and things like that." And we all said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah," but you'd need it to play online on the PS4. So exactly. F you. So give us numbers. Well, they gave us numbers: uh, seven point nine million subscribers. Wow! Right now, I actually thought it'd be more. <laughs> well, I d- well, I mean, because of what you just said. You have to have Plus to play online. For the PS4? Yes. Not for the PS3? True. And there are 80 plus million, 85 million plus uh, PS3s out there right now. And you would think that the online storage, but also, and maybe people just don't have online and that's why they're not on it. Because the free games alone make it worth it, in my opinion. They do. But, I I mean, I have a friend who has a PS3, Mm -hmm. does not have PlayStation Plus. And I keep telling him, you know, he doesn't buy many games. He doesn't have a lot of money to be buying games and stuff like that. Right. Uh, But I keep telling him, you know, this is the way to go. You're only buying essentially one game a year, but you're getting dozens of games, you know, every year. You're getting all this stuff out of it. It is so worth it. But he looks at it and he's like, I don't think I even have 50 bucks to spend on it. Wow. You know? Uh That makes sense. He's not a hardcore gamer or anything like that. Sure. But he has a PS3. He just can't. It's just one of those things where he's like, that's not money I have to spend. So. That makes you know, sense. I, I, I mean, I know people that are like that. So it uh, just the fact that they have nearly 8 million people that are subscribed to that. I I, <laughs> I did that. I was like 8 million times 50. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like $400 million. Yep. I. <laughs> That's yeah, but and yeah. the and the thing is, they're supposed to be using that money to beef up online and everything else. And yeah. you know, people are complaining about things that happen to them and don't happen to everybody else, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, obviously, everybody wants everything to be perfect, and I get that. But um, it's funny because there have been so many outages on Xbox One as well on on Xbox Live, and I, I don't know. There's outages on both, and you're paying money for them, and it sucks. It totally, it totally sucks. Yeah. Um, so, and the to compare it, Xbox Live, which has been around longer, way longer, um, and obviously, you needed that from the beginning to play online, uh, at least on the 360. Yeah. Um, that has 17 million subscribers which actually is lower than i thought it'd be 
I mean, you've got how many millions of Xbox 360s out about there? About the same, about 85 million or so. Yeah, and you have to have it for online back then, you know, on that system. I'm yeah. very shocked that it's this low, honestly. I, I see that as low. I'm surprised. Well, see, I think, I, and that's that's why I think and people over-inflate or kind of overestimate uh, online. Um, sure. I mean, you don't play online that often except for <laughs> a little bit of Extra Life. But. Well, no, I, I play more than more than people realize. Um, and I'm not always playing with my main account. Uh, right. That's right. part of it. Um, so I do play online more than people realize, but I don't play a whole lot. You know, and I, I had a gold subscription uh, for a while and I let it lapse. You know, I, I, I would get the cards whenever they would go on sale. You know, they'd go on some crazy sale at Target or somewhere online and I'd buy like two or three of them and put them in and I hardly ever played online. I hardly ever played the 360 at the time. Sure. Uh, So I, and I didn't see any other, you know, I wasn't actively looking for sales or anything and it lapsed (laughs) and like within months of it lapsing. They said, oh, we're doing this thing called Games with Gold, and you get free games. If yeah. you I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> so I missed out on a bunch of those games. Uh, but with the Xbox One, I got it again because I was like, well, I want these games. And <laughs> and there's 81 things that don't work in the Xbox One without it. Well, yeah. So Now you can order um, your pizza, bro. <laughs> uh so I got it and you know, I, I kind of see how a lot of people like out of 85 million, 86 million, whatever it is now at this point for either of them, it seems kind of low, but that's a ton of money coming in. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, they're spending a ridiculous amount of money on their servers and everything, but still, uh, the interesting thing though is how, Sony has pushed this. Uh, Sony has tried to differentiate PlayStation Plus and how suddenly Microsoft was playing catch up uh, with the free games, you know? Yeah. With the instant game collection. And then Microsoft said, well, shit, we have to do something here. And we're doing games with gold. Yeah. Uh, but you can see it's funny because Microsoft is in that uh, PS1 minis phase right now with games with gold, you know, because they don't have all the relationships set up. They haven't quite figured out how to do it monetarily and everything. Yeah. And you're getting for the most part games that are kind of poopy. Uh, well, strike suit zero is really good. Uh, crimson dragon is abysmal. Yeah. Uh, you can tell it was a three sixty game. They just put a new one out today and, but the, (laughs) the average rating, you know, because they do the ratings like the, the PlayStation Network does. The average rating is like a two and a half or a three oh. or something like that. Do you it's, remember what it is? I can't remember. I downloaded it because I'm just downloading whatever they are. <laughs> oh, but, my God, it's free. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's free. Maybe I'll like it. You know, there are some. I like E.T. Fuck you. You know, so there are terrible games out there. Games that are considered terrible that I do like. That's so. just because you're spiteful. No. What's that? You don't like it? I like it. 
I liked it when I was a child. I liked it before it came out because it was coming out. We were getting it for Christmas. Yeah. We found it. Santa happened to leave it in our attic somewhere buried and we found it. (laughs) Uh, and carefully took it out of the box because nothing was shrink wrapped back then. It was just in a cardboard box. We carefully took it out of the box, played the fuck out of it and put it back. (laughs) And I liked it. I, I was frustrated with the controls at first, but I played it enough that I was like, oh, okay, I get what you have to do here. And I I came to an understanding with the game of how to control it and how to not fall into the holes. And when you fall into the holes, how to quickly, before you even hit the ground, get back out of the hole. Yeah. So I became really good at that game and I really enjoyed it. And then it, became this horrible thing that, oh my gosh, it's the worst game ever. I I never saw it that way. I still don't see it that way. I've played way worse. Oh, I've played worse. <laughs> way <Yes>. worse. <laughs> um so, you know, I'm I'm good with some bad games. It depends on the game though. Um so I'm happy to download any anything that's free uh and try it out. God I hate this other if, face. There if I it ever is. get to try it out. Yeah, I'm trying to find the game but did it, yeah, I can't reach over to my controller. No, no, I got, oh, Volgar the Viking? <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. But they had, the other one was the uh, Chariot. Which, which, I is, which is a really good game. If, yeah, uh, which is actually game. a good game. Yeah. That's the thing. You get that, you get that one good game every now and then, and then you get a lot of, uh, you get a lot of minis. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, the the Xbox version of minis. Um, which oh. aren't actually minis. They're full, full size games, but they feel like minis. Apparently this looks terrible. Yeah. Oh my God. This looks awful. Yeah. It looks, it, it looks like a flash game kind of, because it's got these real clean colors, but it also kind of looks like an Amiga game to a certain extent, like an Amiga game with a cleaner color palette. Oh, this looks terrible. Oh, so stiff. Not in a good way. Ugh. Yeah. All right, then. Sorry. I was just watching a little video on it. Um, yeah, so... Uh, I don't know where we are. The, 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 the subscribers and all, it, I mean, they are what they are. They're, they're making buttloads of money for these guys on yeah. both sides, obviously. Let's just hope that they're spending it in the right places, that's all. That's kind of the trick to the whole thing here, yeah. and they've both had uh, they've both had online issues, uh, as, oh, as definitely. you mentioned. Yeah. Um, now, this was not in the article, um, but you have here in the notes that the PS4 up to this point, or up to the last time they talked about it, this uh, came out sold. on Thursday or Friday, and I. I didn't have time to look for the article. I, I probably could have looked at it during the break here, but uh, yeah. Uh, that uh, PS4 has sold 13.5 million worldwide up to Jesus Christ. This point. That's insane. Remember all the people saying, you know, this next generation of consoles is just not going to sell. It's all about mobile phones. It's all about iPhone and mobile platforms and the consoles are dead. <laughs> Well, of course. Holy crap. That's, 13.5 million and it hasn't even been out a year. Well, you know why? I, I 
I mean, in the Wii U is a is an odd case to begin with. I mean, it was just a it was just a clusterfuck all I agree. the way through. Um, but a lot of people looked at that and got skittish. You know? Oh yeah. Like, yeah. oh crap! Is are we really at that point? Did we hit that point? Because mobile is huge. You know, yeah. there's there's no denying that it is. It's not something I'm into, but it is huge. And when the Wii U hit and flopped terribly, yes, uh, you know it's it's actually gaining a little bit of momentum now. But uh, for the first year, two years, it, it was abysmal in in sales. Yeah. So a, a lot of people looked at that and started to think, "Oh shit, what's going to happen when this Xbox One and PS4 come?" Uh, are they going to flop too? You know, where are we? What's going to happen? Well, and that's- but I also think it's because of the propagation of mobile gaming. I mean, you go to these stores like the the, the iPhone store and, and, and you know, on, on the Android side, and it's just blowing up. And Steam is doing so big too right now. You know? mm-hmm. And it's – I think people were seeing that and saying, holy shit, there's just so many people making money on on, on mobile and, and everything else. And – you know, you go to Japan and and the the culture over there is all mobile. Yeah, like yeah. no consoles are really selling very well over there right now. Uh, home consoles. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I saw what they were saying it, but it, and we were kind of afraid of it too. We, I'm sure we talked about it a few times, and then all I'm of a sudden, sure. shit just yeah. blows up. I'm sure I I talked that route as well, saying you know it's a little nervous, don't know where where we're gonna go with it. But yeah, it is, and we talked about it earlier here that it's Sony is still kind of mystified by the numbers they're doing. They're, oh, yeah. they're just like, where? How is this happening? We, and unfortunately, I think they're ma- they're playing catch up too. They well, just in terms of making the consoles. Well, not just that, but I mean, they had shows. a lot of aspirations that when you and I were at the at the reveal. You know, a lot of the aspirations they were showing, even for like Drive Club and the social integration, mm. and you know what we were seeing, their OS can't even like support yet. But the stuff that it does support, like Share, and how big Share has gotten, I mean, that one little button on yeah. that controller has done so much for the PlayStation Four. The fact that people can stream right from their console by the push of a button, and even like by saying it now on the PlayStation Four. And how much better the quality's gotten with the new firmwares every time. Like, the quality's looking fantastic now. Mm-hmm. But the fact that you can do all that, the fact that you can do the download backgrounds and the, da- or the, the, the backgrounds, uh, the downloads in the background and, and the installs in the background and everything else. And I mean, everything that they were talking about that reveal, a lot of the stuff that we have now is working so well. And you go back to PS3, like when we did an Extra Life, and you realize how spoiled we are now. Like just from voice chat capabilities and and how good the voice sounds now and it's it's just nuts. But at the same time, we still don't have a way to put music on our hard drive. We still don't have a way to actually uh, uh, organize all of our stuff on our main screen. You know, they they change things a little bit, which we'll talk about. But we don't have that ability yet. You know, we don't have a couple of other things that we we kind of see as a core need that's not there. So I think that. They probably thought they were going to have more time to work on this shit, and all of a sudden they're like, "Whoa, we sold thirteen point five million! Holy shit!" You know? Yeah. It's 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 mind-boggling, really. It is. It's crazy. So, uh, 
<laughs> with Drive Club. Why don't you talk about the next one? Yeah, I, it's <sighs> Drive Club. I love the game. I, I still play it on a regular basis. Uh, and actually online, for the most part, is working great. The problem that we see is that when you <laughs> do the thing that it was built for, and that is when you get together in a group in multiplayer, that's usually when it starts fucking up. So it's it's a big disappointment. You know, a lot of entitled people out there think that they should get a bunch of free stuff because of it. Uh, you know, everybody's asking where the free version of it or the PlayStation Plus version of it is. Uh, obviously, they're not going to release that until they get things stabilized uh, because that's the that's a lot of people's window into that game to see if they want to buy it or not. And if the freaking Plus version doesn't work correctly, they're not going to release it. So, you know, every we see it on Facebook every couple of days. Is it out yet? We hear anything yet? No, nothing. Nobody's heard anything. So, unfortunately, you know, uh, a lot of people are having problems with it. And surprisingly, and I think that it's good that he did this, uh, Shuhei Yoshida actually got onto the Facebook page and posted a statement. And he says, hi, everyone. I wanted to provide you with the latest update on Drive Club. Unfortunately, the road to launch has been a little rocky. A little rocky. Hmm. <laughs> and we are truly sorry that so many of you have not been able to enjoy everything that we had hoped Drive Club would deliver. Uh, we've been listening in to your feedback and realized that patience, understandably, is running out. Evo is working around the clock to close the gap, and we have deployed additional engineering resources to help resolve the remaining issues as soon as possible. Unfortunately, the timeframes required to roll out the fully connected experience will be longer than anticipated, and we do not have an exact time frame for when they will be resolved. We will continue to update you on progress, and you can find the latest info on the Drive Club Facebook page, which, again, I still wish they wouldn't put it on the Facebook page. I wish they would put it on the blog. Because not yeah, everybody's on get Facebook. Those hits up on the Facebook page, but it's not. <laughs> n- a, a lot of people I aren't know. on Facebook, and it, it bugs me that they do that. So anyway, <clears throat> that little side note: a lot of people uh, don't even know that the blog exists. I understand that, and I mean they have a Drive Club website. I think they should just do that. Yeah, that's what they do on Battlefield. They put a news item and they lock it up on their forums, and you can just Google it, and it'll take you right to that. Um. So it's on their forums, but it's locked. You can't comment or anything else. But they, anytime there were problems with, with Battlefield 4, like you could just go there and they would post it. And they're like, here's what's going on. Here's all the change log. Blah, blah, blah. I, but I wish they would what? do something like that with this. This is the internet. They should just put it everywhere. It doesn't cost anything I agree. to put it everywhere. I agree. It's, it's not like you have to pay. Oh, well, I have to pay some extra money to put it on Twitter. Honestly, you know what they should do for now? Do they should have a pop-up come into the game. When you get into the game, they should have a pop-up that gives you this entire thing. Yeah. Okay, so shoe's not done yet. Uh, we are also very conscious that we have disappointed so many of you who were looking forward to playing the promised PS Plus edition. Did I just say PS Plush? <laughs> PS Plush edition. The P. Oh, well, see, I have two ear. I have two earbuds in right now, and it's really hard to hear myself. Uh, I'm going to take this one out so I can hear. Okay, uh, the the promised PS Plus edition. Our first priority is to bri- provide you with the best possible experience while playing Drive Club. With the high volume of new players and additional server load, the PS Plus edition is anticipated to bring. We are currently not confident that we can guarantee the best online experience. Uh, until we can ensure that everyone can enjoy the full social connected online experience, we will be postponing the release of the PS Plus edition until further notice. Not surprised. On behalf of Worldwide Studios, we are enormously grateful for your patience, and we thank you for the continued support and encouragement. 
Again, we sincerely apologize for the delay. We are committed to giving you the best racing experience on PS4. It's just taking a little longer than than we hoped. Thanks, Shu. And uh, Chaz put this up, and he actually says, Many of the comments seem to be from angry and upset people wanting everything from a refund of the game to the season pass for free. The season pass for free, really, people? Uh, God, that's how they make their money. Uh, but what do you think? Should the people that paid for the full game get any type of compensation? I don't know. The thing, I hate to sound like an apologist, and I'm not. I mean, it, it pisses me off, too, because we were actually in the party the other night going, God, it would be really cool if we could get on a play drive club right now together. But that's where it's screwing up. You can get into an online game fine. It's just all of a sudden you get a group together and it just bombs. Um, but the thing is, there's so much single-player content. I mean, I played it for two weeks solid, and I still have stuff to do. So it's it's tough for me to fully say, yeah, it's completely broken, blah, 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 because there's so much content that does work. It's just what sucks is it's been advertised primarily as this social connected game for online and et cetera, et cetera. And it, it does. It totally freaking sucks because I would love to be playing this with my friends. Uh, it, when it, when, it, when you play it online and it's working online, it's really good. Uh, it just sucks that it's broken like this. And, and quite frankly, I can't believe that Sony released it like this. I don't know how they didn't, you know, they did a beta in Europe. Whoa. I don't know if the beta only had five people in it or what, but you would think that something like this would get caught. But that's what doesn't make any sense because it was available and the the sample size was very small because it was media that had the game for two weeks before and the week before online it's perfect. I didn't have problems. Yeah, it's it yeah. seems to be a scale issue. And but the thing is, they should be able to run diagnostics it. and they should be able to run meters and should be able, be able to, to extrapolate what's going on. Should and they be able knew, to. <laughs> I mean, they had a good idea of how many people bought the game because of all the pre-orders. So, oh. in a you know, at least from my understanding of how technical shit works and how server management works and everything else, which I've been doing for eighteen years, you would think that they would be able to do the math and figure out, holy shit, we need to add more servers before this game comes out. But, but now really, they're, yeah, it. <sighs> I, I mean, know. either they didn't know that before it came out. Or they knew it and still couldn't get it up and running in time. Just, or even if they did, I mean, we, we saw it. You know, there were there were instances where people could connect and had no problems and yeah. other people couldn't. So th- there's something else going on here. And it it seems to clearly be a scale issue that they're, they're just – they didn't anticipate or they can't seem to wrap, you know, their – the technological side around, they can't seem to figure it out. And they're, they're yeah. throwing resources at it from everywhere because this is a big marquee title for them. This it is one they've been talking about. It was supposed to be out at launch and they pushed it back to make sure that everything was great and everything worked awesome. And yeah. then this happens, you know? So it's, <sighs> it's really, it's their first big stumbling block that they've, that they've hit. Uh, yeah. Since the launch of the console. And, and unfortunately, know, like, all this other stuff is happening now, too, and it's just this big domino effect, it seems. Well, yeah, the 2.0 update, which maybe we should jump into next sure. since we're on all this. Um, well, not just that, but the Evolve Alpha, too, which... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's It sounds like a bit of finger-pointing, but, yeah, 2.0 came out, and people are having these issues because they replaced... And see, this is I didn't know this because... 
I was on the road when when 2.0 came out. So, because this is the day I was driving back from your place. Mm. So, and and I didn't go home the first night because uh, I went up to, and stayed with Rock because I uh, long story, but I didn't get home till like a day a day and a half after the firmware came out, and I was seeing tweets like. I'm going into sleep mode because it's got the the sleep mode now instead of standby, and they're like, we can't. I keep, my PS4 won't turn back on, and I was seeing all these reports of that. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And I was really afraid to upgrade my PS4, so I actually played Sunset Overdrive for the first day I was back. I didn't want to touch my PS4 just in case. And then finally, I, I put it on Twitter, like, you know, who else having the problem? And it wasn't that many people really that responded. Most people are like, no, it works fine for me. So I put it on one of my PS4s, and it worked great. I had no problems. Put it on my other PS4, it worked great, no problems. So it, it's weird that it's happening to only certain people, and I don't understand. It, it's it's usually you can figure out like what the impetus is. Mm. And you know, I have a hybrid one terabyte drive in one of my PS4s, and I have a regular two terabyte drive in the other one because some people are saying, "Oh, it seems to be happening to systems with upgraded drives." Well, I have two systems that up with upgraded drives, and neither are having a problem. Yeah, mine have upgraded drives, but mine, I, I wasn't having the problem for days. Yeah. And Emma was saying, you know, what's going on? I can't do this. I I was in the, uh, what was it, sleep mode, and yeah. won't wake up. And I was like, I'm not having those problems because I played it, and it it's always in sleep mode for me. And I had been playing them and not having a problem until one day suddenly I did. So mm. I just shut it down completely, and that's what I've been doing. I've been doing the full shutdown every time. And when I go back in, you know, it, it boots up and everything's fine. I get weird little issues here and there. Um, but, you know, I... I'm not thrilled that the sleep mode thing is kind of gone now. It's probably better for the electric bill, but, uh, <laughs> but you can't do background downloads. You can't, yeah, I mean, you can't charge your controller off of it. That sort of thing. Yeah. But I mean, it, there is a workaround. It's just not, you don't want to have to do that. You know? Yeah. Especially since standby mode has worked perfectly in the last 10 months or however many months we are, 11 months now. Mm, yeah well yeah mm. next month is a year november 15th no, this month oh shit that's right it is <laughs> like two weeks wow <laughs> yeah Woo. yeah um yeah so it, it's 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 a little weird i mean i would say well and and actually uh a, a tweet just went out about three hours ago from PlayStation, it says PS4 software update version 2.01 is coming soon and will address issues some users have encountered when powering on the system from rest mode. Yay. So they are working on it. They are going to have a fix. It's imminent. We don't know when, but um, you know they're aware. And, and the thing is, like that's what pisses me off the most is when it first started happening, they actually mentioned, like, oh, yeah, we, we know there's a problem. We're trying to fix it. Like the first day. Mm-hmm. How does that not get caught in QA? You know? I I don't know. That's we say that every time. Yeah. I mean, every time a firmware comes out for the Xbox or the PS3 or PS4, and there's an issue with it, it's like, how the fuck did they not see this? But it seems to happen every time. Uh, there's something. Somebody has some issue somewhere with 
almost every firmware update that comes out. And Sony was actually trying to be uh, trying to handle things a little bit different this generation where people complained that it was like the weekly PS3 update and 90% of them were stability update bullshit. Mm. Yeah. I don't want to deal with this. Usually it was a game that was coming out or or that came out. Yeah. And people were like, this is bullshit. I don't want to have to freaking update my system every single time I turn it on. You know, and they were screaming and yelling about it. And Sony took that to heart and they said, all right, look, we're going to do them less frequently. Yeah. And we're going to test them more and we're going to, you know, they're going to be more robust each time and, and more meaningful each time. Yeah. And this was the big one. This yeah. was 2.0. This was the one that added in all kinds of cool shit. It was a and lot of changes. There's a lot of changes. And it didn't quite get us to where we all want to be, but it was a huge first step. Oh, and definitely. Boom. <laughs> there were a ton of problems right off the bat. So. And on a side note, just because you were mentioning how people were complaining on the PS3 side back then. Uh, Microsoft announced, I think it was <laughs> yesterday, that they will continue updating the Xbox One every month uh, mm-hmm. in 2015. So now they're the ones doing all that. <laughs> but, but you know what? With that one, I don't see people complaining so much because every one of their monthly updates seems yeah. to seems to add some cool shit. Oh yeah, no, no, I'm not saying it's for. not a good thing or anything. I just, I just, it, it to me, it's kind of ironic because in the last generation, the PS3 got so much shit for it. Well, uh, and I think unfounded. Off, but, Microsoft would do it like twice a year, you right. know, which to me was frustrating as fuck. I'm like, well, we have to wait all this time, and and yeah. and when it comes, you change the entire dashboard on me, and I don't know what the fuck just <laughs> happened, you know. Oh, you made room for more ads. How'd you find that spot? Wow. <laughs> you know, everybody says the blades were the best, but the blades were one of the worst fucking wastes of space i had ever seen in a user interface in my life i think the original interface was still the best on that system it was not really because i would always go to the mini one and the newer one i would always go to the mini one and just fly flip back and forth well the mini one is much different than the original blades the original blades had repetition across all of them well that's true and and a good third to to half of the space was an ad yeah. So when you got down to it, when you narrowed it down to what was actually useful on that screen, it was like a little, not even a quarter of the screen was actually useful and not repeated on the next blade over. True. It was the worst waste of fucking space I had ever seen in my life. I, from a, this is what I did. You know, I was a graphic guy, web designer guy, and a user interface guy. Right. And when I saw that thing, I was like, this is fucking terrible. This (laughs) is the worst piece of shit I've ever seen. Just to get to, because you'd be on like the first blade, and what you'd want is on the fifth one, and you're like, yeah, that's true. And I'm like, you could fit all of this into two. If you really optimized your space and got rid of the fucking ads and got rid of all the overlap, you could put all this information in two screens and be done with it. Probably, yeah. And, oh, I fucking no, I, hate it. But everybody. But the thing is, the newer interfaces says, oh, they the had, best. I hated too. Because yeah. it was almost like they were trying to copy the X and B to a certain extent, but flipped 90 degrees. But I was having so many problems finding anything on that newer interface. Like, I, I just couldn't find my games that were supposed to be in the hard drive. I, I was always tapping around trying to find stuff. I, I hated it. Mm. 
I well, see, I don't like all the ads and shit that they. That they well, I don't either, and they cluttered but, it up. Um, there are some issues here and there, but for the most part, the the three sixty dashboard as it is now, I'm okay with. Um, yeah, I don't even know what it looks Xbox, like. I haven't had mine on for like two years now, probably. The Xbox One dashboard, I'm still a little <sighs> iffy on because I hate it. I still haven't quite wrapped my head around. I'm I'm getting better at it, but I still haven't quite wrapped my head around. I'll be someplace like the the store, especially. Yeah, it's you, you go into the store and I find um like a new releases area. Yeah, and it took me forever to figure out all the way down at the bottom in like the light light gray dot dot dot. You have to yeah. click on that to see everything. Uh, but I do that. And I download a demo and then I'd go back and that new releases section is gone. And I'm like, wait, what the fuck just happened? It's, it's just missing. And I'm scrolling back and forth and I'm like, it's gone. And I'd back out entirely and I'd go back in and it was still gone. I'd back out entirely and go back in and it was there. Yeah. And I'm like, what what the fuck? So I, I, I haven't figured out their store and I think they're, I don't know what they're doing with it, but something is weird going on there. So I I am not a fan of their interface right now, and I'm not saying the PlayStation 4 is as perfect because it's far from perfect, but uh, I really don't like the the Xbox One's interface. I I find it confusing. I find it like tonight, even when I was just going through to try to find that Games with Gold, I didn't see it on the screen originally because something else was in that spot, and I don't know how to get to it unless it's in that spot in the lower right hand corner of the second uh, the second screen. Like, I can't find that games with gold in the store. It's only in that one little spot. And for some reason, it wasn't there. You know, I, I hate trying to find an easy way to message my friends. I hate, well, the friends that I, there's like one friend I talk to on there. Because none of my friends are ever online unless they're watching Netflix. Which sucks, because I wanted to play like some online with uh, Sunset Overdrive and everything else. I I just... <laughs> I'm doing I'm doing better with that interface. Uh, it's just I I think it's well they added a friends tab now which is good. I think it's clever in a way that you know I I I didn't spend the time to go through the the little um, tutorials. I I went through one of them, but I didn't go through enough of them and really pay attention to what was going on in those tutorials because, right. and I think that's why they did it, and I think also that that's a brilliant idea. Uh, is giving you that video tutorial right there saying, Hey, look, welcome. And here's how you get around and what sure. you do. Um, so yeah, I mean, uh, if I played it every day, every single day, yeah. you know, uh, I'd probably be a pro at it right now. Um, I still think it's too cluttered and I think they need to clean it up. Yeah. I really do. I just, I, it's good that they added that friends tab now. Uh, if I had friends that I played online with, it'd be great. Uh, but um, I just, I, they're improving it, but it's funny to think that they were considered to have like the best of a lot of things on the, uh, in the last generation. And this one, I don't know what happened. Like, I don't know if they just like decided let's go on a clean slate and start everything fresh. And I, I just, I think it's confusing. I think it's cluttered. PS4, I mean, it's the the new stuff they've done are really nice, but again, I'd still like to see a way to actually like manage and and 
sort and and just manage categories and everything else want, on the front page there. Yeah, I want my own fucking folders, and I want yeah. to be able to organize it the way I want to. I I don't like. I, and I now, yeah, yeah, I don't like it the way it's set up right now. Uh, I mean, I had a problem with it scrolling a hundred things across, you know, to oblivion. Yeah. Uh, and I, I kind of have a problem with it being only f- 15 things or being 15 things, you know, that's, well, that's either too much or too little for me. I, and it's not, it's not what I want. You I know? do like it though, what they've done as a stopgap, because you do only have the 15 things, which you can kind of control, but, and I think it's going to get better over time when you start using things and not using things, it's going to learn. But I do like that now you go into library and there's sorting options in library. Yeah. What I do want, though, is a way to take shit out of my library because the Destiny Alpha's in there still. The Destiny Beta's in there still. Yeah. A couple of the demos I've played are in there. Uh, you know, the but Evolve the problem Alpha. Is, I mean, yeah, you should be able to kind of hide stuff in your yeah, library. Yeah, I want to hide it. That should be an option. But your library is essentially your... I know this. download history. But the thing is, you should be able to go, to hide it in the library. You should. And yeah. then go, if you want to re-enable something, go into the store, go into the actual download list, and say, oh, I want to see this now. That's all they got to do. No, well, you shouldn't even have to do that. You should have an option to hide or unhide. You well, know, show you hidden, unhide it if it's hidden? You say show hidden items. That's oh, an yeah, option. yeah, yeah, that's fine. And then I, you I don't care how they do it. it. I just want, you know? want them to do it. But there, there's an easy way without having to go into the store and go into your download list and go do the, you know, just hide or show hidden items. Sure. You know, it's, you should be able to do something like that. And you should apply at Sony, man. Do a UI stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm, yeah, California. <laughs> nah, you might are. be able to do that from home. Who knows? I doubt that. I seriously doubt that. You don't know until you try. No, I know that a lot of UI stuff is collaborative and you really need to be physically present. You could use the video conferencing capabilities on the PS4. Oh, wait. (sighs) All right. Um, All right. Last bit of news here. Uh, Techland. Uh, They who bring dying light uh, (laughs) to consoles. Yes. Uh, They have finally said... Dying Light is not coming to the PS3 and the Xbox 360. Uh, those versions have been canceled because Dems is, Dems is too old. <laughs> I, I have a feeling because the game is so... It, it's very ambitious. It is. And I think it that is. trying to make those work on those older systems was probably just too much work for how much benefit they were getting out of it. That is exactly how they're framing it. Uh, yeah. at least right now, uh, they're saying, uh, this was posted on the dying light Facebook page. I'll just read you bits and pieces of it here that, um, the next gen feel is tightly connected to the technological side of dying light. For instance, up to 200,000 objects can be displayed in the game at once. Uh, add to this the use of realistic physics-based lighting technology, and you really start to push the next-gen systems to the limits. So all of that stuff and all the other stuff that they've been doing on it, they were saying it just it got to the point where the PS3 and 360 versions were just not working and not yeah. working the way they wanted them to, and they finally said, forget it. Just dump it, and we'll put everything into these versions and 
that'll be that so that they can do it. As they say, we choose to release it without any compromises on the three strongest systems available, which are Xbox one PS4 and PC. Right. It's probably a good decision. It is. Um, and it's crazy because it's releasing in January, 2015. (laughs) <laughs> well, or it could get delayed again. Who knows? It could. But um, I think that's one of the problems, or I think that's one of the reasons they delayed it, is because they were trying to get it to work on these older systems. Yeah. Because you know, they it's were obviously building these for, the, for the, the new systems and then kind of scaling them back. And either you contract out and have somebody else do the conversion for you, like a lot of companies do, or you, have, you spread your team too thin. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yep. So. Good news. I think it's good news. Not good news for people that haven't upgraded, but maybe that's another one of those reasons to upgrade if that's a game that you care about. Well, and that's what a lot of people have been complaining about, uh, is that a a lot of early adopters of the PS4, I would say, have been complaining about is, you know, why did I do this when it's all these quote-unquote indie titles? And Somebody uh, said something about that on Facebook today, like, oh, they have slated as indie titles. Is that an HD remakes of games I already own? Well, uh, as we talked about earlier, there are vast numbers of people who never owned a PS3 that own a PS4. Yeah. So they never bought uh, The Last of Us. They never, possibly, never bought The Last Tomb Raider game. Right. Uh, because maybe they were a Wii owner. And, you know, the, that game didn't come to the Wii. Oh, Wii owner. <laughs> um, so, Tomb Raider's know, not shovelware, sir. <laughs> Sony, they actually, they they know who's buying the system. And, you know, they do all their research and everything. And they're well aware that it makes good business sense to bring out something like The Last of Us Remastered. Um, and it makes good business sense for Deep Silver to come, to bring out Metro, yeah, uh, Metro twenty thirty three and uh, Last Light, Dying Light, I, I don't Last remember. Light, Last Light, um, Dying Light's infamous. Yes, uh, <laughs> man, these lights. Wait, Dying Light? No, that's First Light. I'm the totally fuck? fucking with you. This is Dying Light. <laughs> Dude, it's 10 after 12, man. I know. It's, I'm just fucking with you. It's fucking Tuesday. Yeah, it's yeah, Wednesday. Yeah. Hey. It's, what day is it? I don't know. I lost Shoes. Track. It's the shoes. Shoes. Yes, the, the shoes. What did I say? Those fancy shoes? Is that what I said? Fuck. All right. I don't even know anymore. Yeah, so. I didn't even know when I said it. That's the end of the news. All right. Enough news. Yeah. So let's take a break. Again. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll talk about what we're playing and watching. We'll give an up- extra life update with some actual numbers this week because I actually found out how to find those. Uh, and then we'll talk some unfinished swan and we'll get the hell out of here. We- we'll forget about emails this week. Even though the guy that um, that was that I was busting on that said that nobody would pay 300 bucks to make you stop playing uh, Just Cause, mm-hmm. uh, he like sent us an email like, why did Glenn have to be such a dick or something like that? I'm like, you were the one saying we wouldn't do it. That was our motivation. Yeah. I was using that as motivation. Yeah. So, and the fact that he hates sick kids. I'm, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll, we'll be right back. Yeah. 
It's late at night. It's all Janina's fault. So let's talk about what we're playing and possibly watching. I'm okay with that. All right. For yeah, Janina. I'm I'm totally fine with it. She I'm can okay make us late any day of the week. I don't care. Yes. I man, that was so much fun. Best guest ever. I you know it's funny. I, I was kind of teasing it a little bit on Twitter because I didn't want to jinx it, and I was like, "We're gonna have the best guest ever," and and everybody's like, "Stuart," I'm like, "Yeah, sorry, better." <laughs> well, and then yeah. I emailed Stuart and said, "See, better." And yeah, and when Stuart hears it, if he ever listens to it, he'll realize, you know what? Yeah, she was better. <laughs> better. Yeah. Anyway, we still love you, Stuart. Well, yeah. Yeah, I'm yeah. waiting for him to come through on that other thing. But, you know, yeah. once that happens, then, yeah, I'll love Stuart. Well, I'll get on him. I, like I said, I think he's kind of waiting for me to say, yes, let's do it, because we had so much craziness going on that I put it on hold. Say yes. Oh, no, it'll happen. It'll happen. Yes, it will. We'll have another awesome guest. Yes, Might be some will. of the Janina's actually met. Oh, and, well, yeah, actually, she, mm, Yes. Y- See? Yes. Yes. She. Jesus. No. Yes. She. She had screen time with him. Oh. She definitely had screen time with him. I. Uh, well, can I have to right. ask her about that? Don't jinx it. Uh, um, I believe in jinxes. Uh. Garrett Wong, who was another one that we were going to get another. Yeah. Uh. He had pneumonia. Jesus. Right. Ugh. Like right after I saw him, he ended up in the hospital uh, with pneumonia. <laughs> so uh, he's back. He's recovering. And I haven't had a chance. I sent him an email. And I didn't realize that he was in the hospital with pneumonia at the time. Yeah. So I think it just kind of got lost in the shuffle there. I, I need to send him another message and contact him and, and see if we can get him to come on. Uh because he sounded like he was up for it, and I think he would like to. I think it would be cool. Oh, I think it would be very cool, yeah. I so. mean, we Star Trek, man. I'm a big Star Trek fan. Yeah. So. Yeah. That'd be very cool. So uh, I will get on that and see if we can make that happen in the next uh, couple of weeks. Yeah, make that shit happen. Yeah. Okay. So, so what would you uh, play, Josh? I played The Unfinished Swan. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the PS4 and Vita, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the Vita, I played some Titan Attacks. I am having so much fun with that game. It's funny. Um, I played it like crazy when I first got it. Yeah. And then I just kind of let it go by the wayside. And the other night, I was like, I need something quick, something. Uh, let me just try Titan Attacks. And my one game lasted almost an hour. I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. That was my last one, yeah, because I got farther and farther. You get to the moon, and yeah, I, I freaking like, love that the asteroids from Asteroids come at you. I was like, I don't think I've ever been this far in this game. And I just, this is the first time I played it, and I don't know how long. That happens um, every now and then. You just get in that zone. Uh, I was playing a little bit of Mutant Muds Deluxe. Very cool game. Uh, now, all right. Now, here's a weird thing. Actually, yeah, it's been a while since we did this. Uh, and I don't have it here in front of me, so I don't know. I brought the PlayStation TV uh, downstairs. Okay. Uh, because I was doing a lot of work on the computer. And I figured I'll just plug it in right here. You know, plug it into the other HDMI port on this 
a PlayStation monitor so I can flip right. back and forth and download shit to it. Um, you know, That's get the idea. memory card yeah. set up and, and just download it all in the background while I'm, while I'm doing my stuff. Uh, I tweeted about one of the fucked up things. <laughs> it's, it's, I, cause I went through the list of compatible games. Yeah. And after I went through that list and kind of marked down stuff and kind of got my head around, you know, what can I fit on the card? And, you know, I have a couple cards here and what can I do and how am I going to do all this? And what am I going to keep? What am I not going to keep? Uh, <laughs> then I went into the store on there and of course they only show you what's available for PlayStation TV. Yeah. For the most part. Uh, so Gran Turismo five for the PSP or Gran Turismo, 5. Gran, Gran Turismo, Gran Turismo PSP. PSP. Yeah. Uh, is on the compatible list. You go in there, it's in the PlayStation store to download mm-hmm. for PlayStation TV and you mm-hmm. try to download it and it says it cannot download to this device. Yep. For some reason it got yanked at the last minute, <laughs> which is, it's, it's asinine because it's, it's a PSP game. It's not going to use any of the other features of the system. It makes no sense. And some people are like, well, you know, publishers, blah, blah. No, this is Sony. It is. It it's makes Sony. no it's, sense. It's, it's fucking stupid. So, yep, that's the one I'm most, uh, most depressed about. Yeah, so that's not working. And that kind of bugged the shit out of me. Um, the other odd one. What was the other odd one? I had – I was – I knew it, and then we got off on talking about all this, and I forgot. Um, oh, Mutant Muds Deluxe, which I was just saying. I, I played a little bit of that on the Vita. That's not on the compatibility list. Well. But it shows up in the store. Yeah, it's it's weird because I was talking to PlayRise about tabletop racing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I got that PlayStation TV a day early, but I also had the Japanese one I was using before that. And Tabletop Racing is a game that obviously should work. And they said that they didn't realize that they had to, like, kind of validate it with Sony. Mm -hmm. So they had to get a patch together for it that was post-launch to make it compatible with the PlayStation TV. Because there was one thing that uses the touch controls, like, on the back touch that they had to change uh, to work with the PlayStation TV. But they, they were telling me, they're like, we didn't realize that we had to do something to make it compatible. And see, that's the thing. Something probably needs to be done here for Mutant Muds Deluxe because probably, yeah. it's not on the compatibility list. It's in the store, but if you try to download it, it says, this will not work. Don't download it. God, what a mess. And I said, well, fuck you. I'm going to download it anyway because it's here in the store. So I downloaded yeah. it and I loaded it up. And it worked. And I'm like, great. And then I loaded it up a second time and it sat on a black screen forever. And I had to reboot. Oh, God. And yeah, it's buggy as shit. So yeah. I shouldn't have downloaded it. Um, but the other night I went to play it on my regular Vita and it kind of locked up my system. So I think it's really? just the game itself is kind of buggy and a little fucked up on the That's Vita weird. right I've- now. I've never had a problem with that on the Vita. Uh, now I've had it on the Vita and the, the PlayStation TV, so hmm. I don't know what's going on with it. Um, you pissed off the Sony gods. Yeah, so I'm 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 a little cautiously 
optimistic about the PlayStation TV now. Um, just because I now have a memory card with PSP games on it and a smaller memory card with PS one games on it. <laughs> I have not swapped it over to the Vita yet because obviously there are apps and things on the Vita that are not available on PlayStation TV. You mean like Netflix? But but when you take something that was see, and this is why I'm wary of doing this. If people who have memory cards with a bunch of games and things on it and several pages of stuff and yeah. swap memory cards in and out are well aware of this issue. People who don't might not know this. The way it builds the database and the way it displays everything on the screen, you can have your memory card and you can have things organized beautifully. Then you swap out cards and when you bring the original one back, everything is fucked up and all over the place. Yeah. Uh, if you put them in folders in in the little bubbles, that that mitigates it to a certain extent. It actually kind of stops that from happening. Yeah. But if you have multiple pages, you have to kind of have the same sort of structure on the two different memory cards. Uh, Otherwise, things get all fucked up again. Right. But the fact that they let you take the card between the two is good. And this goes no, back it's to great. Your, I'm not complaining yeah, it about goes that. Back, but, and it sucks because I had the same problem where all of a sudden I'm like, wait, my stuff's all messed up. Yeah. Because it does that rebuilding database thing. And yeah, so. And, and that's, that's the thing. I've tried to build out the pages to be essentially the same, roughly the same. And I felt good about it. You know, I, I, I have the, the icons in the same place, um, especially for my first screen where it's like the, the, the media apps, like little bubble, which yeah. has Netflix and, and all that stuff in it. But it also has the camera, uh, the video app, you know, the, the stuff that's in both essentially, uh, they're all sitting in the same place in the bubble, you know, even though it looks all fucked up on the TV one, cause they're all over the place, but they're in the bubble with the empty spaces ready to fill in <laughs> if it needs to. <laughs> um, but what's throwing me off is the second page I have, which is the card based games. And on the Vita, all the card based games are there. On the PlayStation TV, they're not all compatible, so I only put in the compatible ones. Sure. So I'm afraid when the database hits that, it's going to fuck everything up because they're not all there or they're not all in the same bubbles because it's only two bubbles of like 12 games versus, you know, eight bubbles of a bunch of games, whatever it is. Right. Uh so I've been wary about moving it over, but I really want to because now I have a card of PSP stuff and I have a card of PS one stuff. And I'm like, this is exciting. You know, <laughs> I, I want to be able to play those games, but I'm afraid I just don't want to deal with the hassle of all oh, my shit's fucked up and I have to reorganize it again because yeah, yeah. organization and me, I mean, you know, <laughs> believe so, me, I know. Yeah. So 
Did I mean, you see I'm, how meticulous I got when I left, or when I like when I packed everything up and got it out of there? Like I put the table back when you were there. I I made I was trying to like be meticulous about things, and I just left the shit that was yours. I just left it because I knew if I put that anywhere, you wouldn't like it anyway. I wouldn't know where it went. <laughs> That's the other thing. So I just put all the stuff there, like your long HDMI cable and all the other stuff. I put mm. it all over the, that side and yeah. I cleaned up my area. <laughs> and then you left a half drank bottle of water uh, I did? by the bed. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> but no, you, yes, it was wonderful. I, I try. I okay. I, under, I understand the sickness a little bit, and yeah. so yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm enjoying it, but at the same time, I you know I want to be able to do stuff, and I'm afraid to do it because I just don't want to deal with the pain in the ass of what it's going to do. Yeah, to the card and how to and to move all my shit back to where it was and go through. You know, see, but because for me because. Not everything's compatible with the PS Vita t- or the PlayStation TV. Mm-hmm. I took the 32 gig card from my Vita and just formatted it for that. Yeah. And then I got that new 64 gig from Amazon or whatever. So the 64 is in my regular Vita, and I, I've been actually working on cleaning that up because I had like eight screens full of shit mm-hmm. uh, because I'm just putting everything on it now. And on the TV, I've got a 32 in there and, and the way that the compatibility goes, I actually have space. So it works out great for me so far. But that was the thing because I had space. I I did the same thing, but because I had space, you know, I was using it. (laughs) Look more space. Well, I could put PSP stuff and I have another card. So I had PSP stuff and then I had PS one stuff, which I'm a little frustrated about with the PS one stuff because you know, they brought out the entire Namco collection, which I haven't bought. The N A M C O PS1 games. Yeah, I was going to talk about those because I played them all. Well, I have, I have N and M physically. Uh, I have all five physically. A C O were, were they're hard to find now. They've been yeah. hard to find for a long time, and yeah. I never bought them when they came out because I was like, I'm not paying all that money for those those freaking games and half of them I've never heard of. And, and then I wanted them and they're gone. They're long gone. They're really expensive now. <laughs> um, but I mean, I remember cause I had N and M and they had Pac-Man and Miss Pac-Man and all that stuff on them. And they weren't great translations I, of them. I was just going to say like, <laughs> they're buggy. Like they are, they're all arcade ROMs and, but, and just the but interface just is fucked up too. on the PS one. Yeah. They, they're buggy. Like yeah. I had problems with them on the Vita even like I, I was, I was, eh, you know, I'll check these out cause I've had them, but I haven't played them for a long time. Yeah. And I went in and like, one of them has like one game I want to play. The other ones are just shit. Yeah. But I was playing Ordine and Ordine is, a, an a, amazing shmup in the arcade and had a pretty good translation on the turbo graphics and i went in to play ordine and i was even problems with that like the controls were all fucked up yeah well that was the thing with the i think that's just the way they they did it they really did not do a good job of porting them over to the ps1 either no. they they just did a sloppy port of it or the PS one couldn't handle it or whatever it was. Well, it just, remember that they did assault work. game. We played at, uh, at barcade with the two joysticks and you can flip the tank oh, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's on one of them. And I'm like, how do, am I supposed to control this? <laughs> 
with the with the controls on this thing and and it's so stupid like they have it mapped to the buttons and it's terrible yeah yeah i don't know why they would even port- i mean it was a great game but with those specialized controls you shouldn't even try to put that on a console like that yeah it's funny i yeah. i but i do i for some stupid reason i do want to get those i'm just like yeah. it's a, it's you and i are, are together on that one and it's like a collector thing you know it's yeah. it's yeah. But it's, I mean, it's 30 bucks for all five of them, you know? Yeah. So at the same point, I'm like, no. <laughs> and and um, that's the thing. I don't, I don't really think they're all worth it, honestly. Yeah. Oh, no, they're not. They're definitely not. Like, they even change the interface on them. A couple of them have, like, this 3D museum that you walk through and everything yes. else. And a couple of them don't oh, even yeah, have that. Right. and But it's so crappy. I mean, I mean I'm sure that. back in the PS1 days, it would have been like, oh, this is so cool. But yeah. You go there now, and you're like, it's it's like it's like you're trudging through it. it it's yeah. just it's an exercise in frustration. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was. And I I had forgotten about that museum piece of it. Uh, yeah, oh. well, it was it was a cool idea, and it was it looked cool on the shelves. Yes, the five of them laid out there, spelling out Namco, yes. and you know they all had all these games on them, and it was such a cool idea and such a great collection. I thought, wow, it would be awesome if. Like all these companies did something like this and put out their library, you know, and ooh, yeah. yeah. The the two that I have, yeah, they, they just don't play well. But still I agree. It's just one of those things. Uh so I didn't get those, but those are not listed as compatible with PlayStation TV. Right. Um which was another reason. I mean, I didn't have the money Which, to get them, but uh, there's, you know, there's just It's one just silly. Things. Anything PS1 should, be, should work on that system. It should. Um, what I do like is all the Final Fantasy games are on there. So, yeah. you know, it's one of those things where I, I just need to get the, the save. And that was another thing. I'm like, how the fuck am I going to get the save onto this thing? <laughs> uh, Ooh, that's a good... Mm, it does well, there's have a, a memory USB card port. to USB adapter... No, there's a USB port on the PlayStation TV, so I'm thinking maybe I can plug it into the computer and it'll see it as a PS Vita. I've never tried that. I just thought it was for the for the controller. I don't know. Because there's not a USB on on the regular Vita. I thought it was just to sync the controller. I didn't. I have never heard about a connectivity you know what it at all. Probably is. Yeah. No, because how would you get a PS One save onto PlayStation TV? Oh, well, know, you know what you know, could do yeah, is you, you could use the, the content manager. Yeah, you put the card. No, you put the card into the Vita. Yeah. Put the Vita on the computer. Right. Use content save. manager. Yeah. Yeah. And then go back. Boy, that'd be a trudge. But but say you don't have a Vita, you know, if you get this, if if you have a PS4 and you have PlayStation TV and you have PS1 games, well, if you have a PS3 and you have a PlayStation TV. You're just going to have to start the game over, that's all. Be, I, I guess you would. Fuck. Well, but I think a lot of people are, I think the aim is a lot you know of people, what? this is their first chance to play ps1 games and stuff you know what i want i want the memory card adapter the ps2 memory card adapter for the ps3 i want one of those for the ps1 to 
the PlayStation TV. <laughs> a very specialized device that will sell for 15 bucks yeah. and everybody will use once and throw in the trash. Good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. It actually, it's like Mission Impossible. It actually burns up the one time you use it. Yes. I still have mine. What's that? You want your, so do I. Yeah. <laughs> I think it was a brilliant idea, and I like it. Nice. I still have the configuration CD or the DVD that came out for the network adapter for the PS2. Oh, I have that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I'm gonna get rid of that. Exactly. Uh, dude, I have, someday they might bring the Cellcom servers back up. I have two different. <laughs> I have two different web discs for uh, the Dreamcast. Well, who doesn't? It's <laughs> that's almost like having a, a copy of that dance game for the Dreamcast. <laughs> Crazy that everybody has five copies of. Uh, all right, <laughs> damn you, damn Lucin. So, uh, all right, also for the Vita, I played some Zen Pinball 2. Nice, uh, South Park Tables. I think I forget, it's been a while, so it's been good weeks since we recorded. Uh, and some more Samurai Warriors 4. I need to play a couple of the other modes, uh, and review that next week. Um, I am enjoying that game, though, uh, surprisingly. Yeah, you seem to be enjoying it at Extra Life. Yeah. It's the best. I said it, I think, during one of the Extra Life or the podcast. I don't know when. Uh, but I think it's the best. I think it's the most bug-free <laughs> version and that's of crazy. a Warriors game. That's just silly talk, Josh. You better watch yourself or they're going to like put you in an insane asylum. It's It's pretty... Pretty freaking good. Wow. Um, and the PS4, uh, the Unfinished Swan, which I may have mentioned already. I think you uh, did. Madden 15. And Mason wanted me to play. Oh, fuck. I forgot. We went back because I told him I, <laughs> we had been talking about Rampage. Yeah, yeah. Um, because he and I played it in Virginia. On okay. one of those, you know, little arcade, like, well, like three quarter size on arcade machines. Multicade, right? Yeah, that's yeah. like a multicade. Um, but it was the original. And I had forgotten that what we got on the PS3 was Rampage World Tour. That's right. Which was not the original. Right. It doesn't look like the original. No. It plays like it, kind of, but. But at the same time, I kept telling him, yeah, we're going to, it's that game we played. It's like, yeah. And I bring it up. I'm like, world tour. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and I started and he's looking at it like, this doesn't look like the same game. <laughs> and I start playing it and he's just watching it. Like, he's like, okay, that's like the daddy lied and everything, but it just doesn't look right. You know? Yeah. So, uh, he wanted to see something else and he saw, he went over to the games and he was looking at the games and he pulled out the Lego movie game. Oh boy. And I was like, this is the game. I said, this is not the movie. This is the game. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Play that. <laughs> did he say everything is awesome? <laughs> he did not. Uh, but he enjoyed watching me play the game. I got so pissed off <laughs> with this game. <laughs> And it, it had nothing to do with the gameplay itself. On the PS4, and I hadn't played this yet on the PS4. On the PS4, every single cutscene, a big message comes up on the screen that says, 
recording has oh, been, has been blocked, blocked yeah. in this section because blah, 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 and it will resume once you can record again. Yeah. Every fucking cutscene, because every cutscene is, from is the movie. a derezzed version, a shitty version of the movie. Right. That also pops up whenever you launch the new SingStar on PS4. Holy fuck. You yeah, can't do well, any recording in that game, well, which makes sense. That's okay. Pop up a message when it launches. Yeah. But every single time a cutscene happens in that game, and they happen a lot in that game, <laughs> to have that big-ass ugly message pop up on my screen... I started looking for a way to shut down the recording. I was like, can I just not have this ever show up on my screen ever? Because I, I don't want this. It, it ruins the game. I agree. Yeah, because it blocks it half the screen as this, as this cutscene is going on. Yeah. It, for fuck's sake. They really have to do something about that in the next firmware. <laughs> um, Write your congressman. That's the first time I've run into that. Um so yeah, yeah. There was... aren't many games that that block that. Uh, <sighs> I'm trying to think of another one that does actually besides Singster. Man, that was frustrating. I think there's a Capcom game that does. Um, but I played it for I played it for a while, and he was actually enjoying it. Uh, you know, he was telling me, "Go do this, go do this." Yeah. Um, so he was getting into it, which was kind of fun. Um, That's cool. So, yeah, and he picked up the controller again, and Lou was looking at him, and I said, you know, if, I said, there are thousands of people out there right now that would be so proud to see you doing that. He holds it like he knows exactly what he's doing with it. Like, he holds it perfectly, and... (laughs) He, you know, he's working the thumbsticks and he's pushing the buttons and everything. And he's telling Lou, you know, what this is and what this is. And you push here and you push here. And she's like, really? Oh, okay. She's like, he knows more than I do. (laughs) (laughs) And he was showing her how the touchpad pushes down and everything. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. uh, That's fun. Uh, But... Uh, that's all I played on the PS4, I think. I don't know. Mm. But, uh, the Xbox One, Sunset Overdrive. Yeah. And I figured I would end with that. Oh, I didn't get to talk about what I saw. What did I see? Shit, what did I see? Uh, Oh. We watched Toy Story 2. Nice. Which I don't think I've seen since the theaters. That's actually my favorite out of the three. Well, I'm watching it and I'm like, I don't remember any of this. I, I'm like, I have a vague recollection of this, but I really don't know where we're going and how this is going to end. What's uh, this, yeah, but that's not a bad thing. No, it, it was good because I mean, I enjoyed it, but again, it's one of those. It's a rough one for the kid to see because yeah. when he gets taken away, and he's like, "What happened? What happened?" And he's getting all upset. Holy crap! He. He was sitting down here before we watched it. He was sitting down here and the TV was on and I was making dinner and I ran upstairs to get some food and I come back downstairs and he is crying. Mm. He is just his bawling like, ah! and I'm like, hey, what happened? You better tell that kid to toughen up. His sister's coming and he's not going to get any attention anymore. Dude, I came down. I was like, what happened? And he's like, 
what what happened to the dog? What happened to the dog? And I look and it's one of those please help the dogs and they're all in these cages oh. and they're all oh. and I'm like are you serious? He saw this commercial and Sarah McLaughlin made him cry. Yeah, I was bitch. like I was like kid you are like filled with empathy and holy shit. I'm like they're okay. They're okay. They're just waiting for people to come to come and and take them home. <laughs> I was like, I cannot believe it. This the commercial just it killed him. <laughs> wow. So that's why I was like, uh, uh, dude, let's watch a movie. What do you want to watch? Uh, Toy Story. Toy Story. Let's Here, let's happy. Watch. Yeah. <laughs> and of course, it's Toy Story too. And he's like, What happened, Woody? And I'm like, Oh shit. <laughs> so we did the same thing there. I'm like, Uh. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Um. So that uh. I've been watching from dusk till dawn season one. I got to watch. It's, it's something I really want to watch soon. Cause I saw the first episode and I loved it. Yeah. Uh, well, that's the thing. It's, I, I am going to do a review on this. I mean, that's why I have it. Um, wait, 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 wait. They what? sent you the first season. Yeah. Motherfucker. Yeah. I hate you. Huh? That comes to me. Oh, okay. Says the guy who never reviewed the. I know. Uh, yeah, I know. And well, no, no. You sent it to me after you do the review. I just want to see it. That's why they sent. You said it's on Netflix or something. Yeah, we'll find out. It's on Netflix for fuck's yeah. sake. But it's Robert Rodriguez. He's, it's on Netflix. But but it's Robert Rodriguez. He's my favorite. Or he's yeah. one of my favorites. One of my favorites too. Um. So, yeah, I mean, you've only seen the first episode, so it's interesting in the way they're doing it, because when that came out, I had the same reaction that I've had with all these, like they did with Psycho and Fargo and this, and there was like one or two others um, that it's like, wait, they're taking that, they're taking that movie and they're turning it into like a a television series? Yeah. Yeah, I was a little skeptical too. And I mean, from this especially, because I love the movie. Oh my God. I I absolutely love that movie. Yes. Um, But it's a weird thing. It's like, how do you turn that into a television series? And in the first episode, you can kind of see where they're going to go with it and how they're going to do it. It's that they tweak things here and there. It is the same story, but there are little tweaks and there are little changes and they expand on things. The entire first episode is, uh, it's the beginning of the movie pretty much the, just the very first small part of the movie in the convenience store. Yeah. Uh, and that's the entire first episode, the entire hour. Yeah. Um, but you get a little bit of backstory on the ranger, the Texas ranger, and now he's got a partner and now his partner has to go hunt them to the gates of hell, you know, yep. essentially. Uh, so they change things up a little bit and it, it makes it worth watching even if you've seen the movie uh, because you think you know what's going to happen but it doesn't always play out the way you expect it to. Uh, and they give you more stuff, you know? So it's, it's, a, it's an interesting idea, 
you know, taking that concept, taking these movies and then turning them into a much bigger, much bigger project, essentially. Oh, yeah. And and expanding that universe and expanding on what little story you have compared to what they're showing on the TV show now. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's. It, it's something I'm really interested in because, like you, I, I just adore that movie. Yeah. It's Man, it's one of my favorites. Yeah. And the best part is, uh, was it, I think Desperado was before that, wasn't it? Yeah, it Desperado was. was his second movie. It was El Mariachi and then Desperado. Yeah. And then, actually, uh, from Dust Till Dawn, Tarantino directed the first half first and then half, Rodriguez yeah. did the second half. Well, I mean, it's... It's night and day. I mean, it's so obvious. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, it, <laughs> Just it's, from it's, the style of it. It's so obvious what part is Tarantino. It was the same, it was the same idea that they have with Four Rooms, where those yeah. two did two sections and then two other directors. But then, and they kept building on it. Like, then they did uh, Grindhouse, which was two full movies, you know, Planet of Terror from yeah. Rodriguez of Zombie Flick and uh, Death Proof from Tarantino, which I fucking love so much. Uh, so yeah, it, it's, it's funny because like you said, it's night and day, like the Tarantino stuff, you could just tell it's him. It's yeah. totally his style and everything. And it gets to Rodriguez and shit gets crazy and, oh, Selma Hayek. Well, and that's the funny thing about it because Desperado, uh, there's this crotch gun. Yeah. Tom Savini. <laughs> and well, it was in Desperado and he yep. said like in the commentary, I think it was, uh, uh, Robert Rodriguez said, you know, I, I forget who built the gun. Like either he had the idea or one of the prop guys was like, look at this. And he's like, no fucking way. Uh, and he's like, I gotta, I, I have to put this in a movie and I have to make this thing work. And yeah. they either couldn't get it to work or couldn't figure it out or couldn't find a good place for it, but they had it in Desperado. Right. And then, well, it was just or, in the case. Nobody ever wore it. Was it or was it in the original El Mariachi? It was something. No, no, it wasn't in El Mariachi at all. Um, and Desperado, I would almost consider almost a remake of El Mariachi, but it is in it's a supposed way. to be a continuation. But yeah. the gun, the, the 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 that gun was in the guitar case. He never wore it. Okay, yeah, it's been a while since I've seen because they couldn't get it to them. work. That's that's what I heard was they couldn't get it to work correctly, but they wanted to have it. So uh, then he pulls it out of the gun case, and then of course Tom Savini's got it on and. Dust till dawn. It dust till dawn, and he uses it, and it's fucking Fuck yeah. awesome. <laughs> oh, so funny! I love that he had Tom Savini <laughs> in the so movie. Funny. I mean, yeah. the dude is just a legend in in physical effects, you know, and, and makeup effects. Yeah, it's and that was just a fun movie. It was so cool. Um, so yeah, it's that's really exciting. Um, I'm I'm you know working my way through that. I I kind of want to get through. Yeah. I want to try to get through the whole season uh, to review it, uh, just to see how it ends. Like, do they end? Because I don't know yet. Do they end at the end of the movie, or are they planning on pushing this out to like two seasons, three seasons, four seasons? That's how a they damn good do question. Uh, so, you know, I'm kind of going along and seeing where it leads me. Yeah. Um, and I finally got to watch at least episode one. Of Sonic Highways, which is the Foo Fighters documentary. You don't say anything yet because I haven't watched any of them yet. Oh, man. Yeah, Adam was telling me about it because the first episode Chicago. Yeah. 
and I heard that they talk to. It's really cool how they're doing it. They're kind of talking. They go to these cities and they talk about uh, to like musicians and talk about musicians that were uh, kind of were eventful in their lives. And I heard the story about his cousin in Chicago took yeah. him to see a punk band yeah. at at the Cubby Bear because the Naked Cubby Bear Ray was Gun. kind of the punk scene in Chicago at the time. Yeah, yeah. She took him to see Naked Ray Gun. And, That's who it was, Naked Ray Gun. Yeah. And but the thing is, what's really really interesting about it, I mean, he says it at the beginning that for him, he can listen to all those old Foo Fighters albums. And he knows exactly where he was, exactly how he felt, exactly, yeah. you know, he has like a very visceral connection to each of those songs. And that's what he wanted to do with everybody for this new album. That's crazy. He wanted to give everybody that sort of visceral connection. Do you see that there's only eight tracks in the new album? Are there really? Because I yeah. know they said that they were doing that. This series was only eight episodes, but I thought I th- there can't be only eight tracks. That maybe they're only doing it for eight songs, and then the last uh-huh. couple are just kind of there. It's up for pre-sale right now on their website, and they have like vinyl. They have all kinds of crazy mm-hmm. shit. It There's is only, only eight, eight tracks on the yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um. So well, I mean, it was ridiculously ambitious because you'll see sure. the, the way they did it. They literally went to, you know, we want to go to this city and we go around the city and we talk to these people and we do this stuff and then we record a song. Yeah. And then we move on to the next city uh, and, and do their thing. So what's really cool about it is, is just that by the time you get to the very end, the very end of the show, and it's going to be like this for every show, uh, I would assume because this makes sense to do it this way. The very end of the show is the song. Yeah. Uh, uh, they're playing it. And, and they're all live, right? They're, they're playing it well, live. They're not really. I mean, it's is a it music in the studio. Video. Or? It's they're in the studio standing oh. there in the studio, but it's a music video of them in the studio playing the song. Okay. Um, but what's really really cool about it and i hope he does this for every single song i mean there's several episodes in and people who have watched it are like dumbass uh (laughs) in the in this first episode as they're standing there and they're playing the song his handwritten lyrics are coming across in front of him behind him on the screen Mm. to make it that much more obvious what's going on in the song. So you're not missing any of those very critical lyrics, things that you see in that first episode, the people he talked to Mm -hmm. things that they told him about experiences. He had experiences. They had, uh, little things are right there in the song and you can see it. And it just makes that connection and makes that connection so much stronger. And as I'm watching it, and I love the song already. I mean, that, that first song is something yeah, we heard from it, nothing. Yeah, we heard it in your car, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's such a good song. Yeah. Uh, but when you see it and you get that connection and you hear all that, I'm sitting there and I'm watching it and I'm like, I couldn't fucking love this guy more than I do right now. It, Dave Grohl is awesome. He's, I agree. He's absolutely amazing. And 
I fucking love him. He's, yeah. he's amazing. So, yeah, I need to watch uh, the rest of those uh, as they're coming up. And I really want to see him sitting with Obama and what they talk about. Oh, boy. Because I saw that. That's yeah. just that's a funny idea that Dave Grohl is sitting with the president of the United States, mm. whoever it is, yeah. you know, it, that he's sitting with the president of the United States talking about music. It's just fucking crazy. <laughs> so I want to see that. Uh, that's yeah. the DC episode, obviously. I've got um, them recorded so far, but I just haven't had time to watch them yet. Yeah. So it's, it's fantastic. He directed it. Um, so it's, I mean, it's his baby, basically. You know, they oh, said yeah. it's 20 years of Foo Fighters and yeah. they wanted to do something different. They wanted to challenge themselves and this was the way to do it. Uh, so, and, you know, the guitarist, he was, he was talking, well, they were all talking about it. The way they usually do the song, you lay down the drums first yeah, and you take a couple of weeks to lay down the drums and then you bring in the bass and you lay down the bass and then you bring in the guitars and you lay those down and then you do uh, the vocals and everything. But, you know, there's several weeks in before the guitarist even needs to show up. Right. Not with this and not the way they're doing it with this. They're all in the room together and they all have to put their parts together as they go. So it's changed the way he looks at things and it's changed the way wow. they're recording it. So it's changed, you know, it's changed the way they're doing the songs and it's changing the songs yeah, uh, in a way and making them different just by doing that. So it's really cool. It's, it's a fantastic documentary. It's a great idea. And I mean, it's gotten me a little spoiled because now I'm seeing this and I'm like, all right, I want this for everything. I want to yeah, see no everybody shit. do this. I want to see this for every Foo Fighters album from now on. <laughs> I want to see all my favorite music. I want to see this process. I want to see how they get into it and I want to see it made. Yeah. I really do. So, yeah, it's very cool. Cool. Very worth watching. So nice. that's it. That I'll was Sunset it. Overdrive. Yeah, we didn't talk about. Oh that. yeah, yeah. Since we both played it, that's where I was going. You know. Well, yeah. So it was it was funny because last you know the I stayed an extra day at your house specifically yeah. because um, our buddy Jeff Rubenstein was in New York City, and I'm like, what the hell are you doing here? You know, and and I was like, dude, you should come over and hang out with us. And he was busy, obviously, and and uh, he invited you and I to. Uh, a little launch thing that they did for Sunset Overdrive, like we mentioned with Janina. Every one of these companies does from four to six in the afternoon. <sighs> yeah. Like people don't work and people don't have to pick people up from work or pick people up from daycare or do anything. People people have no lives and they can just go from four to six in the afternoon well, on a weekday. Well, there week are day. people that do that for their job, though. But uh, it was funny because this wasn't – so we, we mentioned yeah. it last week on the podcast yeah. and we didn't really say what it was or anything. But um, Josh couldn't go uh, because he couldn't get a – was it you couldn't get a babysitter, right? Well, I had to pick him up. Oh, that's right. That's right. So <laughs> – 
Yeah. So I braved New York City on my own, took the train in, um, which, I mean, it's not like I haven't been in a big city before. I've taken the train to Chicago numerous times and everything, but there's a comfort factor with Chicago because I know it, you know? And and now uh, you understand so, a Vita in the path. Well, you didn't take your Vita. I didn't you take You would Vita. understand why. <laughs> well, I no, I got it. I, I was, I didn't know how much underground I'd be because... I, in my head, the perception was that this path thing was more like a metro train in Chicago where it was all above ground. Hmm. I didn't know it went underground until you kind of told me about it. So, yeah, I had no problems. I, I drove over to Newark, caught the path in, you know, caught my, my connecting train at, at Journal Station, took it over. And it, I, I told him, I said, you couldn't have planned it better because the path went literally a block away from where this place was. It was yeah. just, it was awesome. So, uh took the train down, got up, you know, got to the event and Jeff came down, brought me up. And I mean, you know, everybody can call me a traitor, blah, 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 and be, have fun with it. But the thing is, and I've said it before, I'll, I'll say it forever. You know, Jeff Rubenstein, without him, we never would have advanced as much as we did, as we have in the last eight years. Uh, Jeff was insanely instrumental in getting us in the door with Sony and getting us in the door with even some other publishers. And I will never decry that man. He did a ton for us. He's been a good friend since I've met him like six years ago or however long it was. And he'll always be my friend. So it was really, really cool that he invited me and, and, and Josh. And, and I mean, I stayed in town for that reason. It wasn't because it was sunset overdrive or anything else. It was a chance to hang out with my friend. And uh, I was bummed that J- Josh couldn't go. I really wanted you to be there, man. And, I really wanted to be there. And it was it was funny because like usually we go to these events, and I I recognize people. I didn't know anybody at this thing except for Ted Price. <laughs> so <laughs> Ted Price was there. I talked to him a ton because number one, I don't get a lot of time with Tom, with Ted. I talked to him an email every now and then, but I don't get a lot of FaceTime with him. So I talked to him quite a bit, uh, met, uh, someone that you and I met briefly at E3, like 2011 at, at the saddle ranch, uh, Aaron Greenberg, um, from Microsoft and then met Larry Herb and uh, a few of the other insomniac guys that I've talked to in the past, you know? So it was nice to be able to at least see a couple friendly faces like Ted and the insomniac guys and Jeff, but like, I don't think it was a media thing specifically. It seemed like it was more like fan sites or something or, you know, kind of enthusiast sites. At least that's what it seemed like. It didn't, I didn't see any, like anybody from joystick that we knew or any of the other bigger. Well, they already had the game. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them have had the game for like a week. Yeah. Because um, their reviews were up. The, the review embargo hit. That, that morning, yeah. you know, and this, this was in the afternoon. So yeah, the people that were there were not, you know, was, any of the major sites. Yeah. And, and it was neat. It, it was a, you know, it was like a loft, like, like you and I have talked about with that, uh, Square Enix thing at New York city comic con, like this New York city loft up on the sixth floor. And they had a little bar and everything. It was very, very nicely done. Uh, you know, little tiny finger food, like you and I were talking about before I went and, uh, but it was nice, you know, it was very fun and, and they had a ton of stations set up. They even had this DLC game that's coming out for Microsoft for the Xbox one called Ori O R I that we saw at E3. Mm, yeah. It was one of the indie games they showed beautiful game. Uh, I didn't get to play it, but I was watching it, it looked kind of Metroidvania ish actually. 
and Jeff was saying he's been playing it, and it's actually quite a lot of fun. So I definitely want to check it out when it hits hits the Expo. But uh, before Sunset Overdrive, I also got to play Assassin's Creed Unity. Uh, played a full mission in that, and I actually beat it. Like got through it. It took me a couple tries because I didn't know what I was really doing at first. But uh, it's it's cool. Like the graphics were pretty cool and. Uh, controls seemed a little bit tighter than before, and it, 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 I think it's going to be a good game so far. I mean, that's based on one mission, but but Sunset Overdrive. So they were kind enough to give you and I both copies of the game. Yes, which was amazing, I, and I get to bring a toy home for Mason. Yeah, I absolutely <laughs> I appreciate that so much. Oh my uh, god, yeah, Jeff, that was awesome. Uh, yeah. Uh, the toy he was the other night when we were <laughs> going to watch Toy Story and everything. It's sitting down here, and he goes and he picks it up and he he plays with it because he thought it's funny that there's two straws. Yeah, it's, and, it's the character that you see in the game. Uh, it's the the energy drink mascot, yeah. and it's got the you know like the beer hat with the two straws. Well, it's got energy drink in it instead, and yeah. it's this plush toy. It's a really nice little plush toy. So he thinks it's funny because of the two straws, and I show him, you know, here's the cans, and this is where it's coming from. He's like, it's on his hat, and I'm like, yeah, he's got two cans on his hat. <laughs> he's a redneck, and he just he always plays with the straws, the little plushy straws that are going down towards the mouth because they're not connected to the mouth or anything. They're just kind of in that general area, right? So he thinks it's funny, and he walks around with it. And there was a balloon, a little balloon that was attached to a thing, and which I took on a train for your kid. I didn't get a, a balloon for myself because I thought it was already silly to have this thing hanging out of my bag. I've taken crazier shit on those trains. Well, I don't want to push it too much. It was my <laughs> first time taking this thing alone. Yeah. And and plus, holy crap, if I had two of those balloons, I came back at 6 o'clock. <laughs> and those trains were shoulder to shoulder. Yep. <laughs> So to have two, because the one I already had was bumping into people. I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And uh, Which I, I do want to say as a side note, the stereotype of people on these trains in New York City, I didn't get that at all. Like the people on the path were so nice. Like a couple people yeah. were asking me about the shirt because I had the, I had the uh, Jane Salabob shirt that we bought at the store that looks like they're Mario yep. and Luigi. And people are asking me about that. They're asking me about what's in the bag. And just super nice. Like, everybody was super nice. So I just wanted to say that as a side note. Yeah. 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 Well, that stereotype's out there. Yeah. It's true. So anyway. So I braved the train with all that stuff for your kid. Yep. Just saying. So what do you think? I mean, how long? How much have you played? I've, I've got about three hours in. Uh, three or four, something like that. I'm not sure. A couple hours. Uh, I'm enjoying it still. Um, I'm still a little worried that it's going to be repetitive. Well, Josh, a point. <coughs> it is kind of getting that way. Okay. Well, I'll see when I get there. Yeah. Uh, right now it's, it's not quite there for me. You know, they're still changing things up. They're still, you know, learning things and, and well, that's one thing the tutorial stuff, it goes like three hours. I well, mean, they're just constantly teaching you something new. I think it kind of needs to, because yeah. there's a lot of shit going on in that game. And, and control wise, you really have to get used to. And, and that was the problem I had at E3 was just getting a handle on, 
the wire, uh, the skimming on the wires and then flipping beneath them and flipping yeah. back up and just getting all those buttons in your head and the combinations you need to do and how to easily move through the environment, yeah. you know, kind of seamlessly uh, without thinking about it and without thinking of what button you have to press and, and what you have to do. And a couple hours of tutorial is a good thing in sure. a game like that. They definitely is, ease you into it. Yeah, because it is kind of complex in, in the way all that works. Oh, like um, all the the modifiers they have and all the other stuff. I mean, and they make light of it in, in the game. And the, and the thing I love about it the most is the writing. And I've been tweeting yeah. it like that and everything. Oh, yeah. it, the writing is so freaking awesome in the game. It's funny. It's um, good. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm still confused about some of the things in there. Like what you can modify and what you can put in there as a badge or whatever else all the overdrive stuff it, it could it's complex and it, it can be confusing at times especially if you like have a couple of days between play sessions you kind of forget what's going on you're like wait a second what do i got to do again and oh yeah i have this and yeah thus as janina said and yeah. <laughs> it's i feel the same way and that's why i have trouble with some of these games that a game with that's complex like that or has a complex story or something like that, you need to kind of play through all in one sitting or in just a couple of sittings back to back. You can't really go away for a week and come back to it. You just feel lost and you get frustrated and just move on to something different and you never come back to it. It's, it's tough. Well, I mean, just to get through the main story I've heard is roughly 12 hours. Mm Mm-hmm. But the thing about this one is there are a shitload of challenges and, yeah, there are. you know, yeah. all these other little side missions all over the map. Yeah. Which I haven't even touched yet because, you know me, I, I want to get through the story first. Then I might go do the other stuff. But, um, yeah, it's it supposedly got a lot of content, which, I mean, you can kind of tell when you're grinding through the streets and stuff. Uh, there's a lot there to dr- distract you if you want to let it. But it's not as bad as Batman with the ringing phone and all that, it doesn't have any of that crap. Well, now which see, is good. And this is interesting, and it'll be it'll be cool to see how I feel about it uh, based on the way I play it. Because the way yeah. I would play it as I get deeper into it is I'm going to be doing all those side missions, and oh, maybe God. part of it is those side missions break up the monotony and break up that feeling of, Oh, I'm doing the same shit over and over and over again Yeah, in the story mode. You're trying to rush right through the story mode without doing all that side stuff. So you're getting into that sort of drudgery. Like, Oh, it's the same shit. It's the same well, shit. It's the same shit. You know? Let me, let me, let me take that back then. Cause it's not that the mission types are, repetitive they're not i mean you've got a good variety of that stuff but at the same time there are a lot of fetch quests a lot of fetch quests but there it's not all just the grinding and the shooting and everything else there's some stuff that kind of takes you out of the monotony i don't want to give it away but uh there's there's some stuff that isn't about the grinding and shooting um but my biggest complaints are number one Every now and then, to um, you, you can create these new amps, which are new powers, that sort of thing. But to do that, you have to bring all the stuff back to this guy. I think it's Floyd. I think it's his name. And he's like a chemist. Well, 
you have to like have this thing in the middle, uh, the middle of the courtyard that you have to guard. Mm, yep. Yeah. Tower defense. I yeah. fucking hate tower defense. <laughs> I, I despise it, and not. I'm not saying that just because of this game. I fucking hate tower defense. That's not. That's not really tower defense. It is when you get later in the game. You, you start actually, setting traps. Oh no, no, that's right. That's what we did in the multiplayer. Yeah, that's exactly what we did in the multiplayer. We we had like a couple of minutes. You rush out and you set your traps. Mm-hmm. Everybody goes all over the area, and you but have it, an economy. But it works great in multiplayer because, and maybe that's really where where it shines. Um, maybe because you've got everybody working as a team, or and even if you don't want to. You know, I see you guys all run off this way. Well, I'm going to focus in this area and I'm going to set my traps and do my thing. Sure. And as they come in, you know, we all defend and and it gets chaotic and crazy and fun. Which I haven't Um, played online yet because I don't have any friends that are online ever uh, that are playing this. But so that's the one thing I really hate about it. I just I seriously despise tower defense and I had to set some traps and everything like, oh, God, the other one that I don't like at all. Is um, uh, no, I'm free. oh, so every now and then you have to do these like stunt things where you have to do these certain stunts to build up points and everything. And I wasn't really, I couldn't figure out. I was streaming it. It was funny. I was streaming it, and I couldn't really figure out like what I, why I was failing all the time. And then somebody on the chat's like, "Oh no, it's telling you what to do over there." I'm like, "What?" And I finally looked over on the screen. I'm like, "Oh, I have to do that shit." Okay, so then I got through it, and I barely got through it, even though I was busting my ass. But the problem is. For a game that's so gun heavy, you barely have any ammo. Ever. It's so easy to run out of ammo when you still have a bazillion enemies on the screen. And that's so counterintuitive for a game like this. And I don't understand what it's trying to be when, you know, because I have this Ratchet and Clank mentality in my head. Because quite frankly, there's a lot of things from Ratchet and Clank that are in this game. There are. It's yeah. it's a lot of the same mechanics, which is a good thing. That's fine. But, like, you get 12 bullets in this gun, and you're like, what the fuck? Like, and it's not like ammo's laying all over the place. So you, you run out of ammo way too easily. And the melee combat is not very good in this game so far. You have to build up a lot of stuff just to get a decent melee. So it, it that part really frustrates the fuck out of me. Now, the good things... I think the visuals are gorgeous. Uh, the color palette is awesome. You know, it's it's a very very solid game. Customization of your character. The, that shit's <laughs> crazy. You you couldn't. Have, the only way you could have made your character more stereotypically gay was to put like a red lollipop in his mouth. I thought he was awesome. Oh my god, that was hilarious. I was so low on sleep like you were, and I, I couldn't stop laughing when you were making that shit up. Yeah, the, yeah. it's just so much fun because you can do. And and they kept telling us this. You can do anything you want with the characters. Pretty much, yeah. Where where a lot of characters, you know, you have like the guy settings and the girl settings and the guy clothes and the girl yeah. clothes and the guy you, hair. And no, you can mix and match anything and everything and make them any which way you want. It's fucking awesome. And what did Josh do? He did a show dude with a mustache. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> he's he's a big, tough guy, and oh, I put the little uh, the <laughs> really tight uh, pink shorts. Yeah, yeah, it was the pink shorts. That's right. And the tube top. Yes, the tube Jesus top. Jesus Christ! Because 
it makes me laugh. I just and the the hair. I picked the the girliest hairstyle I could find. Yeah, and then like two toned it black and orange. <laughs> and my guy kind of looks like uh, a porn star from the seventies. He's just got this big bushy mustache. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, that is kind of the that is the the fun right off the bat is you create your character and you can create the craziest freaking character you've ever thought of. Yeah, and you can be a girl, and it's cool that you can be both a guy and a girl, and yeah. you know it's voiced correctly. But you know whatever you make up for your character is in all the cutscenes yeah. and everything, so you never get pulled away. That's what's awesome. Um, but yeah, to me so far, I think the mission stuff is kind of weak and. I, don't, I mean, there's some great stuff too. The story is is fun, and it 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 never gets too serious. Like it, you you know you're playing a game, and the writers know you're playing a game, and it's 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 vulgar, it's funny, it's 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 legitimately funny too. It's not like just oh hey, hey, hey. no. There, I mean, there were some laugh out loud moments so far. So I, I mean, but the site's giving it like a nine and a ten. I so far I don't really agree with that. I, I don't think it's a bad game at all, but I wouldn't give it above an eight so far. But I still think it's the best game on the Xbox One right now for exclusives. It's 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 fun. It's good, but I just have some complaints. That's all. I want more ammo. Damn it! I'm not there yet. Uh, once I get a little deeper into it, I'll have a better uh, feel for. I'm probably about a third of the way done at least. I've I really I, I grinded away one day on it. And then I got to this one point, and I got really frustrated uh, when I was streaming it. I'm like, okay, I'm done for a while. So, yeah. It's these ninja robots with dual swords and shit. <laughs> and no matter what I tried, I, I put the acid thing down. I, I tried the freeze gun and everything, and oh, my God. It was just uh, very frustrating. And again, it comes back to the lack of ammunition. Like, I went and bought all my ammunition, filled it completely up, and I was running out of it on every gun. And there's still these freaking ninja robots coming after me. Like, okay, if I can't even get enough ammo to take out the enemies that are on the screen, there's but something you, wrong here. Were uh, were you down on the ground and knocking? Like, there's stuff. There's the boxes? Boxes. There's... Oh, yeah. But there weren't that many in this area. Hmm. Trust me, I... I know what I'm doing, and and uh, there's the I think there's a live stream replay, but Twitch was having a ton of problems the last few days, so my broadcast got all fucked up. But people were seeing it on the on the stream too. It, it was not for the lack of trying. I was trying every way possible, and I got really close, and then I get taken out. I'm like, because that's the one thing else. Your character is a pussy. Like, it does not take much to kill you. So, yeah. But anyway, I'm, I'm enjoying it way more than I thought I would, though. Cool. I don't want to sound all negative about it. There's a lot of positives about the game. Yeah. Well, for me, so far, it's been pretty positive. I, I just yeah. need to get a little further and see if it stays positive or I start to feel like uh, it's a grind. It's repetitive. <laughs> it's I don't know yet. You know, I, and that was my fear from the beginning of it. And when I saw it at E3, I thought, you know what, it's kind of fun and all, but eh, I'm not quite getting it. Well, and when it's a huge map, it, and it's but uh, yeah. It, it, uh, luckily, they've got fast travel for some stuff because, quite frankly, 
it does that kind of in in some areas it does that thing where you have to go all the way across the map to do something and bring it all the way back and it's so much travel and then the problem is because there's such a lack of ammunition that i can hold i don't ever really i don't do what i normally do and that is i don't take out the enemies on my on my path to where i have to go i just zoom right by them to get to where i need to go to my to my objective yeah which is completely different than i ever really ever play a game and it's not like I mean it's inventive weapons like in the Ratchet and Clank games, you know the 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 flaming compensator with two it looks like a ticking <laughs> ball, they're cocking balls, you know, and it, it's just crazy shit like that. Like I got this, uh, you you'll get this teddy bear with a piece of dynamite in it, and you can fire that off as a as like a grenade launcher, and you get a freeze gun, and you can get this uh, sprinkler, like a wacky wow, what are those things called? The little sprinkler things, the wacky something. It's like that, but it shoots out acid and it just melts everything oh, around yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I uh, had that wacky wiggler or something like that. I don't remember yeah. what it's called anymore. But I mean, you, you get these crazy weapons. Like there's one where you shoot records and stuff, and yeah. and it's a really weak weapon, but um, but it bounces around and everything. And it, it's it's great. I mean, design wise and everything, it's very solid. It's just you know, like I want to take out all the enemies that I see in the way so I can build up points and build up whatever, but I won't do it. I'm so afraid to do it because it's it's sometimes so freaking hard to find ammunition all the way. Like you can find a little bit, but you can't find enough for everything. And all of a sudden you get to the, your objective and you're out of ammo already. So that's my biggest concern. But I'm getting to the point now where I can hold more ammo and everything for at least one gun. So that's yeah. obviously what I have to build up on. Okay. Are we on me? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that was you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was Well, but, you know, again, thanks to, to Jeff for yeah, the invite. Really appreciate it. And anybody that wants to go, oh, fucking traitor. Video games, people. Video games. We talk about different games all the time, so chill. And it's Insomniac, dude. It's Insomniac. And, and you know, that was one of the big reasons I wanted to go to is, it, you know, we're very friendly with a lot of people at Insomniac. I, I talk to James Stevenson constantly. We're, we're, we're pretty good friends. And, and you want to support your friends. And that was the whole point is, yeah, they made it for a different system, that a system that you and I both own. But we want to support him, you know, and, and it was great to get some time with, with Ted and uh, Ted already want he was talking about doing the podcast with us with the new Ratchet and Clank for PS4 and everything. So, you know, it, it's it's just video games, yo. Got to have some fun. Uh, so played some more Destiny, obviously. Uh, God, I think I'm kind of done now, though. I keep saying that I know, but I did the it was funny, though. I did the Vault of Glass again with the guys because they were going to try to get me another weapon. And you know how it took three and a half hours on Extra Life Day? Yeah, it took us like an hour and ten minutes this time. So I blame Ray and I blame MJC completely for how long that took. Because they were the two that weren't playing with us the second time. <laughs> um, but I'm getting really bored with the repetition of Destiny, so I haven't actually played it for a few days. Uh, like we said, the PS1 Namco Museums, I played all five of them. God, they need more... There were some really shitty games in those collections. <laughs> there were. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, got on and tried to play some Drive Club online with Brambler and Stoffinator. And like I said, it runs fine until, or at least for me, it runs fine online until you group up and start a session, like a multiplayer session. And then it just blows up. Uh, servers go offline or unreachable, blah, blah, blah. So still love the game. I think we have our club up to like 17 now, by the way. So our club is still rising, which is cool. Nice. Uh, then I have no idea why I played this, but the original Ridge Racer on the Vita, 
<clears throat> the or the Vita Ridge Racer. So many missed opportunities in that game. It's just it's beautiful. They did such a great job of the graphics, but having no actual quote unquote career mode just kills it for me. Yeah. Um but I was driving it with the uh with the the car from Daytona from Daytona USA. Uh the Hornet. That's uh-huh. actually a DLC car you can get for the game. And I'm like, fuck it. So that's, I got it. And I was oh, racing yeah, with that. That's right. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm so glad that I just kind of waited around on that thing and got it when I did. Yeah. Um, because I ended up picking it up. The game itself was on one of those sales. Yeah. For like four like something. Yeah. Yeah. It was like 449 or something ridiculous like that. So then buying the DLC on top of it made it I forget how much it came out to be. It was like 15 bucks total or something like that or yeah. or less than 25, maybe 20 or somewhere around there. But whatever it was, I'm like, well, all right. There is a full price game and there is the full game that it needed to be. Um because that was one of the other big problems with it was that it was a shell of a game that you were spending an outrageous amount of money for. Yeah. So it's, uh, well, luckily I'm not having the crashing anymore because I was having crashing after I got the digital one uh, from the U S cause that's one of the games I bought from Japan when I got the original uh, Vita. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it, it's, it's just funny because it's fun single player when you play against AI and everything, but like I said, there's no real like career mode that you can go through. But there is nobody online playing at all. Uh, so all you really have a choice of is either doing these one-off world circuits, either, uh, doing a time trial, or doing a ghost race against somebody that has played this game so much that you're never going to catch that ghost, ever. So yeah, it's it's a little weird, but... You know, I just wanted to play a Ridge Racer. I had it on there, and I'm like, i got to play it, and then... It's just so frustrating. I don't know. I really hope they do a proper one, either for PS4 and or Vita, because I would love to have a true, proper Ridge Racer, a new one, you know? Yeah. God, I hope so. would be nice. Yeah. Uh, And then downloaded SingStar. They they put on the blog that they're having problems at the store, and that's obvious. Uh, I did... SingStar's up. For the U.S.? Yeah, it came Holy up last week. Shit. Yeah, I know, just out of nowhere. But then at the last minute, they had problems at the store here in the U.S., so nothing was loading except for the the demo song, which, of course, for my favorite band, Bon Jovi. <laughs> Fucking fuck you. <laughs> so this week, there are songs on there. There's a thing to transfer your songs that you own. Uh, yeah, I had 11 songs on the list, so there's obviously still something wrong. So, <laughs> unfortunately... Their import process, you have to do every song individually. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. So, uh, oh, God. So every one of them you go to the download and it takes you to the store interface and you have to download it. So. Yeah, it's so a mess. right now we're only looking at uh, downloadable ones and ones that you have already purchased. Uh, one. Yeah, there's download. They they have the store populated with some downloadable songs. Actually, it looks like a lot, but the transfer stuff doesn't look like it's set up correctly yet. Because, like I said, it was mostly my Billy Joel songs, and uh, there was like I don't even know anymore. But 
Uh, there was an Elton John song, I think, but not much at all. Like, none of my Duran Duran stuff, none of my whatever. Um, I have not tried a disc yet because I didn't yeah. have the stuff here. See that? Well, all right. I'll, uh, but I haven't read anything. It's, it's 1.30 I mean, a.m. Uh, yeah, it just came out of nowhere. It just... Ugh. I wish they would do something about it, and I've asked about things, and nobody will say anything, and uh, I don't know. It's it's frustrating because I want that to work. I do have my microphones here, though, so I'm going to try to find them and play it this week. Well, uh, but you can go on and see videos. You can still post videos to the community thing. Uh, so it's not like you can't do video anywhere. You just can't do it on share. So they still have the thing where you can go browse all your friends' videos and all that, just like they had on the last version. Yep. So that's cool. I need yeah. to try it because I have everything right here. I just I, didn't even know it was there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just grab it and uh, it's, a, it's a free download for the game. And then I didn't do the whole microphone thing off my phone or nothing like that either, but... Uh, it's supposed to work perfectly with the wireless mics and with the USB mics. So, unfortunately, I only have two USB ports on the PS4, but... And aren't they both being used by your charger? Oh, my God. <laughs> we'll talk about that in a minute. Well, let's talk about it now. So, I'm going to do a video review. Uh, Nyko sent us their charge station that Emra got to see at E3. Yeah. Uh, and this is the one that actually sits on top of the PS4, very low profile, uh, and it has these two little uh, wi- kind of wireless ports where you don't have to plug it in. You just put these little like tabs on the USB port on the controller, and you just kind of lay it on top, and it charges. Well, the thing showed up at Josh's house for Extra Life, and we take it out of the box. So first off, there's like these two big, long stick-on pads, one to put on the top of the PS4 and one to put on the bottom of the charger so that it doesn't scuff up your PS4. So already it's kind of gaudy. But then we, I opened it up and with like when within 20 seconds I was angry, like actually angry because it takes up both USB ports on your PS4 and it doesn't have any pass-throughs or anything. So if you plug this thing in, yeah, you can charge your controllers and sync them. But if you use anything else, USB, like, you know, that USB sticks, you can play background music. Or, you know, like if you have a headset, like, the, you know, the gold or even the new, the new silvers that just got announced or anything else that uses USB, yeah, you're fucked. <laughs> because there's no way to do any type of pass-through to, like, you know, pull one off to the side or whatever. It just uses your USB ports to charge. Yeah. <clears throat> so Josh and I... Because Josh had seen these, and I had seen these before too, but Josh is like, hey, Target has this other one. We should go find it. And we've like checked three different Targets well, before we found it. Well, the problem was I knew that it was at the Target right down the street, but we were out. Yeah, we and were out. We were, we, out. we're like, hey, there's a Target. Let's just go in there. Yeah. And not none of those Targets. Not a single one. The only one was the one close to your house, which is kind of funny. Which was the one that I knew it was at. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So this one's from Power A. And it's a standalone charger. It has its own AC adapter. And uh, you actually drop the controller onto it because there's a charge port on the bottom by the headphones, too. That that little slot is for charging as well. And you just drop it on you push it down and click it in and it it's a really fast charger by the way it's fantastic i love this thing it was 20 bucks too yeah so totally recommending the power a totally not recommending the nico unless you'll never use your usb ports for anything else again yeah. such a bad design flaw i 
I just don't understand how they would release that. Oh, and that reminded me with charging controllers and all. Uh, after you left, like when we were out there, I I saw your red controller. Yeah. I saw the blue controller out at the stores. I don't like them. I don't yeah. think I'm ever going to buy them. We both saw the white controller and said, it's pretty hot. I, I actually like the white controller. Yeah. So after you left, I'm looking at my Sony style points and all that stuff. And oh, I was like, shit. holy shit. I have enough that I could get a controller. Nice. So I went online and I'm looking. Well, I didn't know how much I had and I didn't know what was, but I thought I've got all these points. Let me look. So I looked at the PlayStation stuff and I'm looking at games and of course they're going heavily digital now. And I'm like, fuck you. I want the physical copy, you know? Um, so I skimmed through the games. They didn't have anything that I wanted. And then I was like accessories, not even thinking about the controller at the time. And boom, there's the white controller. And I had enough points for it. And I was like, fuck yeah, I think I'll do that. Nice. So I did. It just showed up, uh, was it today? Yeah, it was today. It just showed up, um, which was even funnier because this morning I'm sitting here. I, I dropped them off and everything. I came back and I'm sitting here trying to figure out where the tracking is because I knew I got an email for it. Sure. And I couldn't find it. And I'm searching my email and I couldn't find it. And I'm searching both emails. And then I go to the website and I have to log in and I have to find my password and I get in there and I go and I'm looking up my old orders and it lists the order, but it doesn't show any tracking information. It doesn't show anything. Yeah. So I literally spent a half hour dicking around with this, trying to find the tracking information on it. I finally found it buried in the email and I click on it and it says delivered front door eight. 32 a.m. I'm like, what the fuck? It's been sitting out there this whole time. You dumbass. I walk upstairs. <laughs> I open the door and the box is sitting there. It's been sitting there for the entire time I was downstairs. Oh my God. Looking for the looking for the information on it. I think the FedEx guy showed up like right after I got home and I missed it. <laughs> That's astounding. It, it was so fucking funny. Well, that was like the that one day where I was at, down there and nobody ever rang doorbell or nothing i'm like i wonder if anything showed up go outside and there's like three packages yep <laughs> jeez yeah because they don't i mean a lot of times they they they'll either ring the doorbell or they just don't give a shit they'll just leave it there because they're like yeah you know it's <laughs> he'll get it it's fine um but yeah i i plugged it right i opened it from the box i looked at it and went oh and then nice. I, went and I plugged it right in there to charge it up um, i think it's fast like yeah, yeah. I yeah. love it. I think it's a great charger. Because I'm thinking I'm going to use that for the PlayStation TV. Uh, mm. Because the hard thing is, you know, I have like two or three. How many do I have? Three? Two or three. I can't remember. Of the black controllers, three. Um, but the problem is they're all black controllers, you know. And I had one that was for the TV. And I'm, and when I'm the TV is down here, the PlayStation TV. It, is down here. I can't figure out which controller is which. And I'm you know like, how I do fuck. it? Bitaman sent me a couple of PS Nation stickers for oh, the light. Yeah, I don't want those. No, no, no. You don't have to use the light for the PlayStation TV. 
So the one that has a sticker on it, I use it for my PlayStation yeah, TV, and I, I know exactly which one is for. I don't want those stickers on my controllers. I think they're gaudy. I thought it was. I just wanted to try it. It was. I know. It's a little PS Nation logo. It's cool. No, I know, but I. I'm not telling you to do it. That's how I do it. I know, but I'm just saying. I I've seen all those stickers. I've seen all the different ways of doing all that. I just don't like that. That's not yeah. my thing. Yeah. I don't like messing with my controllers. I like them as is. Yeah. Um, I mean the the only thing I changed, like on the on the DualShock threes, I was putting those little grip it things on top of them because that they sent it they sent us a pair of those for review. Yeah. It's just the rubber thing that you put on top of it. Yeah. And I got so used to it and I liked it so much that I keep those on my PS three on the DualShock threes. But for the PS four, the DualShock four, I just I like it as is. I don't want to mess with it. And I, yeah, I think for the, for the white one, I'm just going to keep it with the PlayStation TV, wherever it goes. Cause I think that's easier for me. Uh, but I love whatever's easier for you, Josh. I love the way it looks. It looks cool. We, we saw that at the store and yeah. I, I agree. I think it looks awesome. And I still do not like the red one. <laughs> I like the red one. I, that's my primary controller. I know. And I've, I've had it in my hands. I've looked at it. I've t- I, I love the red DualShock 3. I don't like the DualShock 4 that way. Well, it's because it's got that black bottom, and a lot of people don't like that. Yeah. So. The white one is all white. Well, no. The, Isn't it? No. The DS4? Yeah. No. And the, it's, it's white. The, the bottom half of it, the back half of it, basically... Yeah. Is like an off white. It's like a light, light, light oh, gray. Okay. Um but it's just enough that it's that it's different, but if you just glance at it, you wouldn't quite notice it. Okay. Uh and the black against that, you know, the black of the touchpad and the sticks and everything, I think stands out and looks good. Whereas like on the red one and the blue one and all that, I don't like that contrast of I don't like the red they picked and the blue they picked. Yeah, it's a different red than the DS3, and I don't like that red on the DS4. Hmm. It's that's the main thing I think. See, I like it because it's Badger colors. Uh, uh, Well, not the black, but the red. Badger schmadger. Blah blah blah. (laughs) All right, I think by the way we're going to take your review off because we're at four hours already. Yeah, that's probably (laughs) a good idea. So let's just get through my list here, and we'll uh, we'll talk extra life quick, and then uh, because we do need to talk extra life. Yes. Uh, so anyway, uh, it's 1.40 AM people. I know. Fuck. Uh, so <laughs> next up evolve, uh, you know, they did the big alpha this weekend and then they sent an email out and said, Oh, by the way, firmware 2.0 screwed up our alpha. So it's not going to work on PS4. But you know what? No, this kind of pissed me off. I had, um, I had a code for Xbox one and PS4. So did I for the alpha. Yeah. I get the email from them and they're like, okay, come join us for the big alpha this weekend. You can play from four to 6 PM on Saturday. And I'm like, wait, what, what the fuck? No, 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 no. They wanted everybody to get on at that time to stress test the servers. (sighs) See, it worked all weekend. I didn't read it that way. I read it as it was only available during these times. No. And that was it. And I just, because I didn't read through the whole email, I just kind of glanced and that's what jumped out at me. So in my mind, I was like, so I have this little tiny window to play and 
I can't play at that time. Yeah. So no, I didn't no. play it at all. And I'm like, they wanted people to stress it. They did the same thing on Sunday. But, okay. So it was still playable on PC and on Xbox one. And I got on Xbox one and uh, right out of the gate, my, my first impressions were that I didn't like it because nobody was communicating. And this game is like left for dead where you have to communicate oh, together. You, yeah. You know, all four classes are very complimentary and, and they all have to work together. You can't choose two of the same class and everything else. And I, I like how they handle it. Um, but nobody was communicating for, except for like one match. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, this is just terrible because you didn't know what everybody was doing. And, and it, it wasn't very good at telling you like what you, it's cool. Like if you choose a new class, it'll actually show you like a little instructional video, but so you know what the weapons do and everything, but you get in and you're like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? And, you know, you finally figure out you have to track the monster. You can see the footprints. You want to look for birds that get, you know, kind of thrushed up and everything else. But nobody was communicating. And I'm like, you know, I might like this better if I'm on PS4 because that's where a lot of my friends are. That's everybody's excuse for Xbox. So I'm going to use it here. Um, I think I would enjoy it more if I was on the PS4 with people I play with on a regular basis on the party system and all of us communicating. You know, so that was my first impression. I was just like, oh, I, it's just a clusterfuck. But then I kept saying, man, like, it just seemed like the controls and the visuals and everything else. I'm like, God, this, this just feels like crisis to me to a certain extent. Like, it just, it just feels like crisis and it looks like crisis. And then I finally see, like, the day after it says he uses the Crytek engine. <laughs> I'm like, oh, there you go. Um, I think it's a neat idea. And, it's an interesting concept. I personally just don't know. I don't see longevity. I, I just see people get getting bored with it. But then I was talking to somebody online. The one time I was on where somebody was talking and he's talking about kind of some of the depth where you unlock new characters in that class. And like, if you're the monster, you unlock like a couple of different monsters. And there's one called the Kraken that is way more difficult or way more tough to, to kill and everything else. But it, I was playing as the monster, and it just seemed so clunky. And I, I don't know. I, I just don't know if it's not the game for me, or if I just don't like. I must not like. It's got to be something with me, because IGM posted a thing like we played five hours of Evolve and it was awesome. I'm like, all right, so I'm missing something. Well, the problem was it didn't work on the PS4. Then they announced on Sunday, "Hey, we got it working on PS4. Get on now. We're gonna we're gonna extend the alpha until Tuesday at midnight." So we get on. Yeah, nobody could launch it. And then they send an email out. Oh, we know we see that there's matching making problems on PS4 and PC. We're trying to fix that right now. And I've never played it on PS4, so I played it on Xbox One only. Uh, the PS4 one was just a, a fucking nightmare. And then, of course, we started joking around. And I'm telling you that we're, we're joking around, but I think it's funny. We're like, oh, Microsoft paid them so they won't work on the PS4. Because <laughs> you know there's some conspiracy theory out there somewhere. Like on NeoGAF or something like, oh, Microsoft paid them off. Um, I don't know. I, you know, I, it looks good. I don't think it looks outstanding. And I don't know if that's with because of the crisis engine or what. I don't know, but it was very underwhelming to me. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm missing something with it. I'm just not impressed. I think it has potential, but I don't know if it has potential to be long lasting either. So 
But we'll see. I'm sure I'm going to get hate mail. Like, there's so much depth. Uh, but well, they don't explain that in the alpha, you know, and that's. But that was my concern at E3. And when I talked about it, yeah. you know, on the E3 podcast, I got a lot of shit. You don't yeah. understand. There's so much going on here. You could do this. You could. Like, well, all right. But I, you know, from what I saw. Yeah. I don't. I felt the same way. Like I see this being cool for a couple of weeks. Or, yeah. And, and that's what that's I was it. saying too. You it know? just seems like it would get old. And, and I don't know how many maps there are and everything else, but if there's not a good variety of maps and if they're going to only bring out like, let's say six maps, which I don't know, I'm just throwing out a number. If they're going to add like 12 more maps of DLC, go fuck yourself. I mean, seriously, just go fuck yourself because yeah, it it, it it could be one of those games that they're going to do that and just try to soak money out of people. And quite frankly, I just don't see myself playing it. So obviously I'm missing something because everybody else is raving about the game at E3 and all that, but I just don't see it. So, but we'll see. It's an alpha, you know, everybody's complaining about the load times in the alpha. It's a fucking alpha. Um, but when I was streaming it, they were even saying like, I don't know, this just doesn't look meh, you know, that was kind of the general consensus. Yeah. So, but on a better note, uh, I wanted to try the share play thing out. So I got on with Johnny as a boy. He was playing Knack the other night, and I got on and played as the second character because it's got couch co-op built in. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. So he was playing Knack. I'm like, fuck, dude, let me try this out. So you get to play for an hour. You can reset it after the hour and, and get to play for another hour. But I went in and played, and I was thoroughly impressed. Um he was his PS4 is on wireless. He was saying, and he was like, "My my internet connection sucks." Uh, so I did have the occasional like loss of resolution every now and then. That, but not often. It happened a handful of times. But I can't believe how uh, responsive the controls were. But wait, you get it kicks you off after an hour. Yeah, you have a you have a one hour session in share play, that and then sucks. it kicks you. Well, it kicks you out, and then you can reset it if you want. It depends on the game too. Like Far Cry 4, I think, is only going to let you do that 10 times because they're using it more as a way uh, if you don't own the game. Well, yeah, but if you don't own the game. Yeah. So I think if you own the game and you want to play that way, you can still do that. But I don't know. I I have to look into all that. But we were playing Knack, and and it was very responsive. It was a lot of fun. We were having a great time. And I kind of said something about it on Twitter and all this hate about Knack and, like, People would join our party because even though I had like a name on it, they were just still joining and right away they're like, what the fuck are you playing Knack for? I don't get the hate because it's a fun game. So There's a lot y'all. of hate for that game. Yeah, I don't understand it. I really enjoyed the game. Well, um, you know what? Much like Little Big Planet when that came out. Yeah. Everybody – I loved it. Everybody, the vast majority of people that hated it, expected it to jump like Mario. And when yeah. he didn't jump like Mario, they said it was broken, yeah. too floaty, this is not the way it should jump. Not understanding that, hey, guess what? Not, not every Mario. game is the same. Yeah, <laughs> Just like the way Master Chief jumps in Halo is not the way you're going to jump in Call of Duty. Exactly. They're different games. They're supposed to feel different. They're supposed to move differently. I know. You're but supposed every- to get used to it. Everybody's just got to complain all yes. the time. So, so yeah. 
it's it's it was cool and and it was funny because well the only problem I really had with it is uh, whenever a box would pop up like if somebody would join the party. It wouldn't just pop up the box that you normally see. It also had a bigger black box that was taking up almost a quarter of the screen. Mm. It was weird. I'm like, what is this? Uh, but other than that, no, I'm serious. It ran great. Like we were on the party system talking to each other because um, it's, a, it's a function of the party system. Uh, so you join up in the party and then you share it out and everything. And, and seriously, it ran great. I was fucking impressed. It, uh, there's so much potential in this. Uh, I did hear, though, I was reading on Operation Sports, somebody tried to play a multiplayer game of MLB 14, the show, and they said it's pretty much like it runs online, so don't even try it. Mm. Uh, but somebody else was saying they play Madden, and it actually played pretty well, and that sort of thing. So I, I think for those situations, I don't really see doing it, but if a game's got like like Towerfall Ascension, you know, you can play the couch on the couch, yeah. even though it's over the, and, and that's where the potential lies in yes. my mind, you know, absolutely like knack. It, it only has local co-op, but now you can play with each other. And I was like, Holy shit, this is awesome. So I need to buy a physical copy of that game. I just, cause the one we had doesn't work on regular PS4. So, uh, and then, uh, the unfinished swan, which we'll do next week. Yeah. Uh, and then advanced warfare, uh, got the day zero edition for review so I played it on Monday. I started just doing online because it was double XP for 24 hours. Uh, God, I'm up to like level 33 already online. Uh, and then I played the, all the way through the campaign yesterday uh, in one sitting. Played all the way through. It's about six, six and a half hours, something like that on normal. Uh, I got to say, this is a damned good Call of Duty game. Hmm. Uh, I was, you heard me. I was very meh about it the whole time. Uh, looks great. Plays incredibly well. Very solid. Very great feel. Good multiplayer maps. Uh, visually impressive. Very, very good visuals. Great audio. Pretty good story, actually. I was surprised. Kevin Spacey's awesome in it. The The cinematic portion of it is freaking great. Uh, the, the actual cinematics that aren't in engine are phenomenal and the stuff that's in engine looks great it's it's really cool uh i haven't played enough online though because i've only played domination so i haven't tried the other modes stuff like that so that's why i'm not doing the review yet but i i have been proven wrong and i'm very happy for it uh i think this is probably the best call of duty in a long time in terms of online play i i think it's fantastic and all these Eurogamer, of course put out this thing and they said that uh, it actually runs more consistently on the Xbox One. Uh, I don't understand that at all because I've never even seen a frame drop on online. And the only time I saw a frame drop on the single player was in like one section. Uh, but the thing is, the PS4 version always runs at 1080p, whereas the Xbox One version doesn't run in 1080p. It runs at like 900p or something, and then it uses the Xbox's scaler to ramp it up to 1080p through the scaler. And I guess it adapts the resolution so that it sticks at 60. So everybody's like, oh, it runs at 60 all the time, blah, blah, blah. I've never seen a problem online. And it's, you know, the thing is, you play Ghosts on PS4 and it was fucking terrible. Like, every 30 seconds or so, it would start hesitating on you. And there's none of that in this. Uh, there's gadgets, but it doesn't seem as gadget heavy. Uh, the gadgets seem a little more 
a little more smaller, or like a little smaller than in terms of what you can do with them and everything else. Uh, the jetpack thing, which I thought was really going to suck because I hate it in Titan Titanfall. Uh, the jetpack stuff works actually. It's it's crazy. Uh, way easier to jump into a window. Way easier to to control yourself. And there's no stupid wall running, which I hate wall running. So uh, I'm I'm pleasantly surprised with this game. So expect a full uh, review next week because uh, I've gotten through the story and everything so far. And and like I said, pretty good story. Kind of stereotypical for a big Michael Bay type video game with the twist. You know, but I figured out most of that stuff out before I even played the game. I just told could figure that out from the trailers. So, <clears throat> all right, let's talk extra life and get the fuck out of here. Yeah, uh, because well, first off, I want to say extra life. So we've exceeded fourteen thousand dollars, folks. Josh and I. Uh, awesome! Holy crap! So our goal was thirteen thousand. We are at fourteen thousand one hundred ninety-seven dollars and eighty-eight cents right now. Uh, so we've done 109% of our goal. We were very comfortable with this. Um, but because the paperwork is insane for this raffle, uh, and I haven't even had time to get started because I haven't been home at all, um, we pushed it out for a week. And I said, let's push it out until this coming Friday uh, for eligibility. Well, then somebody on Facebook challenged us and said, hey, if you reach 15000 raised by Friday – you should do a live show, which we haven't done in over two years, probably. I did one on my own when you couldn't record one night. We but we haven't done a live show. Episode 300, yeah. Yeah, so it's been a long time. And I spoke for Josh, and I said, yeah, we can do that. Because I Dick. figured Josh would never have a problem. <laughs> yeah, that's right, bitch. So um, there you go. You have a couple of days left uh, by the time the show comes out, because we had to record a day later. Uh, but you have until Friday night at around 8 o'clock Central Time. I... I don't think I'll extend it again, but I haven't even gotten our numbers from Extra Life yet, so I haven't been able to even work on it. I have to email them tomorrow morning again because uh, we had so many donations uh, that I'm waiting for an export from them, so I have the, all, the, all the info I need. Uh, but there you go. I mean, if, if we can hit $15,000 by Friday night, we'll do a live show, call-in live show, uh, which we haven't done for a long time. Uh, and we would love to do it. It's, it's just kind of a technical pain in the ass. That's why I don't do it often. Uh, but I can do it. I have the equipment. Uh, but just to give you guys some numbers, because I didn't have them last week, really quick. So uh, 14,197.88 is what we did. Uh, just amazing. Also, I'd, I want to call it one guy, Charles Overbeck on our team, did over $1,000 as well, did 1080 Holy shit. Uh, so really, really kick ass. Um, I do want to read everybody's name off. We're obviously not going to do that tonight. So we'll do it next week for sure. We'll build that into the agenda so we have time set aside for it. Uh, but so out of 50,645 players, Josh and I came in 16th in money raised 16th. That's, that's an incredible community. Out of over 50,000 players. Yeah. Uh, 241 donations received Fuck. new record. Largest donation, $300, just to get Josh to stop playing Josh Cause 2. <laughs> <laughs> love you, Blue Coffee. I love you so much. Oh, oh man. man. See? Yeah. And that's why it was worth it. It was. That right there is why it was worth it. Uh, average donation, I think another new record for us. I have to go back and look, but $58.91 was our average donation. Holy shit. Um, 
just mind-blowing how awesome you people are. Uh, Team-wise, though, I don't want to let this go because our team, holy shit, they killed it. So um, we only had a handful of people that didn't raise any cash. And you know what? That's okay because no matter what, everybody on our team did the work. They 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 did what they could to try to raise money for their local hospitals or our hospital or whatever. But you did it, and and even if you didn't raise a penny, that doesn't matter. You should feel great about yourself, and uh, we're proud to be associated with all of you, all of you fine folks. And um, I'll tell you, you guys killed it. Um, so out of six thousand twenty seven teams, Team PS Nation came in fourteenth. It's amazing. We raised more money than large sites like Game Informer, GameSpot, Nerdist. That's crazy. Which is huge. And even IGN. Us. Our little ragtag community. Kicked that much ass, folks. And honestly, even if we raised 10 bucks, we'd still be winners. I mean, we'd still be kicking ass. But I, I can't believe this. So... What happens when you create the team is anybody that joins the team and they set their own little goal, uh, no matter what the goal is, 10 bucks, 100 bucks, 20,000, whatever, uh, gets added to the team's cumulative goal. <clears throat> so our goal became $20,000, which is higher than what it was last year. And I didn't think we were going to hit it. I just, I, I, maybe I had low expectations or something. I don't know, but I was just. Like wow, it'd be, if we could hit that, that'd be amazing. Yeah, we we crushed that. Um, our team raised twenty four thousand four hundred seventy four dollars and eight cents, almost twenty five thousand dollars. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Fourteenth out of six thousand twenty seven. Um, <clears throat> five hundred and sixteen cumulative donations received for the entire team. Uh, I amazing. Uh, the chive only beat us by like less than a thousand bucks so far uh, raised. And we can still, the thing is the donations can be taken until the end of the year, by the way, I've, obviously we're setting a cutoff for the raffle. Um, but these, this stays open for the rest of the year. So if, if you feel the need or feel the want to help out, you can still do so. Uh, yeah, I'm blown away. So like I said, if we can hit 15,000 by Friday night, we'll do a live show. Uh, it might not be 400 because we might have something else going on for 400 that I'm trying to confirm this week, but, uh, it'll be close. So it'll be very soon. I'll, I'll even say we'll do it by the end of the year, but, uh, we'll do a call in show like we used to back in the day. And I'll even try to get drunk. How about that? We'll make sure that Josh doesn't eat all day and he can go get some wine. Yeah, that's a good idea. Oh my God. <laughs> I'll never forget that mess when you start oh. taking your pants off. <laughs> Hey, give the people what they want. <laughs> I don't think anybody wanted that. Oh, they wanted it. <laughs> the wine said they wanted it. Oh, my God. Oh, it was a pretzel all day. That's true. Oh, man, that was hilarious. I'll never forget that. All right. Uh, but seriously, everybody, from the people that played on our team to the folks that donated to even the people that hung out with us on the, on the stream and, and played with us for that 24-hour period at any time, um, thank you so much for your support. Thank you for um, proving that I was wrong, which I'll take it. I'll, I'll, I'll take that any day of the week. Um, 
we crushed it, folks. We did. And and the only thing that scares me now is that we have to try to beat that next year. So get your friends ready. Tell everybody that's coming next year. Uh, Raffle, I'm going to try to do on Sunday. Like I said, I don't think I'm going to get the raffle done by Sunday. Uh, So it'll probably be during the middle of the week next week uh, just because – I have to get emails from all of our team members because anybody that was on the team, if they had donators or donate uh, donors, uh, they are eligible for the raffle as well. And I have to, I have to take all this stuff, all 516 donations received and get everything in a spreadsheet, get raffle ticket numbers assigned. It's, it's a ton of work. I'm not complaining. I'm just letting you know, it's a very time consuming thing. So, um, you know, since we extended out uh, the time to Friday night, you know, I have to get those emails from our team members and everything else. So I don't think the raffle will be this set this weekend, but uh, we'll get it done as soon as possible. I will get that, that paperwork done as soon as possible, and we'll get that raffle done. Uh, the cool thing is, if you haven't donated yet, you might want to go look at the at the page on psnation.com because the stuff that Sony sent us finally showed up because I didn't know what they were sending. I just knew a couple PS3s, a couple Vitas. Uh, yeah, they sent a couple PS3s both of which you get an extra controller, an HDMI cable. So look at this way. You're getting a special edition. You're actually getting a PS3 bundled with with an HDMI cable from Sony. (laughs) (laughs) How about that? Um, And then, like, well, here, let me try to pull it up really, really quick here. Because they also included, I think, like four or five games for each system. So let me go here. Sorry, it's late. Poor Josh. I'm so sorry. Well, no, it's your fault, Josh. You're the one that had to do it tonight. Meh. Uh, so each PS3 comes with an HDMI cable, an extra DualShock 3 controller, the Ratchet and Clank collection, The Last of Us, Journey on disc, the God of War collection, and Gran Turismo 6. Holy shit. Talk about instant game collection, Neil. <laughs> yeah. And then PlayStation Vitas. We have two PlayStation Vitas. They are the... The uh, original model, the 3G model, though, 3G slash Wi-Fi, uh, which is cool because they're really hard to find. They don't make them anymore. Mm. Each Vita comes with a 16-gig memory card. Nice. Holy shit. Uh, Little Big Planet, Tearaway, Killzone Mercenary, and Sly Cooper Thieves in Time, Holy which shit. is cross-buy, so you get a code for it. No. Wait, Wasn't what? it cross-buy? If it's no the PS, it is, but the PS3 version is the oh, crossbow one. I'm sorry, I take that. The back Vita up. version on card is only the Vita version. Okay, on I thought card. there was a code in there. No, right. no, 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 no. I bought it digitally, so I just um, assumed. But that selection of games—that's some of the. Well, that is the best games on the system, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. And Holy if you get PlayStation shit. Plus, like subscribe to Plus, and look, you're going to get like a bunch more games right away. Wow. So yeah, I mean. Holy shit, Sony! Thank you so much. Like, That's awesome. I she, did, she was like, "Oh, we're going to send you these consoles, and we'll just send you some games." I'm like, "Okay," and I didn't know what the games were going to be. So yeah, uh, but take a look at that prize pack, folks. We have a ton of prizes. Luckily, a lot of them are digital codes, which is cool because we can get those emailed out like pretty much right after you win this stuff, and we can get it taken care of. So uh, yeah, fifteen grand. We don't. We need under a thousand dollars to hit fifteen grand, and we'll do that live show. Well, just hey, we just got a donation now. We just got a donation from Brian Tan. I don't know how much though. Like I just got the email saying that we got a donation. Oh, there we go, hundred bucks from Brian Tan. No oh, shit. 
Oh, shit. We're on our way. Oh, on our way. Josh has to do a live show. Oh, shit. Yep. All right. I'll let's do, do the... Uh, I'll do it that? from Janina's house. How about that? You bastard. <laughs> you son of a bitch. I got to send her a message and say, come on. Son of a bitch. Do the live show. <clears throat> yeah, well. Anyway. All right. Maybe we'll get her to do Extra Life with us next year. Huh. Uh, she doesn't want to stay up that late. Didn't you uh, hear her? We can we can talk her into it. It's for the kids. Uh, it's for the kids. Who knows? We'll see. All right. Uh, let's get the hell out of here. So let's do let's do this really quick. If you want to reach us, there's a lot of we actually have a voicemail, but I'm not playing it. We're not doing emails. Uh, it's just way too late. So if you want to reach us, go to PlayStation or P- PlayStationNation.com. Remember that old URL? Um, go to PSNation.com. Look on the left side. There's a Contact Us button. Uh, you can hit that. You, you'll see the voicemail number and the uh, Skype number there, or the Skype name as well. Uh, the voicemail number being 408-657-VITA. That's 408-657-8482. Or if you want to reach us on Skype, just leave a, a voicemail to WDT-Torgo. Uh, don't forget our Facebook page and the group. So go like that page and then uh, what, do you, what am I saying? Join the group. Not add the group. Join the group. Uh, if you like uh, streaming your podcast, don't forget Stitcher.com. Look over in the video game section of Stitcher.com. You'll find us there. You can follow us on Twitter. You can follow Josh at PJFJosh and our main account at PSNation. Uh, don't forget to add at Janina as well, J-A-N-I-N-A, because she's awesome on Twitter. Uh, don't forget our awesome podcast network over at VGEVO.com. Uh, and like I said, our website, psnation.com. And, uh, you know, if you want to help us out, there's that little PayPal button on uh, the left side in the contact us thing. If you don't want to use our, our like Amazon links or whatever else, you do have an alternative, uh, because people ask, we tell people about it. Uh, you can hit that PayPal thing, set up a payment that way if you, if you so choose, but what we prefer, because you're already going to do some shopping, especially for black Friday, uh, go over to those affiliate links. Uh, you'll see that link on the left side of psnation.com. If a affiliate links section, uh, just click on that link to go to the store instead of typing in like amazon.com or gamespot or gamestop.com hit our link instead. Uh, nothing changes. You have the same pricing, same experience, but anything you buy after you hit one of those little links each time, uh, we get a little piece of the action. helps us pay the bills, helps us, like it paid for my drive out to New Jersey and back, that sort of thing. So uh, it definitely goes to a good cut. Pays for our server every month, which uh, we desperately love. This server, it's it's done very well for us. So uh, again, thanks to Janina for joining us tonight. That was freaking great. Best guest ever. Uh, I'm gonna say that too. I think that's our new best guest ever. And we've had a ton, but yeah, that was awesome. So uh, hopefully we can get more people like that on the show. We're uh, we're working on it, and hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Let us know. Maybe if there's someone you want us to pursue. Although we didn't have to pursue her. Like I said, she reached out to us, which just blows my mind. I don't know what happened there. Anyway, until next week, we will talk to you very soon. Get out to play some games. Have a great one. Good night, Josh. Good night at 2.08 a.m. on November 5th, 2014. It's all Janina's fault. That's okay. Best guest ever. Best guest ever. I like touring. The only thing I don't like is the actual travel itself. Because people can be so rude when you're traveling. The rudest person I've ever met in my entire life is the Eastern European customs lady at the Toronto airport. What's that lady's problem? Why she got to be so rude? 
customs people are the first people you meet when you go to a new country. They should be nice, welcoming. This lady, as soon as you walk up, she just goes, What you are doing here? And I was like, uh, I'm shooting a movie? She goes, What did mean shooting movie? It's like, you know, like filming a movie. She goes, I know what it means filming movie. I mean, are you doing the lights? Are you acting? Are you directing? I could do without your sarcasm. I was like, why are you being so mean? I said something and you went, what did me shoot the movie? So I just assume you're kind of dumb and I'm trying to explain things to you. I'm stunned you know what the word sarcasm means. Your English is slightly better than animal from the Muppet Babies. And you're yelling at me like a psychopath. And I got my stamp and I walked on. But I kind of wish after I got the stamp, I turned around and I was like, Guess what? I lied. And then pulled out a DVD of Jurassic Park and a handgun. Was like, this is what it means shooting movie. Bang, 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 bang. <laughs>